Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. Featuring the producer of the show, Tits Legendary. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome to the show, The Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We are live in Las Vegas, not far from the Lions Den. We took a week off last week, but we're back, and some would say we're better than ever. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I appreciate it. I'm Steve Mathis. Thanks to BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Brace, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, exciting things coming from those guys, FMF Racing, Donnie Emler was on last week, last show, giving away crap, Brat Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, and Black Ops Moto. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. Pulp Mech Show is here. We are live. And we have none other than perhaps one of the coolest people around that ever come in the studio. And he's a two-time gold medal winner. He brought his gold medal from the X Games from Barcelona just last week. And he's in the studio. Mike the Mad Dog Mason. What's up? Nothing, man. What's up? How are you? you? Pull that pull that mic up. Okay. Is Maybe. it good? Yeah, there we go. Okay. Everything good? Everything's good. You? Congrats on the medal. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, appreciate you coming in. Yeah, making me bring my medal. Oh, for sure. I was driving down the strip on the way over here, holding it yeah, out the yeah. window, trying <laughs> to get dri- chicks. Just driving it like that. Hey, look at look at look yeah, at me. They weren't feeling it. Um, well, thanks for coming in. We got a lot of questions for you. We got Hangtown Motocross review. Uh, we're gonna have Jason Thomas on the line right away. And uh, but our normal producer is gone. He's uh, kind of money we pay around here. You're able to take off. And just go to Hawaii for a few days. Like nice. that's that's what we do. So this is my retirement plan. This is, I... yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. If we can get you on regular staff, you'll be in Hawaii in no time. Can't wait. So replacing Tis Legendary this week, uh, working the phones, producing the show, and and uh, holding everything down. Uh, none other than uh, the lovely, the beautiful, semi-talented Pookie Mathis. What's oh, up? Very nice. What's up, Pookie? Hello, hello. How are you? Good. Is this thing on? Yeah, you're good. Okay, and then good. you got to go off with it. Yep. Okay. When you. Yep. Right. Everything good. Yes, there's a lot of pressure in this job, but I'm Yeah, well, I'm good. you have a high standard to right. hold up to because you know who sat in that chair. Right. Right. So, um, thanks, everybody, for listening. We got uh, um, Ivan Tedesco coming on. You, you know you know IT? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like Ivan. You guys got the same uh, five o'clock, permanent 5 o'clock shadow. We're old, dude. Yeah. It you, happens. You and Hot Sauce. Zach Osborne, great ride in Hangtown. Uh, Weston Pike, uh Privateer hero, and uh, David Claybaugh, owner of Lakewood Track. Of course, the Rockwell Watches Lakewood National is this Saturday, May 25th. Uh, Lakewood, Colorado, one of the best tracks on the circuit. Looking forward to uh, getting David on and talking to him about that. Uh, you can get this show on iTunes. You can get it on Stitcher. You can get it on the Publimex app if you need it to. You can listen live right now on TuneIn, or you can uh, you know, basically listen live right now on the show. That's uh, all the ways to, to listen to it. So, uh, I guess first off, we've got voicemails, emails, btosports.com, tweet at Pookie Segment. Lots of questions for you, Mason. Yes. You have some fans, I guess? A couple. I think I have like three or four. Um, and um, then we're going to have an NFAB Banging Bars segment. We have some uh, a race tech giveaway to do. We have two tickets to Thunder Valley we're going to do. And, uh, yeah, we're pumped and everything. Let's bring in uh, our third host. He's uh, up in Boise, Idaho. 
none other than the Jason Thomas. JT, what's up? What's happening? Mason's in the house. He's got a gold medal. He brought Congrats, the- Mace. Thanks, JT. Just killing it out there. Yeah, hey, thanks for the knee brace advice, too. That was awesome. Ah, just looking out for you. <laughs> what are you talking about? What knee brace? He had to be there. Oh, long story. all right. Uh, let me guess. He off some WPS braces? No, I was hitting up everyone on Twitter to see what kind of braces were the best, and he uh-huh. sent me a picture of like a rubber band around a knee and said that's what he runs. <laughs> Pretty much what I'm running. Right, right. <laughs> well, believe me, if Fly Racing r- made braces... Oh, we got we have yeah. a we have a little uh, we have some stuff. I wouldn't say a knee brace though. Oh, okay, for sure. Yeah, knee cups don't count. Um, yeah, we're like we got like this hybrid deal going on. Your your presence on the show, JT, brought to you by Fly Racing, Fly Racing USA. Uh, the gear of choice: Andrew Short, Trey Kennard, and many others. Weston Pike's gonna also wears a uh, fly, and he'll be on later. And uh, we thank the guys at Fly Racing for having you on and for being part of the show. Great. And also for my mortgage payment. Yes, thank you, Fly Racing. Um, JT, uh, uh, Hangtown just ended. I guess, uh, have you talked to your guy, Chad Reed, today or yesterday? Uh, sure. How is he? Is uh, he going to be okay? Right. He's just, okay. man, trying to get better. He's sick, you know? Right. He had a terrible Hangtown. Pulled off uh, sick. And, uh, I mean, is this something that's going to stay with him? Do we know? Uh, I don't think he knows. I mean, as soon as you get better, <laughs> how can you, you know? Yeah, it's hard yeah. to really predict when you're going to get better. Well, do you think he can ride this week? Uh, that's question. the question. I don't right? know. Right. Not sure. Um, you can't. You don't want to really ride until you're well, because yeah. then you just make it worse. You know. Well, I heard today Adam Cerullo, the rookie star, probably not racing this weekend either. Yep. Still sick. Yep. Still. Uh, still struggling with that. Did they stuff. discharge him? I don't know. That part I didn't hear. All right. Did you hear about that, Mason? Adam Cerullo. He's sick. Yeah. That's He's a one shame. of the most hyped guys, you know, to hit the scene in a while. So he's too young to be super sick, sick bro. He's, yeah, yeah, he's not sick like what like, you freestyle. Like me. No, like no, he's really no. Like running <laughs> no. You're the sickest. No, you are. Uh, Thanks, gold medal, speed and style, beating Matt Rabot, which had to feel pretty good. Yes, he's a Red Bull guy. He's you a, know, he's yeah. a foreigner too. They probably loved him over well, there, yeah. right? He's he's um, French. Nah, uh, Swiss. Swiss, Swiss, right? Yeah. Swiss. Yep. Yeah. So they were, but still Spain, still loving that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch your run, bro. I'm sorry. You didn't miss much. We rode in a circle. I think I rode like a total of probably like seven minutes the whole time I was there. <laughs> Our lap times were like 16 seconds. That how how cool. much practice do you get beforehand? Uh, we get like two 10-minute sessions, I think. Okay. And it was pretty gnarly. You know, I had a ramp and a double, double, triple to figure out, so I was pretty stressed out <laughs> that I didn't have enough practice. <laughs> you, were ner- you, were, you were a little bit bummed that it was easy, huh? I saw your... Instagram. Yeah, well, I just didn't know, like, because with it being so easy, they upped our tricks up to like five tricks with six laps, and you know, like each uh, each point in freestyle is a second on the track. So I was thinking all those guys were going to beat me by like five or six points in freestyle, and then I was going to have to try and get five or six seconds on them on the track. But uh, I guess they didn't really go that fast in a circle, so I had some good time on them. Um, do you do you bring your whole bike? Or do you just bring suspension just bars like, and stuff? Just like, yeah, yeah, suspension okay. bars, yep. all yep. that stuff. They have bike over there. Most of the guys ship their right. bikes, but my uh-huh. bike was on Nuclear Cowboys Tour, and I missed the Brazil the first yep. round. So me and Feist had to bring all our stuff over. It kind of sucked. Oh, okay. Right. And Nuclear Cowboys ended uh, uh, a week, month ago? Yeah, a week yeah. before the Vegas Super Right, right. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Um, you're, so what's next for you? Um, we got Munich X Games at the end of June. So just kind of okay. get, get ready for that one, and then LAX games. Torturous is, training program, of course, yeah, leading yeah. up to Munich. I yeah, mean, just, I rode yeah. three or four days, and I ran once. So <laughs> it's stressful, man. I get shin splints and all kinds of cool stuff. <laughs> Come on, man. Um, how are those foreign X Games? How are they uh, re- received? They're actually pretty good. Yep. This is the first year they've done it. Yep. You know, so 
Barcelona was my first time being there. I, I noticed Brazil had like a huge turnout as far as like spectators and yeah. stuff. And yeah, it seemed to go really good. And Mike Brown won the Enduro yep. Cross again. Yeah, Brownie won the Enduro Cross. Damn. Yeah, I was pumped for him. It was yeah, cool. no doubt. Um, so fans. So this year, last year in LA. Yeah, this last year. year in LA. Where's it going? Do they know yet? I've heard Austin. It's kind of like between Austin and Detroit. Oh, okay. Because there's like four cities yep. bidding for yeah, it, but yeah. I think yeah. Austin will probably be. The Why the move out of LA? It's been there for ten years. Okay. This will be its tenth year, yeah. and they used to do like two years and then move. You know, yeah. like yep. each. Yeah, but in the, the beginning, start. right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think they're just looking for a change, which is good for us because LA is always such a mm-hmm. crazy show with like all the industry being down there. You know, everyone's there, and yeah. it'll be cool to come. like Barcelona didn't even feel like an X Games because there was yeah. no one there except for the riders and mechanics. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, all hanging out. Yeah, so it was cool. Uh, and best whip was again vote a voting. Mm-hmm. What, what 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 are they doing with that? What, what are they gonna? I think it's just it's more of a fun contest. Like yeah. everyone say, like takes it so serious, but. I think ESPN's just looking for a way to, like, have the fans yeah. interact, you know, and feel like they're actually part right, of it. Right. And, and it's cool. I mean, you know, obviously it doesn't always work out like this week. Edgar won, and I think he had some pretty good whips. He's from Spain, so he probably got a pretty good amount of votes. And <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Right, right. So, I mean, it's cool. I mean, it's a bummer for guys like Tom Padges that, you know, he does big whips, and he's probably not going to get a medal just because he doesn't have the hype behind him. But, right. like I said, it's more of a fun deal. It's not something you can really take that serious when it's going, you know. Edgar has to be over 40. He's got it. I think he's close. JT? JT. Right? Uh, he's probably 38, 37, 38, 39. Still does a sprinkler. Still does a good sprinkler and all oh, that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Um, all right, let's get, to, let's get to Hangtown Talk. We're going to come up with our first guest on the show. is going to be Zach Osborne. We're going to get him in here in uh, about 15 minutes. Uh, JT, who was more impressive on the day, uh, RV or Roxon? Like, if you had to pick one, who, who was – they were both great, but – who was better? I'm going to say Roxon just because you didn't expect it. Right. I, it, no, I don't think anybody was shocked at what Villapoto did. May have been surprised by the gap, but yeah. no, I don't think anybody expected Roxon to just walk away from those guys. And, and rip through the pack, too. Yeah, know, yeah, like just like yeah. kind of make short work of him and like, all right, I'm out. Right, right. Yeah, um, Aveda Zane. But then, but is that German for goodbye? Yeah. Oh, good job. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Um. And Stewart's performance two days later, 3-3? Yeah, kind of weird. I don't know. I mean, smart. If that's all he had, yeah. that's smart for sure. He's <laughs> right. not known for doing that. So, Yeah, yeah he uh, kept saying he didn't uh, want to do what he did last year. And I'm like, but you went 1-1 last year, James. But I think he was in reference to the whole series. Yeah, so, I mean, he, yeah. he's – I don't know if I buy into how excited he was. You know, he's just like – so happy about today. Well, I don't know yeah. if he's, you know, yeah. if I believe that, but it was definitely, if that's all you had, then he did the right thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, crashes and all the, you know, okay, right. I, I tried to win and I didn't, and now I'm done for the summer. Like, that That does nobody any good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Ryan Sipes, Mookie, Dean Wilson, or Rattray, who was more impressive for you this weekend? Out of those guys? Yeah, out of those guys. Um, and who's going to be there at the end of the finish? Rattray, I may have squeaked it in, but with a 9-9 for as far as excitement level. But who was, uh, who was most impressive? I mean, Mookie, you know, he was on it, and his bike broke. And first second moto, I guess he crashed. So, Yeah, I would have had to say Mookie pretty easily. Sykes was good, don't get me wrong. But yeah. Mookie, I mean, he passed a lot of guys I didn't expect him to and was in shape. His bike just, you know, you could see his bike about to quit because it, you could see it smoking for four or five laps. But, I mean, he passed short. He passed all those guys. You know what I was and thinking was that. he's got very little time on that bike, too. 
like a couple of weeks probably. You know? Yeah, I mean, he was good. He was really good. I, I was I was really surprised at how strong he was. Mm-hmm. He's always been able to go fast. Um, but man, he was. He didn't look like he was out of shape. He no. kind of just picked his way through some really solid guys, like veteran guys. And uh, I don't I don't know if he could have beaten the top five, but I mean, he was clearly the sixth best guy. Who's going to finish better in the points at the end of the year? Sipes, Mookie, Wilson, Rattray. Who will be higher in the points? Uh, Rattray. Really? Uh, just because he's solid. I, I would say Dino, but... Dean, I think Dean. I think Dean... Ah, man, he, I hope he does better than he did last weekend. <laughs> he was good. He just had bad... Uh, I mean... The first moto, he was good until he stalled it, and then I was just kind of like, man, go. like Right. Go. Kick your bike. Go. <laughs> he, he was like jacking around. I want to yeah. throw a rock at him when he went by. He was kind of casual about it, huh? I was mad, um, yeah. Hey, I mean, so, when, you, when you're friends with somebody and you're cheering for them, like you're mad, like right. you get emotional about it. Like, I was mad. We, yeah, you were mad. Yeah, I was upset. You mad, bro? I was a little, a little mad. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Do you have a question for myself, JT, or uh, Mad Dog Mike Mason? Is that is that gonna work, Mad yeah, Dog? It works, man. Whatever makes you happy. Yeah, Mad Dog. I yeah, like okay. that. I don't know. If, I don't know if that's really fitting for. It's not Mace, though, at all. Yeah, I'm pretty normal. Like, no, kind of yeah. the opposite of Mad Dog. Yeah. Uh, marshmallow? Hey. I'm I don't know about that. Come on, dude. <laughs> I mean, I'm just... <laughs> Mike, the marshmallow Mason? That's good, too. Making fun of my sex I life. would say Mathis, Marshmallow Mathis is more fitting than... <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't going to say nothing, but... Um, yeah, I'll, t- I'll take that. I'll take that, Marshmallow Mathis. Um, uh, all right, so... JT, another, another, another question for you. Cooper Webb, Jeremy Martin... Who uh, who beat two at the end of the year? Who was who was better? Who was more impressive? Uh, I thought Cooper Webb was really good. Webb was good, but didn't you feel like in the second moto, like he started? Of course, he 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 uh, stalled it at the end, but he was kind of going backwards a little bit. Where Martin was pretty solid, but not the raw speed of of um, of uh, Cooper. Yeah, I just think that Cooper's going to figure it out. He was really really good. That was his first race ever, and he's going to get. Like the shape thing's not going to be a factor. He's he train he works hard and all that stuff. It's just I think he wasn't really used to it yet. You know, you can you can train all you want and they'll do all that, mm-hmm. but with the intensity and the nerves and all that, that factors in. Uh, right. I I was pretty impressed. I think he's going to be he's going to be solid like top five or six all season. God, Yamaha needs that. Yamaha needs that. They do. They <laughs> they need that and they need EFI. Yes, and they need uh, Mike Mason riding their bikes. I don't think so. Why not? They got, a, they got a good two-stroke? Oh, really? Yeah. Get some knee braces if you do, bro. Yeah, I see. Why? What do you mean, knee braces? I don't know. I was just oh. Yamaha's are sketchy. Oh, okay. Well, he's uh, won knee braces today. I was just going to make sure he got some okay. before he got on. Uh, first question of the show. Pookie, um, good job. You handled the first call? Yep. Usually you hang up on a couple to start. But... I don't think that's happened for a while. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, Jason, what's up, man? You got a question for Mike Mason? Mike Mad Dog Mason? No, I actually have a question for Jason Thomas. Oh, good answering service, oh, uh, Pookie, by the yeah, way. Yeah, good job, yeah, Pookie. You said, you said Mace. No, I said Jason. I oh, said Mason, this, Jason, Jason. Jason. Come on. That's <laughs> pretty close. Sorry. Tits, please come home. Hey, JT, uh, what, are you running a program for the BTO Sports for the outdoors and the little tours or whatever? I am, yeah. I actually, actually, I'm wide open for Colorado this weekend. So if anybody I wants bet to you're do wide it, open. let me know. Otherwise, I'm just going to be hanging actually, out drinking beer. 
I'm actually asking for Muddy Creek. Um, my, I was in the military for about 12 years, and my dad burned every race for me on DVD and sent it to me. Okay. So I'm trying to do uh, something for my dad for Father's Day, and I bought him a, a VIP ticket to Muddy Creek. Okay. Um, but I'd really like to get him a little bit extra. Okay. Um, just uh, tweet me or email me. You can email me at jason36 at AOL.com, and, and we'll figure it out, man. Okay. Cool. Sounds good. Appreciate it, man. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks, Jason. All right. All right thanks. Well, Pookie, you went half 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good start. Yeah, not bad. You'll fix it. Sounds pretty similar, though. Uh, what does? Jason Mason and, Mason? and Jason? No, it doesn't. There's a J and there's similar. an M. He won a gold medal, bro. <laughs> You're way off. Gold know. medal. He would know. <laughs> right. Don't talk back to him. He's our guest. I'm the guest. God. Hey, uh, a little bit of news. We found out Zach Bell um, just pulled off in a second moto. It was a rough day for Zach Bell. Now we hear he may have sold shoulder surgery, which I don't get why they would not look after that earlier or, or just roll the dice going to the first national, JT, but that's a little weird. But uh, Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I think they were looking at They were about a month out from the outdoors and – Go out there and try, and if you are not ready, then he's pretty much has until January to be ready. Yeah, yeah. January at least, maybe February. Right, right. So he didn't really lose too much. It wasn't wasn't a good day for him. No. Um, I thought he was fine. Like, the first moto, he looked all right. Put the whole like, shot in the didn't second crash. Moment, right? He got, like, 13th or something. Yeah, yeah. But apparently he wasn't feeling good. Uh, I, I don't know. I, that was the first I heard of it when you said that, so. The, um... Number one disappointment, do you think, in each class for you, if you could narrow it down to a guy? Um, who's got some work to do? 250s and 450s. I, I'm, I mean, I'm tempted to go with uh, Sealy was not good, but I think something happened off the starter. He got terrible starts. He, he did look like he was charging, but 14-14 on the day for him. Um, and, and in the 450s, uh, I, I don't – I mean – I don't know. Maybe maybe Brayton. You know, he had a flat front tire, and then the second mode he was just all right. So, what 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 do you think? Uh, it's a pretty good question. It's kind of put me on the spot a little bit. Um, I think you made some good points there. Really, JGR in general wasn't that great. You know, JG was coming back from injury, so didn't expect right. too much. Um, come back to me on that. I I don't know. I got to think about it. Brock Tickle, maybe. Yeah, his starts were terrible. He didn't ride excessively well don't get me wrong but his starts were bad um i expected more from rattray i did i really expected more from him i thought it was okay and then afterwards uh um afterwards mitch was like he needs to get better (laughs) well i I don't think it was that good i think he's better than that well i thought it was okay i mean that he won a moto last year he shouldn't you know he should be able to get better than ninth or tenth when he starts ninth or tenth you really can't say he won a moto last year i can actually everyone can say that because it's in the record books Yes, Southwick. He does so good at Southwick. He's so good there. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm just saying. Right. If, I don't care if you win freaking okay, a fair race at Reno. If it's a national, it's a national. All right. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to take it away from him. I'm not either. I, will, just, will you? It, do you? Do you think that he rode well? I think he rode okay. I didn't think he rode great. I didn't think he rode poorly. I think he rode okay. All right. So, um, question four, Mad Dog. From, sure. From David. David, is this really a question for Mad Dog? or? Yes, it is. Okay. I'm right. paying attention. Nice. I'm ready. 
Yeah, man, I just want to touch base with them on the X Games. Uh-huh. What do you see the future going? I mean, um, they're kind of getting a little bit lame, just like a you know the NBA to find that context. You can only do a certain amount of backflips and, and the whips. Do you see anything the sports going different directions as far as the you know the tricks and whatnot? Um, yeah, I kind of think like I thought it for a while. Like it's always going to go more in the direction of tours, like Nitro Circus or Nuclear Cowboys, just because it's the same tricks you're seeing, but it kind of you know. Right. A different format it's more fun for like the spectators and stuff where i definitely get where x games kind of is getting a little stale but i don't know they keep just right. moving it around and then, like i said the europe ones are working and they're going to try and get out of la so i mean as long as they can kind of milk it they're going to do it for sure but from like a rider standpoint i definitely like the the tour stuff a lot more you know it's just more fun for us to kind of get out like put on a show instead of just kind of doing what right. we have to do to to perform you know yeah, that makes more sense, man, because, you know, after a while, you can only, you know, you've seen the same thing back and over and over and over, um, and really nobody ever came up with something new anyway, so it's like... Well, you know, I mean, no, no, I mean, they're doing double backflips now. Um, yeah, but they know. took out best tricks, so it kind of yeah. eliminates a lot of, like, that surprise yeah. factor now, you know, because there's not going to be many people double flipping in a freestyle run. And Why not? Right. Because it's scary, dude. It's like a trick well, you just you prepare for, you do once, or like a front flip. That's how does it. He did it once. I saw him doing Nitro yeah. Circus. Yeah, that's a tour. I'm talking about a contest. Like, oh, in a what's contest. What's the difference? Where... Doing a tour or doing a contest, Mason? We were talking about X Games. Okay. Okay? Me and this guy are on the yeah, same yeah. page. David. You're, you're David. way David. off, David. David. Right. Um, but, yeah. All so, right, cool, man. Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah, no worries. Um, thanks, David. Yeah, they got rid of Best Trick um, mm-hmm. after the Caleb Moore, Stonebeal yeah. guy, passed away. And, honestly, I mean, it might have been coming in the motocross world. At yeah. some point, at the, in, in in the freestyle world. Yeah, I mean, it's I don't know close. what you guys are going to do. Yeah. Like, what can you do? Yeah, and I mean, it's even just like, you know, after Caleb passed away, there was the thing with Ego Sato and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I think they were just kind of, right. they're trying to no eliminate one, it. They want to see a good crash, but no one wants to see someone die on no, live TV, no. right? You know, and for us, we're pretty much all friends. We don't want to yep. even see a good crash at this point. No, yeah, but yeah. I mean, ESPN. Oh, yeah, they love it. Right. Right. That's why they hire the YouTube guys. Hey, I was very su- – well, that's done too, right? Those guys are done, the YouTube what, guys. YouTube? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, so. they're I done. I, um, I think X Games – I think moving it around the world is, is your, ne- your next – it's a good move. Yeah. You give it to the fans of the world because I do feel like it's uh, jumped the shark a little bit here. Yeah, for sure. Um, and especially in L.A. Like it's just yeah. ran its course there. It's been 10 years, you know, and there's yeah. only so much you can do. So maybe you go to like – Texas or wherever it's going to end up, it could definitely be better. But, yeah, I think the European or, you know, all the global stuff's awesome. I'm surprised that you told me before the show you had to pay your way there. Yeah. I thought it would be a group of invited guys. No. Nah. And they would cover it. I mean, it is a group. You know, there's only so many of us going right. over there. But yeah. ESPNs, they could really yeah. care less about flying us over there. Because there's people waiting behind us. There's, you know, yeah. 20 guys yeah, yeah, waiting yeah. to go. But so. there's always so much talk about – the Supercross guys anyways, and even in freestyle guys that I know a little bit, um, oh, they take care of us. The athletes are number one. They're so good. You know, Fell needs to learn from this. Like, but yet maybe not? No, no. You know what I mean? As far like, for us, especially, like, with freestyle tours, like, on Cowboys, we're taking care of, you know, all yeah. our expenses. And, like, Nitro Circus, you're, all, you're taking care right. of, and you're getting paid to go there. Yeah. So you know you're good. But, like, this weekend, like, I think I was five or six grand deep before I even left my house. Yep. And last place in speed and style paid three grand. Yeah. So yeah. if something would have, you know, speed and yeah. style, anything can happen. I could have washed out in the turn yep. and yeah, yeah. been out first yeah, round. Right. Yeah. And I would have paid three grand to go over there and ride. So it's pretty stressful. <laughs> that is, yeah. But you came out with the gold medal. I did. What did what, what, you win? A gold medal. 
What kind, of right. what kind of money? Um, I think it was thirty for first. Yeah, and then your other sponsors. Yeah, and then oh, have oh. some bonuses. I, it did was you funny. make? Did you make fifty? Uh, I think I made about sixty. So I hope there's JT. chicks listening. JT, sixty grand. Nice. Dude, he, he deserves it. I know. Hey, the, oh, I'm not. Yeah. The the best part of it is, is right when I got off the plane, it was Saturday night, and I was talking to Blos about Hangtown. Oh yeah. And I rubbed it in. I'm and like, Blos went 24, 26. <laughs> yeah. Blos made like 480. Yeah. Like, <laughs> dude, I seriously, I was probably on my bike not even 20 minutes the whole time I was yeah. in Barcelona, yeah. and made that. And poor Blos is out there in the heat, just stressing and. And, and a couple hundred bucks. And just pounding sand up his yeah, ass for, for an you. hour. I'm right. not one to talk about money, but when it comes to that, I'll rub it in on Blos all the time. He's running miles and stuff. And oh, yeah, yeah, Training, yeah. and I'm just on the couch playing Call of Duty. Oh, that's nice. Uh, another question for, for Mad Dog. Uh, Blaine, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, man? What's going on? How's it going? How you doing? Congratulations on gold medal, man. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, sorry I didn't get to watch it. Uh, Me I'm neither. Pretty shitty. Can't get the stations here, so. You're in the hospital? Yeah, I got a bad motorcycle wreck last March, so I've been oh. in the hospital for about a year. Jeez, bummer, dude. Dang. Yeah, so I didn't get to catch it, but I got you on Twitter. I'm Thought of Monster on Twitter, so. Oh, yeah, right I on. Tweeted, I tweeted you about the knee braces also. Yep. So that, that was my question. Yeah, those, the ones you're, you want to look at, I heard right about those. Those are really bulky, man. Those are not that great. Yeah, that's why I was kind of asking, because I've never worn knee braces, and I've had bad knees my whole life, and so I was trying to get some opinions, but. Yeah, I, tweeted you, I tweeted you some, but. Yeah, just congratulations. What about the Cooler's Light tattoo on your foot? I was wanting to know about the story about that. I saw that in your dirt video in 2000 and, what was that, 2010, three-year-ago video? Yeah. Back to dirt. I saw that. that yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched I was... that video, and that was an old video, so I was like, you, you get paid to put that shit on there, or nah. did you, did you just put that on there? That's the cool thing about, like, when your buddy's getting tattooed, and there's a bar right across the street, and you go through, like, a 12-pack waiting for him to get done. <laughs> A lot of things seem like a good idea. Yeah, I came back, and the Coors Light thing was sticking in the window. I'm like, dude, that'd be sick to tattoo that on my foot. And there was an open artist, so I just did it, and I woke up the next morning with it. I was pretty amped. <laughs> I was just wondering the story behind that. That's yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I can't wait to get out and ride and um, get out to Nevada. And when are you going to be in Las Vegas? I know you're going to, what did you say, you're going to Germany next? Yeah, but I'm here pretty much whenever I'm not on the road, so I'm here a couple days yeah. a year. Yeah, not said your show. Aren't you having an X game? Uh, uh, not X game, but uh. Um, no, I don't think we have any shows here. Think, okay. Yeah, so it's gonna be a while. Thanks, thanks, All right, man. All right, take care, dude. <laughs> Later. Um, Gibbs, what's up, Gibbs? All right. Hey. Question for. Uh, How's it going, Mad Dog? Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yes, you, turn turn your radio down. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Uh, turn turn your radio down. Oh, that's you guys. Uh, We're loud. Yeah. He's Canadian. All right. Yeah, sorry about that. Hey, Steve, about started the dirt shark thing. No, that was me, by the way. What's that? Uh, the fucking saying you're a, you're an asshole for carving into freestyle guys and uh, all that shit. Oh yeah, that yeah. I'm, I'm I hate freestyle guys so much. I have a X Games gold medalist in the studio for, for the whole show. What, <laughs> I can pay attention. I, I, but I, I, hate I was them. just carving into you just for good fun. I, I I probably shouldn't have tweeted that. The best thing about the Nationals is no dirt shark. Yeah, bad boy. Are you going to fight him? I'm not going to fight him. I just, I mean, I, I, those videos are so stupid. And I, but I didn't need to, like, do it. Why did I do it? I don't know why. I just, when was that? Just this weekend? Yeah. yeah. Why do you do that? Why does he do that? I don't I know. I told him not to Puts do me that. in a bad spot. I, I I'm friends with both of them. Now whose side do I take? Oh, right, yeah, right. I mean, they were, look. They were so bent up about it. Yeah, I mean, you know, here's the thing about dirt shark, too. Super thin skin. Like, super thin yeah. skin. For a shark. For a shark, you'd yeah. You'd think it'd be thicker. Yeah. But uh, it's not, so he, you know, he, he got pretty bitter about it. But whatever, yeah. yeah. What are you gonna do? All right. 
Okay, so I got a question to Mason. Like, it's not really to Mason. It's 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 more about freestyle guys, and you don't get many freestyle guys on here, so I want to ask a question. But what's the deal with with Link with Link, Larry Link Ogle, and Brian Deegan? I don't know, honestly. I I know there was some stuff going. You know, obviously the business got big and Link Hoggle was kind of out of the scene for a little bit and Deegan kind of took it in his own hands. I know they were like 50-50 partners the whole time. And yeah. When, and when Link kind of disappeared, I I don't know. I've heard like Deegan just kind of took it upon his own will to kind of run the company and there's some weird stuff going on there. But I don't know, man. Honestly, it's, I think Link's still a partner, right? Or still? Yeah, he is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but yep. there was just some stuff going on and um, yeah, I don't know, honestly. The, I try and stay out of that. The metal militia scares me. Yeah, very scary. Guys. Yeah, yeah. I seen like a post or whatever, right? And it was a picture from Barcelona, mm-hmm. and Deegan and uh, Twitch were standing near each other. And Link Ogle made a post like, "Oh, look at you guys, buddies again with the fucking billboard guy here, or something like that." Yeah, yeah. I actually saw. That. I was laughing when I seen Deegan and Twitch talking because I don't think they really spoke any words to each other. So that was pretty funny. Oh, but... Twitch hates Racer X too. Oh, he does not yeah. like Racer X. Yeah. Yeah, he gets upset. Yeah, he's not afraid to tell you when he's upset. That's what's it's pretty cool about him. I get twit. Uh, never mind. Yeah, go ahead. Let's hear it. No, it's gonna make me look like a tool. Okay, yeah, don't say it. Yeah. Oh, you, you probably get huge hate mail over Twitch. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just, look, if I had Dirt Sharks access for videos, if someone said, "Hey, Mathis, you, you know nobody can film in Supercross, but we're gonna get, but Dirt Shark can do basically whatever the fuck he wants." I guarantee you I would make some bitchin'-ass videos instead of the same shit every week. But they would have no chicks in them because you're not into that kind of stuff. I would put some chicks in them for sure. No. But you know what? I wouldn't put it all chicks every week and the same chicks. Oh, hey, look, a chick waving to the camera. Oh, there's another one waving to the camera. Hey, you got to remember that oh, you're talking to a 31-year-old another... single dude. You got another... to get, get down on the ground, though. You got to get that dude, view. You know? Show some yeah. imagination. You know, walk, do some skits. Get some funny shit. Like... Do something, man. We got it. We got Diana. We got Wilson. We got it, Hanny. We we got your dudes. We got your guys that you like. Now broaden those wings out a little bit. Give us something else. That's all. Gotcha. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Gibbs. Yeah. No problem. All right. Later. All right. We got to get to our next guest. Uh, but one last question for Mad Dog Neil. Hey, Mike. How many hotel rooms did you guys destroy during Nuclear Cowboys this year? And did any Feld employees get left in Mexico again, like 2012 in Mexico City? <laughs> um, as far as the hotels, I think there was a couple, but we we're actually pretty good. I mean, there's a lot. I of, imagine like, Feld doesn't play around with that. No, like, no, they're we, not real. We big get on that. meetings, and like right. every time something did happen, we got yelled at. Right, but there was still I like mean, after Mexico City in 2012. Yeah, yeah, that's that. That was pretty awesome. That's an epic story. Yeah, I don't really remember much of that. Okay, but, well, no, I won't um, bring up anything then. Yeah, right, that was all I wanted to hear. Yeah, I think we we did pretty good. We've had a lot of meetings. So you can't tell the, the story. You can't uh, tell Mexico. Uh, okay. Huh? Well, like I said, I don't really remember much. Oh, of it. There's okay, a lot yeah. of tequila in Mexico. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this year, I guess I was trying to catch a cab with my pants down right out in the middle of the town. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. So. Classy. Yeah. Thank well, you. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. From all the from all the accounts I heard, but. <laughs> yeah, we have a good time on that tour. I'll just leave it at that. Thank, thanks, Neil. Take care, dude. All right, see you. Uh, let's get to our first guest of the of the evening. Um, he raced his first AMA National in, in a long time, uh, back from Europe and looking to take the Nationals by storm. Geico Honda's Zach Osborne. Zach, what's up, man? What's up? What are you doing? 
getting to massage you. Uh, hosting a show, Mike the Mad Dog Mason is here, and and uh, he won a gold medal at X Games. Watch out! And there's no massage over here. There's n- Dang it, Steve! Who can get massage? Like shoulder massages? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, and JT's on the line. So. Oh, JT. Yeah. See, Pookie didn't mention that. Come on, bro. Oh, Pooks oh. is slacking a little bit over Cut there. Me some slack. Yeah, she's struggling, trying to fill the mighty tits legendary's job. Yeah. Um, Osborne. What? You? How do you feel about your first national back from uh, Europe uh, a couple days later? Uh, you happy with it? Yeah, it went pretty good. Um, first moto could have gone better, but the second moto, um, well, it could have gone better too, but it went pretty good, and um, uh, it's something I can build from and. Uh, come out with the top five it's pretty good okay now i need to see this muskan osborne collision it was legit um and as Muscan- long as i've ever raced with marvin i've never seen him pull a move like that on anyone and then boom we well, were on the ground let me see it and i'll be the judge of that i watched it and jt uh it wasn't the dirtiest move i've ever seen but i didn't really expect it either yeah, it wasn't it wasn't gnarly like it didn't break my leg or anything, but No, I didn't I didn't hard. think I didn't think he was gonna do that either. Right. Yeah. Um yeah, he's not that type of guy. No, no. you don't see that move from him typically. Uh, is this something that you carry over from the GPs? He got you good for uh Lerop uh two years ago? No, I, we never had any <laughs> run ins. I don't think he's ever had a run in with anyone. Okay, yeah, it's it's it, it is odd. He doesn't ride like that normally. Maybe he missed his break or something. Maybe. I, I asked Frankie if he had him bled up good, and he said yeah, so I don't know what happened. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, 9-5 for fifth overall. How lucky did yeah. you get, too? Um, yeah, I did get a little bit lucky, but hey. Uh, 702-586-7857. You have a question for Zach Osborne, uh, the 338 Geico Honda rider. And um, are you sore at all? Are you, did the track beat you down, or how, how's that? How's the body after after that? No, all good, really. Um my hands were a little sore because it was really choppy, but other than that, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Bike good? Um, I enjoyed the track, actually, though. I really liked it. Yep. I did some research on you, Zach. Yeah. Uh, you went to hang- you raced Hangtown twice before. Yeah. On a KTM. Uh, 6, 34, 18, and 25 were your moto scores. So congratulations yep. on beating your previous <laughs> best. Yeah, I really batted it out of the park compared to that. <laughs> Well, the six wasn't too bad. That was probably your. Well, maybe there was. Those are the days of Glenn Helen. So I was. That was say, no. That was my first moto. First ever moto. Yep. That's pretty good. You, promising start before before Pingree got a hold of you. It wasn't wasn't that bad. Um, yeah. Hey, what? Uh, if you could take something from the GPS, because your tweet about or your text to me about the lack of practice time made me think of this. Um, if you could take one thing from the GPs and bring it to the U.S. Nationals, what would it be? Would it be more practice time? No, no, um, because that would require us to race on Sunday. Okay. And um, when I was at home yesterday, sitting on my couch, chilling, watching results from the second day of the GP where they had already done more riding than us on the Saturday and they still weren't done, Yeah. it didn't really appeal to me that much. So probably um, the two-story pit lane, that's about it. How would that affect you at all? Uh, well, it's cool to watch from the two-story pit lane. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, uh, you know what I would bring? No one asked what? me, but you know what I would bring? 
the wash bays, bro. Yeah, that that's pretty cool. I think um, it's something that they should look into. But wash bays, like the ones um, with Bulgaria has really nice ones. They're like tile floor and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Tile floor and then a drain maybe it would be nice. Yeah, it's pretty serious. Um, oh. But that's from a mechanic standpoint. So yeah. I know when I was a mechanic and fans would, like, try to peer in while I'm washing You're the bike. You're a mechanic? Yeah, I would spray them with, with the pressure washer if they tried to, like, look too closely. And also really? pump. Yeah, and spray them with pump as well. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, yeah wash base. I think that's a pretty good idea. So you, you do the two-lane pit, pit structure. Now, yeah. do they carry that two-lane pit structure around, or is that thing? Everywhere. Okay, so it, it, it goes everywhere. It doesn't get left. There's not like three or four of them, and they get left in a different countries. Or I anything. think there's two of them, and the the two of them do supermoto and all the GPS. Mm-hmm. They're like they're like over under bridges. Yeah, yeah, really, right? Um, JT, anything? Uh, any questions for Zach Osborne on his performance at Hangtown? Uh, no, I thought the second moto was much better than the first. Yeah, first one I was suffering with arm pump big time, and yeah, the first I don't know like maybe just WTF. a little nerves or whatever, but um, definitely the second one I was better, and I feel like that was a lot more of my style of uh, what of riding. What did Larocco say to you after the first moto? Um, not a lot. They were okay, but they were really happy after the second race. Yeah, what did they say after the second race, Larocco? Did he did he mumble something a little nicer? No, he gave me a high five, and that was all. Like. With rock, it's things you you know. It's the subtle things like mm-hmm. um, a high five is like hell yeah. <laughs> a high five may as well be him like blowing you. Yeah, I right, mean like right. five hundred Mathis words couldn't equal a high five from rock. Thanks a lot, jerk. I'm just saying. Uh, questions for for you on the phone here, um, Mark. What's up, man? You got a question for uh, the Zach Osborne? Yeah. Hey, Zach. Hey, uh, how's it going? A question for you. Uh, good, good, man. Glad, glad to see you back in in the uh, in the stage racing. Uh, what, I'm not. What, what do you think your best finish is going to be, and uh, what's your favorite track? Um, I would like to to think that I could be on the podium before the end of the season. Um, my uh, you know my expectation going into the weekend was to be in the top five in both motos, and that didn't happen. But I was top five overall, so um, yeah, I think it's something I can build from. Um, going into the season, my favorite track that I was looking most forward to was, I don't really know. I like most of the tracks. Um, I, I'm looking a lot forward to Unadilla. I think that kind of suits me. Um, and I think Muddy Creek will be good. You know, it's it's a home race for me. So um, I'm looking forward to that. Unadilla. Right, Unadilla, JT. <laughs> what about it? He says he's looking forward to Unadilla. Eh, well. <laughs> must not have been there in a while. I know, right? Hey, newsflash, it ain't like the mid-80s anymore where it's full of grass. Why? Thanks, Mark. The loam is dead. What's that? The loam is dead. It, dude, it's a it's a pile. Really? I think, Ed, to be honest, to be fair, I think last year it would have been pretty good if uh, they hadn't watered it so much or it rained or something and made it muddy. Yeah. yeah. But they did bring a bunch of dirt in there. I think it would have been better. Hmm. The last time I was there, it was it wasn't like uh, I don't know. It wasn't loamy, but it wasn't hard. It's it kind of medium. You're medium. It's a pile. Here's Jessica. Right. Jessica, thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. 
What is your question for Zach Osborne or Mike Mason or Jason Thomas or me? Actually, um, my question would apply to everybody. I'd like to get the different perspectives. Um, uh, my passion definitely lies in motocross, and my education lies in psychology, and I'd like to find a way to integrate the two. So uh, my question is just wondering what um, you guys do to mentally prepare yourselves for the job that you have. We could use a lot of help with, like, psych stuff with Mathis. I mean, I'm glad you called in. Um. I'm fine. I'm not racing at a high level anymore, although I once, you know, once did. So mentally, I'm okay. But what about you, Mason? Um, what, kind of, what kind of mental for preparation? For me, I use uh, some visualization stuff and uh, also like affirmations and that sort of stuff. Um, but as far as mental and motocross, it's a pretty vague uh, field, really. And uh, I wish someone had a, a better program into it. Do you feel like there is room for um, perhaps like a mental skills coach for teams in the industry? Um, for me, yeah, definitely. Uh, I, he, he needs a lot of work, Jessica. <laughs> uh, I think I feel like Stroop and J-Law could also use some help. <laughs> uh, Mason, do you visualize your run before you go out? Do you, do you close your eyes? Do you think of chicks? What do you think of before you <laughs> go out and do your big, you know, speed and style run or, or just a freestyle run or – I say nuclear cowboys, you got to do it. You got a chainsaw no, and some fireballs. Cowboys don't count because that's easy and it's all written down for us, so I don't have to visualize nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah. But like at X Games, all I think I always think of chicks because it's on live TV, and I'm like, what if there's like some rich chick that just wants to marry me if I do good? So <laughs> gets me all motivated. <laughs> Great. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> okay, that was a joke. Um, I don't really know what I visualize. What do you mean, I'm rich usually... chick? You got sixty grand, bro. You don't need no rich chick. Yeah, but if there's a chick with like sixty grand times thirty-two, I'd rather have that because okay. my sixty grand is gonna be spent soon. Oh, call, like, call of Duty hardware? Nah, that's cheap. Guitars and stuff. Uh, but uh, what do I visualize? I'm usually too busy texting. I don't really visualize nothing, and then I'm just on the line. <laughs> okay, so the complete failure question for Mike. Yeah, don't, I'm sorry. Um, I, I suck with mentality. What about you, JT? What did you used to do? Not now, because now you look like you're in a much better mood at the races. I was just trying not to throw up most of the time. <laughs> I do throw up every time. Yeah, I'm usually I was pretty nervous. But it, yeah. that, when I wasn't nervous, there was a problem. Like, I, it yeah. made me kind of walk into what I was doing. I'm the same. Like, as soon as I throw up, it's on. Like, that's that's me. I'm ready to go. That's me at the bar. Mm, <laughs> not so much. Um, <laughs> all right. Thanks, Jessica. Did we, did we answer you. it? Did we answer it good enough for you? Um, yeah, I guess the only thing I would I would want to add to that would be, like, what about outside of, like, racing? How do you keep yourself mentally healthy so that you are prepared. Outside of racing. Uh, well, I'm not mentally healthy, for sure, so I'm out. <laughs> um, good question. Yeah, good question. I don't know. Um, I don't really have a program outside of race day. Yeah. Thanks, Jessica. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, thank you. Uh, she's super smart. Too smart for the show. Yeah, way too smart right? for me. Um, Pookie, the lines are full. You're not writing down who these people are. Who's on I'm four? Another one right now. Who's on I'm four, bro? Right now. Okay. Uh, Dave, what's up, man? Hey, how you doing? I got a question for Zach. Mm-hmm. Me, How's it going, okay, Dave? me being, yeah, me being retired military. I've been watching motocross since the '70s, and I've lived over Europe. Uh, what is the number one thing 
that you've learned from living over there, um, you know, that would, uh, you know, uh, how would I say, professionally or, you know, or uh, as a person, has it made you any better? Or, you yeah, know, definitely. Um, definitely made me a more well-rounded person, a uh, more well-rounded rider. Um, I learned to accept a lot of different things that uh, here in America used to really wig me out, like late travel and weird schedules and all that. So uh, yeah. definitely made me a more well-rounded person and racer and um, taught me a lot of cultural and life lessons that I can keep forever. Yeah, I know, because a lot of people, you know, they go to visit, say, Italy or Germany, and it's not like, you know, actually living there. You get to really immerse in the culture and, you know, deal with, uh, you know, how good we have it really here in the U.S. compared to other countries, you know. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's like going, going into some of the old restaurants or something in Italy, you got to sit there and you go in and, and there's a little hole and you have to squat down or, you know, that kind of bit. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Yeah, definitely um, you know, tourism and, and like, living there are two complete different things. There's, right, right. Huh? There's um, good. Europe. There's nothing wrong with Europe, but uh, yeah. these colors don't run. It's it's a. I like it better. Here. Oh, really, Canada? It's red just, and white. It's just uh, <laughs> every time I go to Europe, I like it, but I, I want to get back home. You know what I mean? I appreciate the history. I enjoy what I've got to do. I've traveled all over the world, but I, I always, I just, it's a different way of life, man, and I like it better over here. Oh yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's definitely different. Yeah. Okay, but it can, you know it, it's like different people. It, it depends on the person, you know. It's, it's good and bad for each one. You JT's know, so. probably going to retire to Germany soon. That's where he's a hero. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he loves All right, man, Germany. Germany. Oh, it's a little bit too crazy there for me. People like breaking in and stuff. Can't really. Yeah, deal. yeah. Paparazzi yeah. and stuff. Beer's yeah. always warm. Um, Kenny, what's up, man? Welcome to the show. Hey, what's up? Great. What's up, Bell? Hey there, Mr. Mason. What's your question for us? Okay, we're on a time frame here. Oh, well, my question is, is uh, I'm sitting here on the FreestyleMX.com tour bus driving home from uh, Texas, and uh, I wondered how long do you think it will take me to chug a Coors Light? Probably five minutes away you drink. I've seen it. <laughs> and he's driving. So. Are you driving? Dude, it's not Nuclear Cowboys. Back off. <laughs> hey, you driving? Uh, well, I'm not driving. Mr. Mark Burnett's sitting next to me driving uh, this beautiful okay. bus. Freestyle life, bro. See? Freestyle These are life. my friends. This right, is what, right. I, this is what yeah. I live around. I know. You're like the disciplined <laughs> one because you only go to bed at 4 a.m. So yeah. you're disciplined. Yeah. Right, yeah. Thank you. Right. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Hey, so no, I just picture. wanted to, uh, I wanted to call my uh, homie Mace Dog and uh, just say congrats. Stuck on the medal. Had a baby. Yeah, had a baby, Bill. It's Mad Dog. Yeah, my name right, I'll big boy. My if you guys have fun, I'll check this All one right. for you. Thanks, man. See you, bud. See you. Uh, last question for Zach Osborne. Dustin, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on? The question wasn't for Zach. Oh, okay. uh, I didn't know if Zach was on the line right now. He is. But uh, uh, yeah, you well, said something about um, air forks and privateers and guys going to be pulling off left and right. And I was wondering if anybody paid attention, if anybody had any issues. I didn't see anybody. JT, did you see anybody have any problems? Like One of the things I speculated on – and I don't know where uh, one of these shows I do was that there's going to be some privateers and, and not not so much the top privateers, but you know the local guys back in the pack that maybe don't get their forks worked on as much, don't get their seals looked on, and I I, right. I, I thought we'd see some air fork failures, but I didn't see any this weekend. JT, anything? Did you? I did not. No. no. 
No. Do you believe that it's going to happen, though, JT? It could. It could. Yeah. I don't. I mean, it uh, probably moving forward. I think everybody came in this weekend ready. You know, like everybody had new stuff, all serviced up. Yeah. So could happen, but probably this weekend wasn't the best. Yeah. Uh, chance. I'll think like right. some more rounds down the road or whatever. There's going to be some issues, maybe. Maybe. Well, as the season goes on, the bikes just get beat. You know, like. Yeah. Guys don't have money to get their stuff serviced, or they're on the road the whole time. They can't. They don't. You know, they're not able to mail it back to whoever does it. So we'll see. Yeah. Thanks, Dustin. All right, thanks. Uh, triple air fork now, bro. Wow, we're onto that triple air fork. Who knew? Only Villapoto, right? Uh, and Weimer and Wilson and Rattray. Okay. Yeah. So some guys. Um, gotcha. Z- Zach. Yo. How come Filthy Phil is never happy? Seriously. The dude's uh, never... I got to give him and Eddie Ray a shout-out right now because they were giving me crap earlier what? saying that we had a bromance because I'm always on the Pulp Show, and I told him that's because I'm entertaining, unlike Phil. Well, Eddie was just on, and Phil's been on before, but then the time that Phil was on, you called in and basically stole his... Thunder. Yeah, because otherwise it would have been like, <laughs> this is costing me $3 to be on the phone. <laughs> He he's never happy. It's like Phil. Mathis, hurry up! This is costing a lot of money. <laughs> Who's cheaper, him or Canari? Phil, definitely. Phil is, yeah. He's probably the cheapest person I know. You haven't? Do you know Jason Wygant? I've never been around him, but yeah. I would say I, I'm willing to put money on Phil in this rabbit race. I, I sense we do like a cheap off. All right, let's do it. Yeah, one of the races. Phil won't eat what he wants to eat on a daily basis. Because it's too much money? Yeah. Jesus, filthy. He's never happy, though, you know? Yeah, he, he is. He just doesn't know how to show it. Like, I'm always like, Phil, you did great. Ah, it's okay. Eh, Phil, Phil, you just got that's, ninth that's in a... Phil being happy. Phil, you just got ninth in a 450 Supercross main event. Eh, yeah, you know. <laughs> like, I'm like, really? Like, come on, Now Phil, that's him you... happy. Oh, okay. All right. Um, uh, hey, uh, last question for you, Zach. Your bike it... Yamaha 250F and your Geico mm-hmm. Honda. What can you talk about the comparison between the two? What you like better or worse on your Geico or what? You know, obviously your bike looked pretty good last year when it was here and, uh, you know, no oil tank but with a carburetor. But um, what uh, what do you think? What do you think? Um, two completely different deals. Um, last year, you know, we had really good power. Sometimes we struggled a little bit with handling and stuff. Mm-hmm. This year we have really good power and really good handling. Um, the the engine-wise, it's hard to compare, though, because the fuel injection just gives it so, you know, so mm-hmm. much different feel all over the place. And it, it's something that I had never ridden coming into this year. So it's taken me a bit to get adjusted to it. And, and I still learn things about the bike, um, not daily, but weekly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, I just feel like I'm just now coming into, like, my comfort zone with my settings and everything. And um, I think the best is yet to come with from me and, and this Honda. Okay. Well, pretty political answer there. Not really. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I don't want it to sound like that, but I, I really, right. it's two completely different animals. All right. Um, hey, thanks. Uh... Thanks for going to dinner with me on Friday. I felt like we really... Hey, hey, let's do it again this Friday. Let's include JT this time. Um, yeah, actually, Knowles requested your presence for his buddies this weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we can you're do like it a, again. You're like a trick pony. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you're, you're like a superstar. 
am I going to get paid for this? JT, I invited him to dinner, and then his, his wife, Brittany, said, what do you want from him? <laughs> and I'm like, hey, but, but wasn't it a valid question? No, no, why can't buddies go to dinner? Yeah, but I didn't realize they were that tight. Oh, okay, wow. I'm just kidding. Who knew? Just kidding. Uh, hey, can we talk about your text conversation? No. Not at all? In private. <laughs> I'll show JT at the weekend. I heard. I got updates. All right, I'll show you. you gotta very sh- entertained. You got to show JT. Promise. I was you. very entertained. Promise. We can't bring it up on the radio? For real? Nope. Okay, I respect your wishes, Zach Osborne. You still haven't done it, bro. Thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah, you still <laughs> haven't done it. <laughs> <laughs> I just checked. It's still up. <laughs> All right. Hey, Zach Osborne, thank you for coming on the Pulp Mech Show. Good job this weekend. Uh, I can't wait to find you after first practice in Lakewood and ask you how slow your bike is because everybody there, the first time they ride there, they're, they're wondering why they're riding a vacuum cleaner. But I've ridden there before. Oh, you have? Yeah. Oh. 2010 Designations. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Right. First year start. Yeah, for, yeah, you know. Puerto Rico, bro. Uh, all right. Hey, Zach, thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. All right. It. Thanks, guys. All right. See you. Bye. Zach Osborne, everybody. Geico Honda, Zach Osborne. And with that, we're going to go to our first commercial break of the night here on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. But before we go to commercial. Okay, don't hit it yet. What? Okay, don't hit it yet. That's what she said. You got to wait. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, um, Race Tech uh, Suspension is doing a real cool giveaway on the show, a free gold valve kit. Tonight, uh, well, they're not going to give away tonight, but free, if you want a free gold valve kit tonight, uh, there's no question that when it comes to, to privateers and those guys that race and, and pay for their, their ways to and from the races, they need a suspension company to work for them and to, to test with them. A lot of the big guys don't test with the privateers. They're very busy with their, uh, you know, their factory riders and things like that. But Race Tech, they are a privateer's choice uh, for suspension. And uh, there's a lot of guys on the gate this weekend using Race Tech suspension. What we need you to do to win a gold valve kit for your bike, which will increase performance, help the bottoming, help the mid-stroke, help everything. Um, Race Tech's proven to be superior suspension performance. What you need to do, tweet at Race Tech Suspend, S-U-S-P-E-N, Race Tech Suspend. Tweet them three riders that were at Hangtown that used Race Tech suspension. There's three riders. Well, there's a bunch of them. There's six guys that went to the gate uh, with Race Tech suspension in the 40-man field, and uh, you need to tweet three of them to at Race Tech suspend. They will pick a random winner out of all the correct answers. Um, so you don't need to listen live. You can just do this during the week. It, uh, we'll, we'll give it away next Monday. And uh, you get a, th- a free gold valve kit for your bike. So, again, name three of the privateers. Uh, privateer heroes that are running race tech suspension and uh, tweet them at race tech suspend and you can win a free gold valve kit. Uh, BTOsports.com, fly racing, race tech suspension, X brand goggles, Atlas neck braces, NFAB Jeep and truck bars, showy helmets, free gun underwear, works connection, tech one designs, FMF racing, brat bar. You re- use FMF, Mason? No. Okay, never mind. Uh, w wheels, use W wheels? Yes. Okay, W wheels. Yeah. They're nice. Yeah. You work at works connection? Horse Connection, sponsor they're of Mike like Mason. My, they're like one of my first sponsors ever because they're in from North like Cal. the Sacramento yeah. area. Right, right. Been with them forever. Mad Dog, Mike Mason depends on Works Connection, depends on uh, W Wheels. Yes, for I his de- hard landings. I depend on right. 
And uh, Black Ops Moto, don't forget Black Ops Moto, extra 15% off if you want some better performance and better uh, starting and better uh, throttle response from your four-stroke. Check them out, blackopsmoto.com. We're going to go to our first commercial break of the night. JT, we'll bring you back in. And uh, we're, we're here all night with uh, Mad Dog Mike Mason. Thanks for listening. See you in a little bit. Hi, I'm Jake Weimer. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show with Steve Mathis. If you plan on listening to the whole show, you're wasting your time. Because like I said, it's Steve Mathis. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX. When placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, Visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JVR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. 
You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kirk Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style, construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Merch Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC lovers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 
38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Shoei Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Shoei's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, 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 Drop the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Brop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Brop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more, Brop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients and no preservatives and are gluten and soy free. Available in four delicious flavors, honey graham, chocolate chip cranberry, and blueberry. Order now by going to www.bropbar.com or call toll-free at 1-855-8-BROP today. Mention Pop MX and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Brop Nutrition Now. Brop Nutrition Bars, accelerate your body and mind. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike.
Yeah, coming at you on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Some old school Van Halen, Mason, just yeah. for you. It's nice, man. It's really cool. Uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, Fuki, you having fun? Oh, yeah. How am I doing? Uh, Not very good. Uh, B. <laughs> Thanks. You get a B right now. Got to step it up. Yep. Try to get to, try to get to the double Ds. This one goes down. <laughs> this goodness. grade okay. goes down. Uh, JT, welcome back. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Pulp Mech Show, BTOsports.com. Don't forget, uh, Race Tech Suspend, at Race Tech Suspend, name three privateers uh, that use Race Tech Suspension this weekend at Hangtown. Random draw of the right, right answers gets you a Race Tech uh, Gold Valve Kit. Race Tech, the choice of privateer suspension everywhere. Uh, good guys, good guys. All right, let's do uh, the BTOsports.com tweet at tits segment. Upset tits ain't here, so it's tweet at Pookie. Yep. Let's do it. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. It's the tweets at tits QA segment where your twatted questions find answers. All right, these are actual real live questions by real live listeners to Pookie Mathis, and she and I narrowed them down and picked the best ones. Right. For myself, Mike Mason, the Mad Dog, and um, Jason Thomas. All right, let's do this. Okay, here we go. Sam Wise 637 says, Who will fill Roxon's spot in the lights class next year, and how will K-Rock do on the 450? He may ride a 350. We don't know. Uh, what do you think, JT? Uh, I don't know. I don't, Couldn't you see them looking at Savachi? Like, he, well, he's on a factory bike now. Right. So and then, clearly you know, they're already looking at him. Right. And Yeah. Yeah, I, this summer will be telling for him. He, he obviously made a strong case for it in Supercross. Right. He did pretty well. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's tough to say. I don't think they're just going to fill it just to fill it. It's got to be the right guy. Right, right. So, um, you know, it's, it's a long summer. Maybe somebody will stand out. Yeah, and really, if, you know, Roxon's moving up, Dungy is, his contract's up, but we think he's going to go back to KTM. Right, JT? I, I would be shocked if he didn't go back to KTM. Right, so... They would if they added a 250 guy to fill rocks and spot. That's four guys, and who knows if they even want four guys? They may just keep it to three, you know. So, not necessarily going to fill in for sure. What do you think, Mason? I have no idea. Okay, because it's a Red Bull team, so you don't want to discuss it. Yeah, I can't talk about this stuff. Right, right. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> you're a rock star. Okay, average super fan wants to know um, from everyone: What do you think Mookie's best result will be this summer? JT. Well. He almost got. He should have got sixth already. So. Yeah, right. Really. Um, I'll say he gets a fifth in a moto. Me too. Fifth. I agree. Mason. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. fifth. Mason's gonna say fifth too. Okay. Good. Uh, average superfan also wants to know for JT. Do you change your mind about Stewart not winning a moto after watching Hangtown? No. You said he wasn't gonna win a moto. Yep. Oh, that's bold, not dude. Not one moto. Nope. My That's goodness. Bullseye bold right there. Whole shot of both motos this weekend. Didn't really work out. Right, right. Someone's got to fall or a bike's got to break or something. He's gonna How many people, out. though? Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nice I mean, point. if Bill Porter wasn't there, Dungy had him covered, you know. I, I don't know. Maybe he does. I I mean, it wouldn't be the first time he's, what, the second winningest outdoor rider ever. Right. So it's not a, not a reach by any means. Okay, uh, M Hinton one four six says, "Who is JT and Steve's pick?" F you, dude. For the year end whole shot award, two fifty and four fifty. Uh, I am gonna go. While Zach Bell was my choice, he's probably gonna be out. I'm gonna go with Kenny Roxon, and I will go with Michael Lessie still, despite Michael Lessie not whole shotting either moto in um, 
in uh, Hangtown. JT, did you know that thing is twenty five grand? Yeah, the overall. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. Um. Okay. Uh, what do you think, JT? I like your rocks and pick. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Stu. Really? Yeah, I think that bike's. I know that bike's really good on starts. But so. he's but he's got to stay for. He's got to stay in the series. I know. So. So yeah, we'll see. Okay. Okay. Last question. C Fritz two nine five wants to know what are the chances that Villapoto goes twenty four straight moto wins like Stewart in 08? Zero. Zero percent. Zero percent. Come on. It's, I don't. I mean, I don't think it's going to happen either. Don't get me wrong, but zero percent's bold. Yeah. Well, Stewart's ripped. Have you seen that? Yeah, I saw him get his <laughs> butthole ripped wide open on Saturday. Ew, dude. Yeah. You saw that? <laughs> Ew. That's disgusting. Was that after the race or? <laughs> it's on YouTube. I feel uh, weird. Things got things got out of hand right uh. now. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. I. I mean, being in a serious. You know, being serious about it, I, I mean, I don't think it's going to happen, but you can't just say there's no chance either. No chance. I, I don't think there's a 0% chance. All right. So greater than zero. Yes. Small chance, 5%. Okay. I'm saying 17%. Yep, that's, that's uh, you're really going out there on a limb, but zero I'll go with you. F- zero for me. Um, one question that we did get that I got that I want to touch on okay. was uh, why was I so angry at Ashley Filick on Twitter? Did you see that? What else? No, I've been off the grid on my trip. What did you do? What, what have you did been you do? doing? What have you been up to? Are well, you in trouble? Look. Yes, he fights with everyone. What did you Why do? Does he don't do pick that, on her. JT? Okay, listen. JT, are you on my side on this? I don't even know what you thought about. Okay. Uh, the WMX series is down to three rounds. It used to be, you know, eight, nine, seven. Like for three years now, the MX Sports guys have been trying to make it work. It's not working. It's too long of a day to have two motos. The teams don't care about it. The teams don't have budget about it, uh, budget for it. It's they tried hard. It's just women's motocross just isn't catching on. You know, the top three or four are really good riders. After that, they're C class level. So I'm signing up. Right, I got this. Yeah, put some hair out the back. You're, you're oh, is that a hair joke? No. Are you, are you are you short on the follicles? Of course. Sorry, bro. As you were. Uh, I don't have any gold medals, so I'll tell you what. I'll take your medals and your sixty, and I'll give you some hair. Okay, cool. Um. So Ashley, somebody asked Ashley on Twitter, why aren't you doing the series? And she said, I'm not retired. They said Ashley's retired. She said, I'm not retired. The series sucks. And I'm like, really, girl? Really? You're going to go there? You made, JT, am I underestimating saying hundreds of thousands of dollars? No. Probably not. No. Right. This girl made hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, in her career? Oh, yeah. I mean, I was talking about this year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every year, hundreds of thousand dollars every year. Yeah. And the MX Sports is trying their balls off to make it work. It, it's not working. It's not Ashley's fault why it didn't work. It's just for a number of reasons. Economy, series, uh, go on and on and on. And she's got the balls or the vagina to say the series sucks. Like, you were on a factory Honda bike making hundreds of thousand dollars a year for nine races – you could have given everyone on the gate a two-minute head start, and you would still got a second. So I really question how hard you had to try. Um, and you're going to say the series sucks, and it, it did all this for you. That is what I was getting, what I was getting into. And like I said in the Twitter, Ashley, if you feel like you could do a better job with the series, go hold your own race in a field, see who pays to go watch you. Like I don't understand coming down on MX Sports for that. 
I feel like, and I wasn't a fan of it. I'm the one who was laughing at Coombs sometimes going, what are you doing, Davey, like, with the women, women's motocross? Like, it's obvious it's not working. And, and bless his heart, Davey Coombs, MX Sports, they would just keep ramming it down everybody's throat trying to have these WMX rounds. And eventually they threw in the towel, eventually. And I feel like Ashley should be nothing but grateful for her time there. Instead, she said the series sucks. Can't believe it. So that's it. Yeah. What do you think, JT? Well, you pissed off Ashley, who's Red Bull. You pissed off Dirt Shark, who's Monster. You got a good chance to piss off uh, Mad Dog tonight by calling him Marshmallow, so you'll piss off Rockstar. Yeah. Your Pulp MX energy drink deals are going Um, to the shitter. Yeah. Well, there's still still Nas. Much like your shorts did on Saturday morning. (laughs) Did you tell that story? No, I did not. Okay. Didn't really want to tell that story. You should. Um, I don't know what happened to my shorts on Saturday morning. <laughs> but I was at the Cowie truck, and they're like, hey, you got mud on your shorts. And I'm like, oh, and like on the back. And, oh, I'm yeah. like, and I'm like, what is it? And I had not pooped that day yet. And it was on the outside of my shorts. It was on the inside. Okay. And I'm like, oh, mud. And then I'm like, you know, wiping it. And then I'm like. It was shit on the outside of my shorts. and Gross, dude. Yes, totally gross. And I smelled it, and I had to go back to the hotel and change my shorts. I don't know how I got there. I have no idea. The best I can make up is that earlier in the day, I had used the porta potty to go number one, and I dropped my shorts by accident, like as I was like undoing my belt and stuff. They kind of fell. Or you sit down to go number one. No, so no, have... no, I swear I don't. I had my phone in my hand, of course, so I was mm-hmm. struggling with all that. And I maybe there was poop on the floor of the it was disgusting did your face get all hot when you found out it was poop oh like dude the, no the cali guys are trying to take photos and i'm like i gotta go i gotta go right now and everyone for sure thought it was you <laughs> like you shit on well your no shorts. because it was on the outside it doesn't matter like it like it doesn't make it you know doesn't if i did poop my pants which if i did i'd say it or whatever if i sharded or something this was on the outside and like the boar though was me going what is that and then like you touched it someone like, else's poop was on your face it's kind of like oh it was kind of like brown and i'm like and then Dana Wiggins from Cowie's like, dude, that looks like shit. And I'm like, it kind of does. Oh, my God. Uh, and, then, and then, of course, Wiggins is like, hey, everybody. Oh, not good. Cookie, <laughs> come smell his fingers. Let's see if he washes his hands. Not good. I don't either. JT brought it up. Blame JT. Poop is so gnarly. Uh, keep ignoring that phone call, too, while you're at it, Pookie. Okay. Good job, tits. Um, I mean, I felt like that story needed to be told. Yeah, that was awesome. Crap. I'm glad I'm on the other side Crap. of the table. A mystery to me how it got there. Still don't know. Uh-huh. Don't don't understand. It has to be that porta potty thing. I think you're a good actor. I think you know where it came from. You just don't want to say. I nothing. do too. Oh no 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 way. Let one get away from you. Yep. Ask, ask Dana Wiggins. It was on the outside of my shorts. Yeah, but there's still no. there's a good chance something could have happened. No. Yeah. I didn't go number one, bro. Yeah, we know but, you went number I mean, two. I mean, sorry. Over I didn't go number two. See, it's already on your mind. Yep. Poop. Subconscious is coming through. It's already on my mind. Poop on your shorts. F you, dude. Uh, on your mind and on your shorts. Uh, not feel... me. Not me. Swear to you. I would say it. I don't Your care. Pingree still tells a story about in 01, I did actually do it in my shorts. Did you change them or did you run it? No, I uh, I had to run it. Uh, 
We were on the road, so I threw away my underwear and I had to put the shorts on. You know, really? yeah, it was. That's sh- almost worse though, because then you lose the barrier. I would have just left my undies on and kind of. It was tried too to... sticky and stuff. It was like, ah, yeah. sticky. Yeah, like, <laughs> this is horrible. Yeah, no, Pingree, Pingree still likes that story. So I admit it. It did happen to me one time. Ping was selling a bike, and he had board shorts on. He said, and he was uh, standing with his leg up on the foot peg, talking to the guy. And he squeezed one out, and all of a sudden it ran down his leg ah. in front of the dude, in front of the guy buying his bike. Ah. Dude, yeah. you want to hear a cool story? Come on. No, I think, <laughs> my, I think my, wife, my wife hates poop stories. No, this one's pretty fun, though. So now, like, you know if you, like, go poop and then you don't, like, get it clean enough and it starts itching later in the day? Yeah. And you have to do a little cleanup? So we call it a Seattle rewipe because a long time ago, Palmer – and uh, Randy Lawrence was actually working for Sean Palmer at the time. They were in a box van. Mm-hmm. And Palmer had that going on driving up to the Seattle Supercross. So he goes, like, in the little side, like, in the sleeper area. And he rewipes it, and he just throws it on the floor. What? Yeah, like, muddy toilet paper. You know, he doesn't say nothing. He comes back up, sits in the passenger seat, and then one of them farts a little bit later, and they roll down the windows, and the teepee was like a little ghost flying around the thing, and there's <laughs> poop on it, dude. And they almost went off the road and wrecked the thing. So now Coming at him. Yeah, so yeah. whenever you got an itchy butt now, it's a Seattle rewipe. <laughs> huh, poop. Say it. No. Do you ever have Seattle rewipes? <laughs> oh my god. Girls don't do that. That's gross. No. That's so funny. They don't have to wipe through a Scotch Bright pad though, so they're good. Uh all right, let's uh Cog, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks, uh thanks for listening. What's your question? Hey, you got a question for Mason J T. Since both of you guys have raced Arena Cross, how do you guys feel about their new format and all that to who shenanigans involved with that stuff? Are you talking about the R C road to Supercross? Well, yeah, and then the whole rewind with the points and all that stuff. I mean, yeah, you know, both I'd... those guys have raced arena cross. I mean, Mace was back there in the old days. Yeah, had a baby car. I mean, come on, I, I I don't know if you can call JT having an arena cross career. No, no, he was there for one season. He was mm, a good guy. He I don't think he even dude. made the season. JT, did you? You got hurt, didn't you? Yeah, but I I used to, I've raced a bunch. I bet I've raced. I bet okay. I've raced twenty arena crosses. Okay, all right. That's like half a season, dude. No um, way. Half a season is 20? Yeah. No. Come on. Okay. Come on, JT. You know, you know who you're talking to, don't you? Uh, is it Tracen? No, up, this is the other half. Tough on a team manager. Oh, is this, is this the king <laughs> of goons? Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Uh, we're not going to get started on any of that. But, no, what do you guys – I honestly, I'd really like to know your guys' opinion about the new format and that. I, think... I mean, I, I'll give you my opinion. I don't care for it. I don't well, either. I think it's ridiculous because, A, Carmichael never rode Arena Cross. It should be Justin Brayton's road to Supercross. And, Damn straight. And, I, and also, too, I, I don't understand. Basically, it's basically them saying, our series sucks. We need some big names to show up and help it out. And it doesn't need that. Why do they need that? It's, and good luck getting these guys. Well, they need to make this. I think they're putting it back in the fall, which is good. Because nobody wants to miss Supercross while they go off to race some arena crosses to get points. So I I don't know. It's just them trying to make it better, like trying to make that series better by forcing. Are you telling me that Adam Seen Cirillo or, or these guys aren't ready for Supercross? Of course they are. Yeah, doesn't it just seem like they're reaching for something they're not going to achieve? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't like it. JT, what do you think? I raced for 17 years, so you, and you could pretty much sum up the same thing. What? Reaching for something you're never going to achieve. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right there um, with you. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I wasn't a huge fan of it, but I thought it all kind of worked out how it was probably going to anyway. Bauer still won. 
same guys ended up at the front. What, okay. what, a, what a marketing tool they have right now with Bowers. Yeah, obviously winning well, Vegas was a was a huge thing for them. Yeah, and props uh, for Bowers. Good job, buddy, on doing that. You know, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I kind of stand by my original assessment that it was a huge ploy just to try to save Arena Cross. Yep. And, yeah, I don't know if it's going to work, but. Oh, I agree. All right. Hey, Mason, congratulations on your medal this weekend. Good job, buddy. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate that. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Cog. Later, Hunter. Right. Is Cog from Nebraska? Yeah. Yeah. Like Omaha, just outside Omaha. I think Cog worked on that PJ1 team before I did. The PJ1 Probably. Extreme yep. team. And, and Button fired him, and Padge went to go work for him, and since they needed a mechanic, they hired me. I think Maybe. that's the same guy. Yeah. yeah. I owe that to Yeah, Hunter's cool. You do? Yeah. Why? Because I went to my first arena cross, planning on doing the whole series just off jump-offs and didn't know anybody. And I was on Hondas, and he was the manager of Tough Honda. Uh-huh. And he was just, like, backdooring me, parts, plastic, everything oh, the whole year. Yeah, took care of me. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, super yeah. cool, dude. Yeah, right on. I like that. All right, let's get to our next guest uh, here. Um, he's retired uh, superstar. Call Ivan. the next Tedesco. guest now? Yeah. Okay. Do you know how to do that? I got it written down right here. Can I have another Corona? Yeah, help yourself, bro. Yeah, bro. Am I allowed to say that on the air? Oh, I was going well, to you, your headset You on. Instagrammed a photo of it earlier, so I think yeah. you're good. Yeah, yeah but really, no one really right. follows me that likes Steve, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. Um, yeah, so we're going to come up with Ivan Tedesco right away. What, JT, what, uh, who were you more impressed with this weekend? Um, Mike Mason. Besides Mike God, Mason. I love that guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm a Matt Rebeau fan myself. Oh, my God. I'm know? leaving I'm just a Give real, big, I'm real big Matt LeBeau fan. Um, Didn't even say his name right. What is it? Rebeau. Not with the L. That's what I said, Rebeau. It's LeBeau. Uh. Dick LeBeau. Um, I see those guys at, uh, in Bercy every year. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I'm always uh, I'm down with the freestyle guys. Yeah, but you see me in Vegas all the time. So I should be like way more tight than. Yeah, good point. Thank yeah, you. good point. Um, hey, Pookie, maybe you could be a bit louder. JT, who are you more impressed with this weekend, Michael Byrne or Travis Preston? Who had Michael a better, Byrne or Travis Preston. Who had a better race? Um, Two vets coming back. forgot Burner was back. I think they were – it's really hard. That's a hard question to answer because – oh, man. What? I was more excited for Burner. Okay. How about that? All right. Preston did what I thought he was going to do. I literally had no idea what Burner was going to do. And yeah. Burner ran in the top ten in the second moto for a long time. Yeah. So right. I, was more, I was more excited for that. Okay. All right, let's get to our next guest. Uh, his, uh, his appearance on the show is brought to you by Atlas Neck Braces, atlasbrace.com. Check them out. They're giving away free braces if you're a pro and you race at least five nationals. It's uh, designed by a racer, worn by Ryan Villapoto, Jake Weimer. And uh, it's retired. Well, is he retired? Let's ask him. Ivan Tedesco. What's going on? What's up, man? How you are you? Can you hear me okay? Uh, yeah, it's okay. It's all right. Okay. Uh, I'm kind of stuck up here in my house. Uh, Mike Mason's in studio, and Jason Thomas is on the is on the line. So, what's up, Mason? What up, IT? What's up, man? Who'd you say is on the phone? Jason Thomas. Oh, what's up, Jason? Um, all right, Ivan. So, yeah, are you are you retired? Are you retired? What's that? Are you are you retired? Sorry, it's not starting out good here. What was that? Are you retired? Do we know yet? Is no, this, okay. I know, I'm not retired. I, I, uh, you know, I'm not obviously not racing because I, I didn't get a deal. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing came together in time, and you know, I'm kind of in limbo, kind of waiting to see what happens. Okay, so yeah, so you, we could see you back if, if the right yeah, situation. Yeah, I mean, okay, you could see me back. I, I really don't know. Like I said, uh, 
Mm -hmm. I never officially announced any retirement. I just kind of got forced into it. So I don't really know what's going to happen. Kind of just in limbo right now. Well, everybody I talk to that's been testing and riding for the Nationals, you've been out pounding a ton of laps, I guess, testing for Mitch. So... Yeah, I was, I was for at the beginning of Supercross, just helping those guys out because a lot of his riders were injured, and mm-hmm. you know they didn't really have anybody to test. So I was just helping bones out, and then uh, yeah, and then I went and just I didn't have a bike, so I just went and bought that two-stroke just to have some fun on, just to stay on the bike and stay in shape a little bit. So. Right. Been having fun doing that. Yeah. How is it back on the two-stroke? You know, you were the last uh, two-stroke to win a Supercross. Interrupt this broadcast to bring you that yeah, important yeah. oh. no, it's pretty cool, man. It's uh, I have a lot of fun on it. I, I feel like. To ride the thing fast, you got to be a better rider than on a four stroke, and it takes some of the fun out of it. So, yeah, I've been having fun on it. Unless I'm racing against guys on 450s, then it, it ain't no fun. <laughs> well, do you have a 125 yeah. or 250? What's that? 125 or 250? Uh, 250. Yeah, because some people told me, I thought you did, and then some people said you were on a one, one, YZ125 at some point. No, so, no, 250. Okay. Now, I was out, the first time I went and rode it, I was like, oh man, maybe I'll go show up at Hangtown just to see what you could do on it, but. <laughs> After riding with some guys on 450s, there's no way. Yeah. I know. There was a guy uh, who tried to qualify this weekend. Uh in, there? Yep. On a KTM 250, two-stroke against 450s. I didn't yeah. see him in the motos. Shocker. You know? Yeah, I was trying as hard as I could on Apollo one day, and there, there was, I wasn't even close. Right, right. Um, Lampson. Remember Lampson tried to ride the... the yeah, he did. Hang count, right? Oh, Steve Lampson. It's my last image of Steve Lampson desperately trying to chase the pack down. Um, I mean, can they be successful? Could, could you could you put a big bore on it and do okay on it, or no? Like, I mean, is I, it just... I don't think so. You know, I, I even it against a good good two fifty, you know, four strokes, it, it still is a disadvantage. I think, you know, I think it it, it could be fair if they just rode them in the two fifty class, and it would be good for the privateers, and they wouldn't have to dump so much money into those things to right. try to make them run with those factory 250s or whatever you want to call it, like Mitch's bikes mm-hmm. or KTMs. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Then then there would be a bunch of, I don't know if it would be fair, you know, who, who knows. Yeah, it might be too much, right? Um, yeah, it might be, it might not. I don't I don't know. So, because in amateurs they do it, right? Don't they do that yeah, in amateur racing? Yeah, some of the racing, yeah, they do. Um, How does that work out? I've never really paid attention. Does it work out in that? Yes, the guys tell me that if, uh, if you're a great rider, uh, you can win on both. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not yeah, necessarily yeah. a huge advantage. uh, uh a third place guy is going to be a third place guy almost no matter what, yeah. and, and a good guy will, will win. Um, so, hey, do you miss it? I mean, how I do. Of how hard I do. was this? You know, this yeah. last Saturday, you know, uh, yeah, I realized I did. You know, we're just watching it. I was pissed off sitting on the couch. You know, you miss it when you're pissed. So. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you know, I just, uh, I don't know. It, yeah, you know, you kind of take a step back, and you know, you realize that you do miss it. But mm-hmm. you know, when you're kind of in the middle of it, and things aren't going good, and you're getting injured over and over, yeah. You know, you're, you you kind of say, man, why am I doing this? But when you take a step back, you, you realize why you do it. Yeah, like there's no question. The last few years there, you've been you've been fast. You're, you qualified fast. You, you do well, but you couldn't stay healthy, which I imagined was super frustrating. Yeah, it is, and and especially you know that's not how I want to finish my career. You right, know, right. kind of just faded off. You know, just with injuries or whatever. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I feel I still feel like I ride well, but you know somebody would have to take a chance on me and 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 would have to believe in me and, and you know, the only way I'm going to do it is, is all the way and yeah. do it right. So, you know, somebody would have to take a chance and, and take me on. Uh, last summer you, you rode some races for Mitch, uh, 250Fs outdoors. Did you enjoy it? What did you think of that? I did. Yeah. yeah I, I, uh, didn't have much time to prepare. It's kind of a last minute deal, but mm-hmm. you know, hang town, I kind of gritted it out, got, you know, fourth overall and had some fun. And then you know, I knew Texas was going to be a rough one for me just because I wasn't in shape, but, mm-hmm. uh, ended up getting in that first term pileup and I tore my, uh, 
or partial tear on my MCL, my knee. Uh, so then I kind of had to milk it along through there, and then I got hurt again at Bud's Creek, and that was kind of it for for the yeah. summer for me. So it kind of, you know, it was like like again, you know, I was kind of excited about it, started right. to make some some progress, and then got hurt again. Yeah, you know, that's the way it's been going. So, um, have you did you have offers? I mean, let's face it, you're you're you know you're a top ten guy all day long if you're healthy and and you're on it on a team. Did you have offers from some teams that where you were like, uh, the money's not good enough or the equipment's not good enough? Like, mm, did you sort of have? Uh, any... Yeah, I mean, I talked to, to some people and, yeah. and uh, you know, I, I thought I was going to stay stay at H and H. You know, I, I thought, right. thought that was going to happen. And you know, at one point I did have a deal with them, but then you know, I don't know what happened. But uh, you know, that's kind of a long story. There's a lot of a lot of stuff that went on in that whole deal, and mm-hmm. you know, me thinking I had a deal there, and then. You know, by the time I knew I didn't, there was nothing left. You know, and I tried to at the last minute put that that tether deal together. Yeah. You know, he he was going to take he was going to basically take me racing, and I was trying to find sponsor money to to actually you know pay for my good parts. And you know, basically, I was going to go race for free, but yeah. I couldn't even I couldn't even raise enough money to to fund it. You know, to go race for free, I was still going to be paying quite a bit out of pocket. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I just didn't feel like it was worth it because I wasn't really prepared, and you know, it would have been. Uh, Kind of the writing was on the wall. It wouldn't have been a good deal, so right. I pulled out. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Question: If you have a question for uh, former national champion, multi-time motocross the nation's champion, and uh, two-time supercross champion, Ivan Tedesco. Um, JT, that's the difference between you and Ivan. Ivan watched Hangtown on the couch and was pissed off. And every time I've asked you, <laughs> JT, you've been like, "I'm happy. I'm good." <laughs> no, I was. I was like, uh, like. Skipping down to the line before the first moto. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I'm very good with being done. I I mean, I just I know that those guys are way better than me going to the line nowadays, and I'm I'm right. just happy to be able to watch them. Where where Ivan? Yeah, been, I yeah. think that's for me. It was it's more. I, I didn't end on on my note, you know, and what mm-hmm. how I wanted it to end. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, I, I don't know, and maybe, and I'm fine if it if it is over. You know, I had a good career and whatever, but I didn't in my mind. I haven't, you know. Retired, so right, right. Um, well, and I'm I'm a couple, two or three years older than Ivan too. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, going into twelve, I was the same way. I wanted to race. I had knee surgery in eleven, and I really, really wanted to race. And then in twelve, I, I just kind of was out there, and and I was having a good time, but I wasn't the same anymore, and I, I didn't feel as competitive, and it was just the right time, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. For um, sure. Well, yeah, too, Ivan. It's it's tough, like. Like you've always been a guy, like you know, you've you've been very successful in your career. You're, you have a great resume, and then um, you know, there's teams in the pits that will put you on a bike um, that maybe you will have to use someone else's suspension or someone else's motor, and they'll pay for your expenses. And I don't blame you for a guy like you to say, you know what, I don't want to do that. You know, so yeah. you're kind of in a tough spot. Like you probably could get one of those rides all day long, but then uh, again, I no, don't blame I, I you. I probably could. Right. You're, you're probably right. right. If I you know really went out and I would have to you know it, it would. That tether deal, like I could have, it, it, I don't know, I, it would have been last minute. You know, that was the right, deal. It was, right. it, was a, it was kind of a, you know, if I have time now, maybe I can, can do something like that. Maybe I will. Yeah, you yeah. know, I don't know. But at the time, I just I didn't have enough time to even prepare. Yeah. I don't want to. I know that I know if you're not prepared, that's when you get hurt. You know, you go out there and you. I'm not the kind of guy that's going to shut it off. I'm tired at lap 16. You know, that's when you crash. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so be, have you been keeping? Obviously, you're testing with, like you said, supercross. You're testing for bones. You got a two-stroke now, but you've been keeping up on your fitness and trying to ride when you can. Like yeah. you feel okay on that? Yeah, for sure. I've always been into fitness. Like I still run a lot and you know go to the gym. 
I, I mean, I got to stay busy. I've kind of been going crazy, not not uh, <laughs> not racing. So, right. been riding a little bit, but sucks having to you know clean your own filters and change your own tires and everything. So, <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I haven't been riding as much as I want to. Just call Frankie. I have, but he's he's uh, he blows me off all the time. He doesn't. doesn't uh, well, he was very busy this weekend with Travis Preston too. He was over yeah, there. He was over there almost more than he was with with Marvin. Um, I, I can imagine. Mason, how's your fitness? You keeping up with your fitness? Fitness is good. Yeah. How's that Corona? <laughs> so good. <laughs> Got a gold medal winner here. He right, put man. in a solid yeah. week at Feist House. Yeah, I did, I did a week straight of riding. I ran once. I hit my road bike once, and that's probably the last time I'll ever do either of those. It helped you mentally, right, to go on that run, huh? Yeah, that run. Yeah, it did. Showed up on my circle <laughs> track with my 14, 15-second lap times and just killed it. That's sick. That's sick. Um, what about what about a fill-in spot? Mark from Houston called. Uh, he didn't. He, he couldn't stay on hold. But what about if someone called you for a fill-in right now? I mean, you talk about not being prepared, not being ready. But was that something you would uh, you would um, uh, think about? Yeah, you know, I did. I did for a while. I was really. I was staying on it. And, yep. You know, during Supercross, kind of hope you know sitting there just kind of waiting. But you know, you kind of just you can only do so much with that motivation. You know. Yeah. I, you know, I go ride. I have fun. You know, I, I just still you know, train for fun, you know, do my deal, but it's not, I'm not ready to go race Colorado this weekend, you know, I would yeah. have to have time, so, you know, I don't know, it would, it would uh, like I said before, it would be more somebody believing in my skills and saying, hey, I want to take you racing, and, mm-hmm. you know, I think you're not done, so, that, that's basically what would have to happen. By the way, your, your 2009 Colorado ride, speaking of Colorado, 450 class, <laughs> uh, when I think of, like, rides that just stand out in my, all my years of going to the races, like, that Lakewood ride is right in there, like just untouchable, un untouchable yeah. that day. One one, see you later. Like, yeah, I don't know what happened that day. I wish I had more of those. <laughs> I, I was wondering to myself if that's like what Ricky felt like every weekend. Just like it was easy for him. I think know? it. I think it was. I think. I think it was every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. That must have been a lot of fun. You must have had a lot of fun because I don't think that's the only race in my life where it was like, uh, you know, just kind of no, cr- not that big a deal. Man, that was a great ride, JT. You were probably in there, so you don't remember, Thomas. Uh, yeah, I was out there getting my head kicked in. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, Steve's got a question for you. Steve, what's up? Thanks for listening. What's your question for uh, Ivan Tedesco? Hey, what's up, guys? Um, I was wondering, like, Ivan, if uh, say if like someone like supported you, but they said like. All right, you know, I'll buy you whatever three or four four fifties, but the bike had to be like relatively stock, but they kept it fresh for every race. Like, imagine like a factory effort with like stock parts. Like, do you think like you could be competitive? I mean, to a certain extent, you know, I, I think it it depends on what your goals are. If you, if you want to be be out there, you know, top fifteen, making the mains every weekend, yeah, for sure, I think you could do it. But to run top level, you know, I just mm-hmm. don't think it's possible. You know, you got to have the best of the best. You know, because you know, I'm not a I'm not a better rider than those guys. You know, and if I have worse equipment, I'm not going to beat them. You know, it's just it's yeah. just simple. You know, just thinking. So, right. yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you it depends on what your goals are. You know, if you want to just go out to race and have some fun, yeah, then you could do it. But I don't know. I don't think that's that's what I would want to do. You know, you think it would hold you back? Like, say, if like someone like came to you with that kind of support. Well, maybe it would hold. Yeah, them. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think Reed would be a good. I mean, I, I know he. He had a full PC bike, but then he went on to to ride the factory stuff. And I, I know he went on to say it was a lot better, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. I mean, was was it better because he the bike was had a factory attention, or are those parts do they make that much of a difference? Or like, well, or when I you're think at a that lot level, of it, yeah, it's, 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 it's test time, you know, test time, and and you know, those guys are out there, you know, every week just trying, you know, 
getting better and better and better always. And, you know, when you're on a privateer level team, you're at the mercy of, you know, Bones or whoever's doing your suspension. So, uh, you know, your stuff can get good, but, you know, if you're struggling with something, you know, you're not going to get the attention to to get the the problem fixed and you're just going to have to deal with it week in and week out. And we, we, we have someone on the line who may or may not have ridden both the Pro Circuit Honda and the factory Honda. Uh, and JT, Ooh. do you think the factory Honda, if you had ridden it, do you believe it would be better? Yeah, do you, you know? <clears throat> my opinion is the the biggest difference, and it's it's gotten even more uh, defined since EFI's come around. Is all the electronics, the you know so-called traction control, and all the EFI and all that stuff is a uh, the factories just have a they have a big technological advantage in that department. Yeah, uh, they, yeah. they can do a lot more. You know, with the carburetor stuff. It was a pretty level playing field on that end of it, but now, man, it, they're really, really uh, making big strides with technology on that end, and they're getting so much more torque and throttle response, and they can make it make the bike so much more rideable well, and put the power wherever they want it, and all this stuff. You can even tune where it. You know, if you don't have that. If you don't have all that, it's tough to do. Yeah, with the GPS now that they allow, the guys allow GPS. You're, you're, the factories are now tuning a bike for a specific section of the track. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're they're making yeah. it so you it can only... say, yeah, my bike doesn't run well in this turn, yeah. and they can look exactly what your RPMs were, how it's jetted, everything in that ex- specific turn, and adjust it and fix it. Like it's, yeah. it's getting pretty crazy. Is it legal now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you can't do it from the side of the track, but you can use GPS. Yep, yeah, it's legal now. So uh, not fair. Thanks, Steve. That's why I love no, yeah, this now. Thanks. That's why. Yeah. How's the X Games enforcement of rules, Mason? I don't think we have any rules. <laughs> <laughs> We also don't have. That's the way it should of, be, man. Just whatever. It's racing. Yeah. Go race. We have no build knowledge. Build a bike dude. in your garage, like winners take all, and go race. Yeah. I got some shocks. Uh, <laughs> Gerald, what's up? You got a question for Ivan Tedesco? Gerald. Gerard. Gerard. Yo, yo, what's up? What's up, man? Thanks for listening. What's your question for uh, Ivan Tedesco? I heard Tedesco talking about being done. His career might be done. I, it makes me sick to hear that. The dude's the most talented rider almost in the world. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm right there with you, man. I, it, it sucks to watch the races, you know, this whole Supercross season every week. It sucks to watch them. And, you know, when I go ride every time, it's like, man, I, I wish I was out there racing. But, you know, you got to have the right opportunity and, you know, you got to have the whole package to go out there and do it. You got you got a lot of other options, man. There's a lot of it's a big world. It's a big world. It's not just about the U.S. motocross or supercross. You got a lot of other options. No, for sure. And I, I've been I've been looking into some other things. You know, since uh, you know the supercross and outdoor deal hasn't been panning out, I've been looking some other ways, and you yeah. know, nothing's panned out yet. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, I know. I know some, you got, some Canadian guys asked me about you. Have you guys ever heard of a guy named Jeremiah Israel? Uh, JT knows all about Jeremiah Israel. Oh, yeah, just hung out with him about uh, three weeks ago for a week. Okay, okay, good. Well, Jeremiah Israel could not make it in American motocross, and if you look on his Twitter account, he has like 100,000 followers, and uh, he made a name for himself in another country, and he's doing well for himself. So, Well, he's from there. Uh, yeah, Ger- Gerald, the big difference is that he's actually from another country. So, like, Ivan, right. you know, Ivan. Exactly. Ger- yeah. But he's still making a name for himself. Right, right. Yep. No, he, he's really, uh, I mean, he's the best rider to ever come out of Chile. So, um, I mean, he's, he's a hero there. All right, thanks, Gerald. Gerard, thanks, Gerard. 
Man, you mess that up every I, time. I do. Uh, well, JT, you, you, you actually saw Ivan uh, race in Germany. And, I did, uh, yeah. Didn't go so well for you. Well, Ivan, I didn't but... really race. I mean, I kind of. <laughs> um, yeah, I did it, I think, once, maybe, and then I went to the hospital. But... <laughs> yeah. It, uh, that series, yeah. That's like JT, I think we had JT on from after that race, and like like you said, JT, if you, it's hard to jump into that thing. You know? Yeah, and it's, yeah. I mean, he got and Ivan got screwed too. Like, I mean, he couldn't get screwed any more than Ivan did. That deal. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened on that. That we I had some some bad, I don't know, vibes going or something. Um, but anything that went wrong went wrong. But uh, yeah, no, like I think after going there and and like thinking about it more, like I would have to go over there with a different frame of mind and kind of right. You have to let let the race kind of come to you more over there. <laughs> I think if you try to force it, you know, you're going to get landed on or land on somebody. <laughs> right. A lot, you know what? The caller's right, though. There's uh, the Australian series. There's uh, You can go to Canada. I know some teams were interested in you up there. You could do a whole bunch of stuff and still make a pretty good living, you know, uh, no, just for racing. Sure. But... Now that, I, you know, if I do say I'm not racing Supercross and I have the time to mm-hmm. they make a schedule and, you know, yeah. it was this last year. Everything was so last minute. You know, even that German deal, I, I got called, I think, a week before and just said, yeah, yeah, yeah let's go. I <laughs> right. wasn't even riding at the time, so... I, I did like the number 99 for Wayne Gretzky. No doubt you did that for Gretzky. Yeah, for uh, sure. He, it looked like a hockey numbers on the bike, too. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, I knew it was I knew it was on when you brought Polly Carpenter to be your mechanic. No, yeah, he did it. Yeah. No, you did you it. like that, huh? That was last night. I couldn't find no. I was like, yeah, maybe I could call Polly. Carpenter? Got snowing in New York, so. Carpenter was your yeah, mechanic? Yeah, we had a good time. It was cool. Oh, I didn't even know that. That adds to the story. <laughs> yeah, actually, he kept it pretty mellow. Did he? Uh, you know, okay. The old yeah. guy, he, you know, the old guy, he wouldn't have. You, you guys have met him, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, a few times, I think. Um, okay, so you can't ride light supercross, right? You're you're, you're out of no. that. Being a former champion, I actually so. looked in the rule book on that. I thought maybe if you took two years off or something. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you can't. Um, well, man, hey, uh, I'm glad it's not over for you. Uh, I, yeah, like you said, it's not a good way to go out. You know, basically. Yeah. Not being able to get a ride, and, and I'm pumped that you're still active and looking for something. And I think you'd be a good addition to a team, so it's good. Yeah, yeah we'll see what happens. You know, I'll just keep doing my deal, and you know, something will come along sooner or later. i got to apologize for you and for Vegas when we were having that conversation in Circle Bar. No, no, you blew me off or somebody. No, no, JT, deal, so. JT brought Pike over to try to beat me up. Pike said, you know, basically grab you my shoulder. Who, who would win, you think? You think you got uh, him? You know, Pike's got me. He's, he's a big dude. Um, but I, and then I turned around, you were gone. And, JT, you're to blame for that because you brought Pike over to me. <laughs> to I was just trying to oh, meet yeah, I haven't talked to you. How, how is it without Watson on the show? You like, you miss your, your brother <laughs> Well, uh, you you know Kenny Watson better than anyone. And yeah. sometimes you got a very entertaining, very good Kenny Watson. <laughs> um, yeah. that, that, those, I do miss those shows. Other times, though, you had Angry Kenny and – yeah. Um, I don't miss those shows, so it's sort of you know a little bit of a little bit of. Um, you think he li- you think he listens to your show? Uh, I don't know. I think he does. Probably <laughs> he probably he probably will. Secretly he does. Secretly he does. I He's think, listening right now. Watch. I, I think so. Um, you know we had Berluti in a bunch, so um, Berluti's uh, you know cool. he's a fan of you. You know Berluti's awesome. Yeah. Be, you know, he, I think what he worked for me three years over my career. Yeah, four. I think four. He, br- awesome. he brings guess. up good mechanic, one of the best for sure. He brings up yourself, Robbie Renard, and Budman. Those are like his triumphant <laughs> Mount Rushmore of riders. I think all the other ones he had were all Frenchies. Yeah, he had Tortelli right? and he had Pichon and Huff Daddy. Yeah, Tortelli. 
He didn't like Huff Daddy's dad. Whenever he talks about Huff Daddy, he always talks about how crazy his dad was. <laughs> That's okay. half the sport. Yeah, good point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah good point. Um, hey, and um, biggest surprise for you, Ivan, from Hangtown? Let's get some thoughts on the race. What did you think? Surprise. Well, I mean, I, I would have to say Roxon. I didn't think he, he had a 1-1 in him, but yeah. he rode good. He looked solid, too. He wasn't, like, hanging out out of control. No. But other than that, I thought it was kind of pretty much how I thought, I'd say. We were surprised that RV dominated that much. Like, he was gone, you know? Yeah, he, I, I figured he would have been pretty good, though. Yeah. After, I mean, he's just got so much confidence, so much going, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, he's, he's got it going. He's, no, he's the guy. No doubt. Well, hey, uh, thank you, Ivan Tedesco, for coming on the Pulp Mech Show. Uh, no really, problem. Really appreciate it. Good luck with everything, man. Uh, I'm sure we'll no, see. I'll see you guys around soon. Yeah, we hope to see the number nine back on the track. You did keep your number, I think. I don't think no, it, I, I didn't get no points this year, so nah, I'd have to go out and get 25. So. you got to go ask them. They'll, they'll give it to you. I'll have to, I'll have to show up somewhere. Maybe I'll show up at one of them. No, if you just go to them and say, hey, I might race next year, keep my number. They will. Yeah, maybe that'd be easier because I don't have to. <laughs> right. No, no, trust me. Bring out the 142. There's still plenty of some of us. Yeah, bring bring out the uh, the two. What was it? One one forty five, one forty two. I don't know if I'd get twenty five points. <laughs> Dude, I don't know if you would either, to be honest. Yeah. Oh God. That would be pretty tough to do. Yeah, no doubt. All right, Ivan. Thank you. All right, guys. Thanks. Take care. See ya. Later. Yeah. Uh, nothing, Mason. Nothing for Ivan. No questions. Anyone talk to him? I was talking to him. Okay. I just like to be casual, though. I don't really like to ask questions. You know. Uh, I just like to act like we're friends. We're tight. All right. Hey. Abe, you've been, Yo. on, you've been on hold a long time, and it's uh, we thank you for that. You have a question for Mike Mason? Yeah, yeah. Um, basically, uh, I was really good friends with one of his longtime roommates, Andy Dalton. Yes. And uh, I've probably been over your house uh, quite a bit, and you've never been there. Yep. But I've never actually That's a little met bit weird. Did you steal but, anything? Uh, anyways. Uh, Hold on, hold on. He's been to your house, and you've never been there? Yeah, I don't that's like That's called breaking and entering. No, because he's yeah. friends with my roommate. Kind of weird, huh? You missed the, you missed the first part <laughs> no, of the story. He's always like, he was always traveling or something like that, but I met all his friends, too. Oh, it was like traveling all those guys. you got to have some oh. crazy stories, dude, because I hung out with your friends two, two nights uh, for our buddy's birthday, and it was the most insane shit I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. And you gotta, you got to tell these these listeners, some of those stories, dude, they're insane. Yeah, I don't like, know. Uh, like, what about the, uh, the the drinking nights, like when you guys used to hammer the beers? Who's the champion of that? I've never seen anything like that in my life. Well, we all had, like, our off nights and our good nights, you know. Like, I've won some beer drinking contests at the house before, and Andy has never won one. He's always passed out in his room, for sure, first thing. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> but, yeah, like, one night, like, my kitchen counter was pretty long in my old house, and we thought we'd, like, do a lap with beer cans around it, and we ended up, like, probably almost 60 beers deep between, like, three of us, dude, and I was passed out on my kitchen floor, and it's all tile. Dude, stiffest <laughs> neck the next day. But, uh... Dude, I, let's hang it, out. It was we re- should hang out. Me, you, you don't know? drink, dude. Nah, I want to party some. Do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, like... <laughs> I got... What's going on over there? Hey! What, what, what Vegas Heart, though? Vegas his, Supercross uh, this year. His hammering. Yeah, Heart was good. He came up one time, and he was shotgunning beers, and, like... The dude would do it, like, in under two seconds, and there was not one, like, not even no foam left in the bottom of the can. Nothing. And I had, like, beer all down the front of my shirt, dude. My pants were down. I was drooling all over chicks. So he's definitely good at what he does. Well, he was. Now he's a millionaire, lives by the beach. He's fine. He doesn't have to do that kind of stuff no more. Right but, on, man. Well, cool. Uh, good uh, luck, and keep getting those gold medals. And, uh, yeah, um, 
thanks a lot to Paul for making me money. I'm trucking right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, thanks oh. a lot, man. You, How you, we make uh, it? basically waste four hours of my life, but I make money doing it, so thanks. Yeah, hey, you don't take speed or nothing, do you? No yellow jackets. Uh, every, every trucker takes something. Nice. Dude, you got to stay away from those blood thinners, those mini thins. Oh, they'll jack you up. Really? Dude, oh, yeah. when, we're, when we're doing 24-hour shifts, you do whatever the hell you can get your hands on to. Good, man. That's the attitude. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. See, you want to hang out with me, and you're scared of this guy, dude. Yeah, yeah, I'm out. I'm out. You're out. You're done. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks, Abe. Later. All right. Hey, Mad Dog, uh, how many rounds of Nuclear Cowboys were there? There was 14, I think. What, you what is your deal over there? <laughs> Grow <Dog>. up. <laughs> I've just accepted it now. Sorry. Do you see me just answer it? 14 okay? rounds of Nuclear Cowboys? Yes. Okay, so 14 chicks or over under? Oh, way under. Come on. Dude, I get too wasted to hang out with chicks. Oh, They're man. there one minute, and then the next minute I wake up in my hotel room and all my clothes and my flight's already gone. <laughs> I've been to JT many times at Unadilla and Troy <laughs> and these races. <laughs> um, all right, hey, we're going to take a commercial break. Again? Second commercial break of the night, yeah. Three commercial breaks. I just got comfort. Uh, Wes and Pike's going to come on. JT's going to try to convince them to not reach through the phone and beat me down. Uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Fly racing, race tech suspension, X-Brand goggles, Atlas neck braces, NFAB, Jeep and truck bars, showy helmets, free gun underwear, works connection. Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, 810 Solutions is on board. Tits has got a full review coming next week for his 810 Solutions uh, products. W Wheels, Mike Mason, Mike the Mad Dog, Mason's choice of wheels when he has to land from 70, 80 feet up on the flat ground. W Wheels. Yes. Uh, And Black Ops Moto. All right, JT, we'll see you when we get back. All right. See you, everybody. This is Ryan Villapoto, ride from Monster Energy Kawasaki. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Beep. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX. When placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat-absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, 
and G3S Custom Series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, -wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kirk Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style, construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. 
Garage Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their ProLaunch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Joey's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Lessie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, Showy, Showy. Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungey, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deegan, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. Hey guys, you know what one of my favorite races of the year is? I bet you were wondering what it was. It's the Thunder Valley National, and this year, 2013, it is coming to Lakewood, Colorado on May 25th. I can hardly wait. Nine years in a row, the Rocky Mountain region has greeted the summer season with this incredible blend of horsepower and cheering. I'm pumped. Thunder Valley, first one to have lights too, so that's pretty cool. Track's got so many obstacles. It's going to have it all May 25th. We promise there will be no photographers running on the track this week to affect the uh, 
after the race. And don't forget, throughout the weekend, this challenge-laden track plays host to a full lineup of races while fans follow the dirt-slinging action from the grandstands, which serve up complete views of the track from nearly every vantage point. Off the course, there's plenty to do. Memorabilia auctions, vendor row, there'll be some, probably some burgers and fries being cooked. It's all at Thunder Valley, May 25th for the Lucas Oil AMA National Pro, and I could not be more excited. Please join me there this summer and help the Nationals get kicked off. Welcome back, Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com. I don't even know what that song was, but it was left over from Greg Albertson's, and because we don't have a producer here, I didn't have time or figure out to put any music in. So, JT, that's what we got. We got Greg Albertson's music. Thank what you. Was it? Uh, I don't even know. It's something he liked. Mason probably liked it. So good. What was it? I don't know. I don't know. Sweet. Uh, I, feel, I feel right up to date. <laughs> don't forget, race tech suspension. Tweet your answers at Race Tech Suspend. Three guys that ran Race Tech Suspension at Hangtown. There was a shit ton, but we just need three of them, three of the top guys. And um, when privateers need suspension, they pick Race Tech. JT, did you know that? Um. um yep. Okay. No, I didn't know, but yep. sounds great. Yep. Now you know. I Gold know bells. everything. Um, and Mike Mason, a lot of calls for you tonight, bro. Yeah. I was pretty – Surprised. I'm pretty damn popular. People like X Games gold medalists. Who knew? I didn't know. Uh, all right. Um, joining the show now, and uh, his appearance is brought to you by Showy Helmets. Uh, Showy Helmets made in the USA for or quality USA helmets. Uh, 50 years. Uh, Showy's been in the helmet business. Josh Grant, Michael Lessey, many others use Showy Helmets, and we thank them for sponsoring the show. And uh, like I said, one of the best helmets out there. And uh, this guy's one of the best privateers out there. Weston Pike, what's up, man? Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for not. Dude, be- stop. You need to drink coffee or something. You sound like you're sleeping. You sound like you're sleeping right now. <clears throat> I'm chilling, dude. I'm on the couch. Just <laughs> uh, Weston, thank you for not beating me up in Vegas. Appreciate that. Uh, you know, I told you this. If I didn't hear anything about you guys talking about it on the radio show, I would have never known the words I said to you, though. <laughs> 
<laughs> I had no, I had no clue that I said anything to you at all. I didn't even know I seen you that night. Really? Because you were holding it together pretty well. Like you were, Dude, I, like you weren't like Mason, you know, after winning gold medal, you weren't. Whoa. Mike Mason's in the studio, by the way. X Games gold medalist, Weston. Getting picked on. Um, you were holding it together well. Yeah, obviously, I don't know. I okay. I hadn't drank in all years. So. Right, right, right. Yeah, JT. JT just said, "Hey, this guy wants wants to beat the shit out of you." And I turned around, it was you. So, yeah. um, hey, but enough of that. Uh, I don't know what was better, Hangtown JT. What was better for Weston Pike? His Vegas ride or his Hangtown ride? Like what? What was better? They were both tremendous, but uh, Vegas was pretty good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Vegas just because the heat race and everything. Like it was the whole yeah. package. Like yeah. he just killed it the whole night. His first moto, he kind of got screwed, and then so yeah. Okay. Either way, you're on a roll right now. You're riding well. Good job. Yeah. Oh, thank you. It's been uh, it's been going pretty solid. You know, just everything's starting to fall in place and getting comfortable with the bike and everything. And so yeah, it's been going good. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened in the first moto? You say you got screwed, but I didn't. I didn't notice. Well, I'm just saying he, he didn't really get to. Oh, get up there. Yeah, exactly. Right. Did you? Yeah, uh, no, I... Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, oh no! I was just saying the first moto, I uh, I got off to a bad start and then uh, crashed the first lap. Was like dead last. Okay. And, uh, worked up to twelfth, crashed again, and then uh, ended thirteenth. So yeah, the uh, the second moto, man, and I tweeted this. Uh, this that was what motocross was all about. You and Sipes is thirty five minutes in. It's hot as balls. The track is rough, and you guys are having a battle to the death for sixth. That was cool. Mm-hmm. You guys were yeah, no. all over each other. <clears throat> yeah, it was definitely a good race, and we had some we had some good dicing going on. Some you know, I had some good lines, and you know, we were both going at it back and forth, and you know, it came down to the two lap board coming up, and mm-hmm. I was pretty irritated. It was about a lap. <laughs> we were almost finished with that last lap, or like the white flag, mm-hmm. and um, I think it was Spangler that got in my way in that back sweeper, and he just kind of like came right over on me. And pinched me to the inside, and Slimes went right around the outside and got back behind me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Other than that, you know, he was, you know, Slimes was riding good. He kind of picked it up towards the end, but it's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's good. It's a good race. No doubt, tenth overall and uh, top privateer by far, and uh, beating a lot of guys, which is which has been the story all year. Your Supercross season was good. I think you missed four main events, but other than that, uh, you were solid all year. Did, did the Vegas Supercross ride, did it attract any attention from uh, some teams or some managers or anybody? Um, as far as teams and managers go, um, I wouldn't say I've got any attention from that part of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I mean, I've gotten like, yeah, hey, you know, you did a really good job and all, all that stuff, but, you know, not like a, you know, not like anything like, attention wise yeah. like that as of now. I mean, I've definitely, you know, a lot of, a lot more sponsors have wanted to help out and mm-hmm. and support more. But, you know, as of like a, a team base, not really. Right, right. You're only doing five outdoors still? Yeah. Yep. Because our your buddy J T here on the line is was saying that there was something in the works, but I guess it didn't 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 work out. Well no there was there's something in the works, but you know it's there's just so many more costs to it than just right going racing and somebody paying for a dirt bike and, you know, paying for travel. I mean, it's like the way that I want to do it is to have, you know, a complete extra dirt bike there with spare engines and, and all the parts that I need to, to do it the right way. Or right. I'm, I'm just not going to, I'm not going to go out there and, 
and just pull myself if something breaks and we don't have something to fix it. So yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, you need all that spares. You need a whole other bike you can take apart. You know. Yeah, exactly. Um, so only five races. Uh, this one, Denver, Washougal, Miller Mountain, Miller Mountain, <laughs> Miller Motorsports, and uh, uh, Elsinore. Yep, that'll be it. That sucks, JT. Why don't you do something for him? Dude, I'm I'm trying. Why don't you? You don't, you, you don't think I'm trying? How hard are you trying? You're you I'm are trying a, pretty hard, dude. I don't. I I'm not going to give away details, but I'm trying pretty hard. Weston doesn't have the uh, connections that you do, JT. No one. I, does. I mean, no. If if Weston doesn't think I'm trying, I think Weston knows I'm doing what I can. Yeah, definitely. I saw you run an Arma helmet now, huh? Yeah, yeah. No, those guys. Uh, That's cool. They came on. You know, last minute we were after Vegas. You know, I kind of. Uh, Came through through uh, Utopia, my goggles sponsor, and uh, you know we can, he kind of mentioned something to me, and then we kind of started putting stuff together, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, they came on you know last minute. It's a pretty pretty cool deal. So yeah, no doubt. I, I, yeah, it's got to be got to make you feel pretty good to have these guys, the, the attention and different people. Do you, do you notice some more fans at the races uh, mm-hmm. talking to you and, and pumped for you? Yeah, definitely. You know, I think my you know the last couple months my fan base has been getting you know a lot bigger. So you know, right. that's obviously the goal in the sport is to you know, get the biggest fan base or, you know, have the most people out there, mm-hmm. you know, cheering you on and, and following you. So I think that's like, like if I were at, if I were to be asked what I think the problem is or why you're not getting more attention because your riding deserves it. It's like, you're not a social dude. You're not yeah. out there broing down. You're not like Mason or JT and like at the after parties and you don't have all these connections in the industry. You're kind of a quiet guy. You keep to yourself and maybe people are a little scared of you. I don't know, but that's the part that yeah needs to be like maybe armor can help with that like get mm. you out there to you know start partying. Well, I don't know about partying. <laughs> yeah, talk no, I mean, to that's, more. You know, that's the whole goal. Obviously, is you know I have a lot of sponsors that have been wanting me to uh, do a lot more social media, and then on their part, they've been wanting to do a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether if it's videos and and just any kind of press release, right. that's just you know what we've been what we've been trying to do just to get more followers and you know and get my name out there more because obviously. You don't even know I have good results, but half the people don't watch the races and they don't know what's going on. So <laughs> right. that's kind of, you know, where you got to balance it out. Uh, what do you think, JT? What does he need to do? I mean, God, he can't do much more results-wise on the track for his equipment and for his support, you know, than, than get a sixth uh, at Vegas and a sixth at Hangtown in a moto. Yeah, no, I just think it's, you know, and you know as well as I do in this sport, it's who you know is probably more important than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's just meeting the right people and getting your name out there and, and going up and approaching the right people. And, you know, I think a lot of people just think that Weston's like, you know, like a mean guy, and he's really not. Like, I've gotten to know him really well, and that's why I want to help him as much as I can just because I think that a lot of people have a kind of a the wrong idea about what you're going to get from him. And, obviously, the results are there. So the rest of it, I think, is uh, is doable. I'd much rather have a guy that – we need to, you know, he needs to maybe turn it around a little bit and change some people's minds than yeah. that he can't ride. It's a lot easier to do, to, you know, when you have the results, it's a lot easier to make the rest work. Well, too, what, what hurts Weston a little bit, too, is there's more rides in 250 class for guys like him. Well, than, I, yeah. I think no matter what the results he's getting, he's going to get a ride. I don't care what class he's in. Okay, you know? yeah. All right. The guys he's beating have all, you know, there's rides all over the place, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if he keeps it up, there's just uh, somebody's gonna somebody's gonna take a chance, you know. I, I was super impressed with Weston last year, 
Um, you came out, you know, the National Series has been going on and the people have been racing every week. You've been in California, um, you know, just practicing and trying to stay sharp. You come out of Washougal at a tricky track, and I think you were top 10 overall or real close or top 10 in a moto. Yeah. Um, no, I top 10. Yeah. And to me, on that track with the guys racing all summer and then raising their game up, and you came out, and I'm like, that's legit. That's hard to do. Um, so, yeah, props on that. Yeah, no, I mean, that was good, yeah. But, yeah, back to the thing about, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, it doesn't make sense to correct me about how many people think I'm such a mean guy or Well, hold or on, you, you like did that. what you I did. I don't get where I've came off like that. I mean, maybe just because I, I don't mm-hmm. smile 24-7 or, or if it's I'm just a bigger guy and people are intimidated by bigger people, I don't. I don't know, but I don't. I don't understand. You know, I'm. It's usually like, what it is with uh, me um, too. Get going, but I mean, I don't really. You, you know, I don't. It's not like I go to the track and try to punk everybody out or something like that. So you, you did try to beat me up in Vegas, just for the record, though, in the Circle Bar. Well, that's 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 different, though. That's you. <laughs> I know. I'm scared. We, we go back for like probably a year, though. That's that's bound to happen. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, hey, I, I put you on the show to you know to try to try to back off that a little bit. JT, JT always says like you're his Frankenstein. He can just command you to go beat someone down. <laughs> no, so. you say that. <laughs> um, no, man. I think uh, you know there's not much else you can do. Uh, is, is it getting a point financially where you can't keep doing what you're doing uh, on the program you're at? Like, how long can you go without really getting like on a team and getting some sort of small salary and and everything paid for? Is this uh, can you just keep doing it, or is it is it really tough for you? Um, I mean, I could keep doing it, but the biggest thing and the hardest thing to do is like, you know, even though I have help with my dad and you know other other sponsors that help out with putting stuff together, but it's like when it comes to the end of it, it's like I have to do so many things. Mom, I got to ride, mm-hmm. I got to book flights, I got to do hotels every night. Like I have like I have like so many things to do. I got to take care of mechanic. I got to do. I have to do pretty much almost everything right. but a lot of financial stuff because my dad takes care of a lot of financial stuff. So it's mm-hmm. like the biggest thing is like just getting worn down by the end of the day. You're just like, right. I got to book stuff for next weekend. And like you're forgetting and you show up and you don't have something because you think you booked it for that weekend, but you booked it for next weekend. So it's kind of, you know, right. it's kind of that. And then as long as, you know, if, you know, the sponsors you have, as long as they want to keep on um, putting in on a privateer program, because that's the hardest thing is like, yeah. oh, well, why do, we, why do we want to give you money when – the only publicity you're going to get is kind of like on your bike. Like you don't have a rig that goes around mm-hmm. and and shows, you know, our logo or or sponsorship stuff. So that's kind of the hardest thing is like trying to find people that want to um, help out mm-hmm. without getting yeah a no bunch signage right yeah no signage. Um, yeah, I I thought your you kicking the bike off your stand was great. It was, showed me full of passion. JT didn't like it, but what? <laughs> You wonder why this guy wants to beat you up. You don't want to just lie. It makes uh, me want to beat you up. I'm just joking. <laughs> we debated this long and hard on our, on our podcast, and as a former mechanic, uh, I felt like that bike had feelings. Uh, but it, some people, I, a lot of people, corrected me on that. So a lot of people on Twitter and stuff said I'm an idiot and I don't know what I'm talking about, and they loved it. So, but it, it was funny how the camera just happened to catch you. You know, right there. Yeah, I know. Just scoping me out from the top of the ceiling. I know, right? I always think I I told Jen uh, Prater that um, they should just put you and Canari in some sort of dash for cash. I would pay money for that. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, we got a call here for you from Eddie. Eddie, what's going on, man? We're shaking. What's happening? Thank you for calling the show. Hey, first of all, my wife's been calling me Pookie since we were in high school. So you okay. know. 
that's kind of my name. Isn't it? It's right more. On. It's more of a chickish name, though, Eddie. I can't help that. That's just what she started calling me, man. So you know. Okay. I'm a little offended, but that's that's okay. All right. Hey, no. What? So you know, a guy like Weston. What does he have? A budget, like what he needs. I mean, can he hook up with? Uh, Ted or Gus or yeah, he is. Do... He is already hooked up with one of those guys. Yeah, yeah, because I, I think he rides around with uh, Ted Parks, right? Yep. You know, because yeah. uh, we just worked out. I'm working with Ted as well. We just signed our agreement, and I sent him the money he needed. So why is he only doing five when Ted's going to all of them? Budget, budget. Well, yeah. I mean. I, I did the whole thing with Ted for Supercross, and, you know, even though, like, he helps you out, you know, he does, he does help you out as much as he possibly can with what he has. Um, but it's, it, there's, like, that's only 20% that that helps. Like, there's another 80% of of costs that get, that have to get you there because i got to fly myself there every weekend. i got to fly a mechanic there every weekend. i got to pay a mechanic. i got to, you know, i got to... There's right. so many other costs that cost so much more than just that. So that's kind of the hardest thing to do is is well, affording to go to every weekend. Do, do, I mean, can you put a pen to paper and figure out what it what it is, what you would need? I think. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, yeah, I, uh, I'm doing it with an, I'm doing it with a couple other riders. This is the reason I'm asking. I mean, I started my little gig for the sole reason for privateer stuff. You know, mm. and uh, I don't, you know, I'm helping a couple other guys, you know, one being Robbie Marshall and uh, for his solo uh, four-stroke effort, plus he's doing the two-stroke gig, but, you know, uh, and um, I just got another investor putting in some more money, and I said, good, so we can spread some wealth around. And, I'm, you know, well, the other riders, they gave me a budget. They said, here's what I need, you know, to fill the gaps. Um, yeah. Well, JT JT knows Eddie. I know you, yep. Eddie, a little bit. So maybe we can – yeah, maybe there's a fit there, you know, not on the radio, but maybe there's something there where you, you know, you can put your, yeah. your company onto, onto, Wesson's, onto Wesson's deal. Yeah, JT knows how to get a hold of me. Yeah. Yeah, because, yep. I mean, right. Wesson just got top ten at Hangtown, and he beat a lot of dudes that are making a lot more money than him, so – for sure. If For the listeners that don't know, this is uh, Eddie Bauer Jr. His grandfather was the original Eddie Bauer. So okay. give everybody a little insight on what's going on here. Right. And just to clarify, I'm Jr. because my grandfather had a different middle name. Right. So everybody, I, I used to say no, I, I wasn't because everybody goes, well, why are you doing uh, Right. But my grandfather had a different middle name. So, but uh, well, Maybe there's something there. Yeah, JT, you could make this work. You could be the liaison, e-liaison. Come on, JT. See? See? Do something, JT. I do whatever I can. I mean, I'm, I got him on the phone right now with him, didn't I? Work. Do something, and... JT. God. <laughs> oh, shit talk. Cool, man. All right, thanks, Eddie. Hey, I love the show, man. Oh, thank mm, you. Uh, uh, We're working on it. Let's, get, let's, let's, let's make it happen. And, and uh, I'll be, uh, you'll be, you'll be hearing from Matt, this, uh, got something coming to you this week, so. All right. Thanks Lucky. for having me on the show. Thanks, man. Thanks, Eddie. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye. Weston, maybe. I love this guy right here. Maybe that. Maybe that's it. I don't know. That could be mm-hmm. a, could be something. I'm seeing light. I think we got this.
You think, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Why don't you get Weston some energy drink money? Me? Yeah, you. How do I do that? Well, you're a rock star. You just want a gold medal. The X call Kelso, bro. Yeah, bro. I ain't calling. I no one. I'll got, text. I, I got my, uh, I got my deal now. It's, it's Arma. Yeah, so. he's Arma. Th- those are nuts. Those are nuts. No, you know what goes just, great um, with nuts? They just rock star they, energy drink. Yeah, bro. No, they just uh, they just dropped their uh, energy drink line. They discontinued the nuts for now, and then um, oh. now they're just doing a full energy drink line, and um, oh. they're yeah. doing like a a mixture of nuts and uh, snack package and. Yeah, so. Okay, well, I, got, I, got I love mixing my nuts with snack packs. <laughs> I knew something was coming out of that. I was trying to think of something. <laughs> no, I, yeah. Love this guy. Um, what do you think about Colorado, Weston? You like the track? You like the place? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I like every track. Um, but I thought you didn't believe in any tracks. You're a nihilist. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on now. That's, do, do you, like, you, you took that to a different level of. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get some of that at the track? Like, does anyone come up to you, or have you about the nihilist? Oh, what you say? The nihilist thing, like at the track. Do you, do you get fans or anybody? Or only a few, but now it's like everything on Instagram. Anything that anybody posts on Instagram now, it always says nihilist at the end of it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we should say thank you or not. <laughs> uh, it comes from the Big Lebowski. Just, they don't believe in anything. It's just that's what JT said. You you just don't care. You don't believe in in, in, in you know this and that. And worked it. And somehow it 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 blew into this greater thing, like the chupacabra. It blew into this greater. Well, it started out as I always like was shocked at how he didn't give a shit who he was passing. And it's been like kind of how he's been racing lately too. Like Chad Reed, nope, don't care. Just get out of my way. Right. Like, I don't believe in who you are, what you are. Just get the fuck out of my way. And that, that's, See, that's where what it all it's like I, That's kind of how it was, like, intended to be. Like, not like, it wasn't intended to be, like, every single thing I just don't care about. Like, no, yeah, that's, that's like, where it started, and it's kind of yeah. gotten out of control. Well, it's but, not so, yeah, it's, it's yeah. And, and, uh, and we may be guilty of saying it, too. Like, you don't, it's, you don't believe in it, which is different from not caring about it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, and, yeah, and it got different weird places, but, yeah. Uh, anyways, it was our attempt at trying to be funny. I, JT started it all. I tried to tell him to stop, and, he's, <laughs> and he just would, wouldn't stop. Um, so, yeah, so you like you like Colorado. You're, you're good at that. Hey, your Supercross season, um, better or worse than last year? Like, I looked at your results, and uh, you had a better placing this year with that sixth at Vegas, but um, you maybe you were a little more consistent last year. Either way, don't get me wrong, you were great, but uh, mm. how do you think? Uh, what do you think of this year's Supercross season to last year's? Well, I mean, last year I got better. I got more better results. Mm-hmm. Um, I made more mains this year than I did last year. Um, uh, but like, I just—I mean, obviously, last year the the class just fanned out yeah. super low. Like, there's only like, like if I got a good start, I could have top five easily. But like this year, it's like mm-hmm. only the tenth place was tenth to twelfth place was you know pretty decently stacked, way more than it was last year. So I'd say this year was. A lot harder than 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 last year. Yep. yep. So, I mean, see, I mean, it's just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Last last year was easier than this year for sure. Yeah. So you noticed it. You noticed the depth of competition. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, the speed and everything is freaking gone way faster right. this year than there was last year by far. Hey, do you do a lot of testing? Because I was watching your bike at Hangtown, uh, especially in that battle in the second moto, and uh, it looks good, man. Um, everything looks like it's dialed in good. You know. When you're a privateer like yourself, uh, it's not always easy. You don't have access to the very best stuff, you uh, you know, and all that. But your stuff, man, it, like it looks great, even in Supercross too. 
Yeah. No, I mean, that's just, you know, I I wouldn't say I'm like the normal privateer to where I just kind of get what I get. I mean, I go after and I, I, I go after and try to find the best that I can. I don't just settle with basic. I go for mm-hmm. the top-notch stuff, you know, just because it's like I'm not going to, you know, back to showing up, you know, I want to show up and, you know, be on the same level as everybody else that's racing yeah. for top ten. So be ready. I, I spend a lot of money to get what I get. So yep. <clears throat> that's um, just kind of what you have to do. Suzuki Kutinishi is a little better this year. It wasn't great, but it was a little better. Or was it only top three, or did you get much of it? Um, there, I don't think there's any Supercross. There, there isn't any uh, Suzuki Kutinishi. I swore I Googled it for Millsaps, and I thought there was. Well, I think... You know, I don't even. There might be top three. Yeah, like, it might have. Been, yeah, I think there is top three, but nothing else in there. Right. Yeah, nothing else. Would you switch bike brands, or why are you on a Suzuki? Is it the bike that works best for you? You rode Yamaha's last year. Cowie's the year before, I think. Yeah, well, I kind of went back and forth between Yamaha. Yeah, and, I rode Yamaha and rode Cowie's, and had to go back to Yamaha's. But right. um, I mean, just as, as long as I'm buying bikes, you know, I'm mm-hmm. staying with Suzuki's just because I have more um, more parts, more access <laughs> to parts and and better yep. things than other brands so yep. Yep. that's kind of why i went suzuki route because i know a lot of people that that get stuff for suzuki so right uh last question for weston pike it comes from vancouver washington from jesse jesse what's up man hey what's going on steve hey i love vancouver washington by the way vancouver oh, portland you know yeah that's a very nice area of the country i lived in astoria for a little while but that's getting off track here so the goonies oh, that's were cool. f- i think i think i called in like a while ago with uh when uh, old Watson was on here, we got to talking about when Watson was stealing the uh, the bikes in Portland. Stealing the bikes? Yeah, he was. He said he was talking about the uh, recycled bikes where you uh, they had recycled bikes hanging around in Portland. Oh yeah, you, uh, yeah, take the bicycles, the bicycles. Right? Yeah, right. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, it's sweet up here. It's definitely sweet. But um, yeah, I was actually wondering what what five nationals uh, Western was going to hit up this year. Um, I'm doing. Obviously, I did last week in Hangtown, this week in uh, Denver, Colorado. Um, and I'm actually going to Australia after uh, Colorado for a week to race. And then um, I'll be doing uh, Washington and then Utah, Elsinore. Nice, nice. And uh, when you come up to Washington, do you plan on hitting up the PIR race uh, on Thursday? Before oh, the yeah, national? No, that's the plan. I'm going to drive up and do, um, <clears throat> I think it's Castle Rock the week before. Yeah, um, yeah. I was actually going to ask you if you heard about that race yet. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I'm going to hit that race and then uh, just stay up there the probably the week and then race uh, PIR and then race the national. Hell yeah, dude, that's awesome. So, well, sweet. Yeah, yeah look forward to seeing you up here, man, racing with all the locals. Dude. It's going to be sweet. Yeah, hopefully him and Vince Freeze get together because that's always entertainment <laughs> from what I understand. <laughs> it's free, yeah. Is Freeze when I'm racing it? I don't know. That, I, I, I just dude, that'd I, be, that'd I know be so interesting. Weston. That would be classic. Right. I, I, well, definitely. Thank, thanks, Jesse. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, the Pike freeze battles. Hopefully those are over. They were good, though. Yeah. I, yeah. I like talking to free, Freeze last year. Hey, dude, why did why did you and Pike? I don't know, man. He just jumped on me. Okay, so Vince. So Weston just clown, out man. of the blue, out of the blue, Vince. Weston <laughs> decided to jump on you and start pummeling you. I don't know, dude. I didn't do anything. I'm just like, yeah. okay, all right. <laughs> that was the best part of the whole that's day. The funny thing is, he, that's exactly what he said when we went to the AMA office. He's like, I don't even know what he's doing. I, I did nothing wrong. All I was doing was riding, and he just yeah. started hitting me. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, right. okay, yeah, that's surely yeah. what happened. Right, that's exactly what I like to do. Jump off my bike and practice and just start yeah. throwing punches. I, uh, 
Oh, that's good. Meanwhile, I got left. Meanwhile, I got, we walked away and we're like, yeah, okay, Vince. All right. Yeah, you did nothing. Yeah. So, all right. Um, it was pretty funny. Um, Wes, hey, thanks for coming on the show, man. Um, yeah, definitely. Appreciate it. Great ride at Hangtown. Um, like I said, um, the battle with you and Sives, man, that's, that's what motocross is all about. Two guys going for sixth and, and ready to kill each other for it, and I like it. It's awesome. Showed me some heart and from, from both of you guys, and, yeah, it was awesome. Good job on that. And, man, I hope something comes your way. Maybe JT can make miracles happen. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Come on, JT. Do something, JT. <laughs> you guys are Jeez. brutal. You guys feel free to join in Join in the effort. Well, first of all, Mason just finished telling us he won 60 grand for his gold medal. And he, won, he will not call Rockstar on Weston's behalf. I don't know how to use my phone. I just... 60 grand for gold medal. Yeah, I know. It's a ripoff. That's, weak, dude. That's what I'm That's saying. Hey, and, and the best part is, is Weston, he rode about four minutes. Yeah, 15 seconds. So well, then again, you know, you count that. I mean, that's kind of like, really? You yeah. made 60 grand in four minutes? Yeah. <laughs> 15 second lap times, a couple tricks. I haven't made go. that kind of money since I was a pimp. I don't know. So you've so. never made that kind of money then. <laughs> All right, thanks, Weston. Good luck with everything. Thank you for coming on the show, yeah. man. Hey, and then one more thing, if anybody wants to, you know, find out, you know, more on my other side, you know, I have, uh, I just put out a video on bolthardware.com, and, uh, you know, we did a little video back behind the scenes stuff, so I guess check that out. Cool. Right on. Thank you. All right, cool. Thanks, man. All right, see you. All right. Weston Pike, everybody. Everybody's privateer hero. He sounds way less scary on the phone. Yeah, he sounds nice. Yeah. Dude, beat it. dude scares me through the TV. Right? Yeah. Yeah. JT's his bro. They're bros. Um, NFAB, terrific team. Jessica Patterson, Bobby Canari, Chris Blose, Phil Nicoletti, 11-11 this year. Uh, NFAB Jeep and Truck Products, uh, industry leader in making quality Nerf bars, pre-runners, and other off-road accessories. They design and manufacture the strongest and most durable and best-looking stuff, Mason. NFAB's yes. committed to building a heavy-duty, high-end, high-quality tubular parts for all the latest trucks and SUVs. What about Ridgelines? Not yet. Still working okay. on that. And, and that is why I want to talk about NFAB because that battle between Weston Pike and Ryan Sipes was the banging bars segment of the, of the, uh, of the weekend. We don't have the music. Tits, tits screwed you. Okay, good. Um, but, um, we, did have, we did have the tweet at tits segment a little while ago, though. Yeah, just in the middle of the interview, too. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, bro. Um, that was awesome. But th- that is the NFAB banging bars. Sipes, Pike, I hope they show it on TV. They probably won't. Um, but it was a great race in the last, uh, what would you say, JT? Five laps? Four laps, probably? Uh, yeah, probably five or six laps there uh, they were going at it. Yeah, it, it was, really, they weren't really going at it as much as Weston was just kind of stalking him. Right, right. But they were trying hard, both of them. They, oh, they were. Yeah. I mean, they were yeah. probably pushing harder than anybody else on the track at that point. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so thanks to NFAB for supporting the sport and supporting the show. And good job, Sipes and Pike. Pike doesn't remember wanting to beat me up at the circle bar? Uh, I think everybody at 5 a.m. in the circle bar is pretty faded. He seemed like... Yeah, I was one of those people. Yeah. He seemed like he helped. I saw you in the press box, Mason. Yeah, I was, Remember, that was good there. I said, hey, let's hang out later. You're like, no. Yeah. Right in front of all your buddies. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, he's like, where are you going later? He's like, I'm not telling you. Right, right. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> you know? Um, anyways. He's got a gold medal. What are you going to hang out with you for? Yeah, no, I know, right? Exactly. Come on. <laughs> Come on. All right, let's get our next guest on the line. He, uh... He owns the uh, Thunder Valley track uh, that's raced this weekend in um, Thunder Valley, Colorado. Uh, Mason, are you going to follow the Nationals? Do you watch them? Are you down with them? Yeah, I'm down with them. Okay. I don't really get to watch them. But... Hey, let me ask you this, Okay, Mason. Me. You. Okay. You did the Nuclear Cowboys. Yes. You're in Feld's back pocket. Yes. Ni- Nitro Circus is having a U.S. tour. Yes. Starting in January. Uh-huh. Can you do that? No. No way? 
Can I do that? Yeah. Like me? No. I'm riding cow. I'm already contracted for Cowboys for next year. And they kind of like. Oh, when do they start? January. Oh, they time. do? Yeah, it kind of conflicts. Because I know the Feld guys are pissed yeah. about these Nitro Circus dudes. Yeah. So I was wondering if there was like, you know, if you could just like freelance for more money over there. No, or, okay. no. Okay. That's it. You don't want to say anymore? Uh-uh. I don't really know what to say. It's kind of weird that they're doing that. Because I, I know that. the Nitro guys? Yeah. Not the Nitro guys. Like, Travis and all those guys are cool. Yeah. But the guy that bought the show, I don't really get along with Bought the show? It. Yeah. There's a dude, it's the same guy that ran Krusty Tour back in the day. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought Godfrey a, and Travis owned it. No, no. He's oh. like an Australian promoter. Oh. And he's just a snake. Like, oh, really? Yeah, I don't like him. So I know what he's trying to do right now. He thinks like Nitro is just going to be way bigger than anything that anyone could ever do over here. Oh, kind of okay. the same thing he thought about Krusty when he brought it over here and it had like 20 people in the stands. Yeah, yeah. The, the Australians love it. It doesn't always work over here. Yeah. I will say I saw Nitro here, yeah. the MGM. I did that it show. It was great. It was gnarly. Yeah, you were, so, you were in it. Yeah. We weren't friends back then, though, so you wouldn't have paid attention to me at all. No. Good point, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Now you see why I blow you off. Yeah, I'll tell you where point. I'm going. You cool guyed me back in the day when you didn't know who no, I was. No, bullshit. Um, I thought the Nitro show was fantastic. I thought that was great. Yeah. It went too long. Was yeah. like, at a certain point, you're like, okay, guys, let's wrap this thing yeah. up. But. It's, it's a good show. It's just I know what the dude's trying to do. Right. And that's why. Like, and you don't himself. approve of that? No. All right. He's done it before. Okay. Uh, let's get to our next guest here on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. He has the Rockwell Watches Thunder Valley National this weekend. Uh, very busy guy. We're lucky to have him on the show tonight uh, to talk about it. David Claybaugh, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, not too much. How are you guys? Good. Hey, thanks for coming on the show. Mike Mason is in studio, and Jason Thomas is on the line. So, um, hey, guys, how's it going? Good, what's man? up, man? Uh, Thunder, so you're not busy at all right now. You're probably not <laughs> on vacation <laughs> yeah. right now. Is that it? No, I'm definitely not on vacation. I just uh, just got home from the track. Oh, I bet, right? Um, how's it yeah. going? Are you excited about it? You got, you got Rockwell watches on board, which is cool. And, yeah, uh, yeah, that's awesome. Um, how's it going? How's the track prep? Ah, uh, it's going really well. You know, we're uh, we're working uh, working real hard out there. We uh, hauled in a bunch of sand over the weekend, and Shane Schaefer and Joey Quack are out there. Um, you know, kind of shaping it, putting it in shape and stuff. So it's mm-hmm. good. Um, what is this your seventh year of a national? Eight year. Uh, eighth year. Eighth year of a national. You still? Wait, wait, wait. No, this is the ninth year. Right. Nine. This yeah. is the ninth year. Yeah, okay. Nine. Um, you still excited for him? Like, are you still pumped? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, still. Yeah, still yeah. Get- I love it. I mean, it's uh, it's kind of what I do, and mm-hmm. uh, I was lucky to be able to get a national, and I have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, no doubt. I, and and is there one that stands out? Like maybe the first one, or is there one? And Motocross the Nations obviously was there. Is there one right. that you uh, you, you know you, you stands out for you above the others? Well, you know, always the first one, you know, leading up to that, you know, you're just so nervous and you yeah, have yeah. so much work to do and you don't know what to expect and, and things like that. And once you're done, it's like, wow, I actually pulled that off, you know. Right. And then, you know, then then the night race, uh, that was pretty cool. You know, that's something that nobody had done and, right. you know, it was, it, was, it was a cool deal. I like that. So the night races, uh, you did them for two years. Uh, yep. Did they work? Why don't you keep doing them? How was it? Was it? Uh, what was the thought behind having it, and why? Why did why'd you stop? Well, my thought behind it was to try and bring in um, a different demographic. You know, people who instead of going to a movie on Saturday night, mm-hmm. you know, come out to the National Motocross. And and honestly, all of the 
spectators, fans, you know, most of the industry people really loved it. You know, there was a little bit of, you know, issues with some of the shadows and, mm-hmm. and things like that. But as, as a whole, it was really cool. And it, 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 it did increase, it definitely increased my attendance. And you saw different type of people at the event, you mm-hmm. know, let's go do something on Saturday night. And it, it, it paid for the lights plus a little bit the first year, yeah. and about the, about the same the second year. Um, but then the economy kind of started getting bad, and I just got real nervous because it was really expensive yeah. to to light the track up like that. So I just I just got nervous, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And so I just said, you know, I'll wait till things get a little better. Right, right. So so you might do another one. You might might. Could do another one. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I would, I would entertain it, but you know, who knows? I mean, the 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 sport and the series has changed a lot, and I don't know if that would be, you know, acceptable or not. I don't know, but I, mean, I, I would, I would definitely entertain it. You know, yeah, I guess there's TV schedule now to think about too, right? Um, exactly, exactly. Uh, right. All four motos live this weekend too on TV. So right, um, right. JT, what did you think of the light races? You were you were racing back then. Um. I thought they were the idea of them was awesome. I just it's it's just hard to execute in my opinion because the track's so spread out and outdoor speed it has to be really really well lit and it's just hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um, right, exactly. The, you know, they're I, just like shadows and the berms and all that. It makes it so difficult. And at the speeds everybody's going, if you have any kind of shadow you can't see, it just gets really sketchy. Mm-hmm. But I thought the like the idea of it and like having that spectacle at night is awesome. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't know how to execute it properly without costing millions of dollars in lighting, you know? <laughs> right. right. You know, I had uh seven um seven light trucks. Probably ten or twelve would have done the job, but you know, then you're then you really get into the right. the do- dollars, you know, and stuff. So Well yeah, you, you know. want to uh you I mean let's face it, the hours that you're putting in and your staff are putting in, you, you do need you deserve some profit. You deserve to make some money. There's no mm-hmm. doubt, you know what I mean? Uh yeah. you I don't think anybody realizes how hard you you track owner guys are working on it. Um Motocross the Nations, how did that go for you? How did the how was the process of getting it and how was it organizing it and then seeing everybody from all over the world coming into your track. I mean, that must have been amazing. Yeah, that that was, you know, um they actually approached me mm-hmm. and uh a good friend of mine Eric Pernard, I think kind of said, "Hey, why don't you talk to this guy?" Right. and so they they approached me and you know, it, it was a long it was a long uh negotiation and you know, there's always politics when you're dealing with that kind of stuff, you know. So yep, yep. Um, so it, it took a while, and um, it, it was a good deal. You know, it was definitely a once-in-a-lifetime type thing. I And just, wow, you know, I got this. I've got to, I've got to make it the best, you know, mm-hmm. best motocross nations ever, you know. And so it, it, that was another, you know, highlight of my national promoting career, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, it was awesome. And the locals I talked to, guys like Paul Lindsay, uh, Andrew Short, um, they cannot believe what you've done to that track since uh, mm-hmm. from back in the day. Like you've yeah. really made that track, uh, you know, 180 degree difference from where it was. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was uh, I was like most 
uh, racers, you know, at one point I decided, you know, I'm, you know, I, I raced from the time I was 12 years old all the way up through, you know, made it to the pro class. And at some point you realize that, A, you're not going to be the next superstar and B, then you're starting to get old. It's like, well, I want to stay in the sport mm-hmm. and how can I do that? And this opportunity came, you know, came around and I knew it was terrible. The track was just terrible, but, uh, I, you know, I just I kept going, well, if I do this and I do this and how do I do this, you know, and kind of got to, got to, um, where it is now. And, mm-hmm. and really the way that I, I, the way I got a national was I just, I went to every single, probably for four or five years straight. I start, I literally started out pounding, uh, stakes, putting in repeaters, you know, I, oh, really? I, oh, okay. I, I got, I got introduced, uh, to John Ayers through Tim Cotter yeah. because I was doing a local little, uh, uh, cross arena cross here. Yeah. And I wanted, and I'd heard Tim announcing the national arena cross and thought, Oh, I'll bring him in to announce. So we became good friends. And then, and then he introduced me to John Ayers and I would, I would fly to the races and I'd, pound stakes and hang banners and repeaters and all that kind of stuff for a number of years and just kind of got to know everybody, not mm-hmm. knew the system. And so when when the opportunity came available, I, you know, it was like I was kind of first in line, you know. Right, right. And, um, uh, yeah, it's been it's been a pretty good success, too. Uh, Andrew Short loves uh, coming home, and Eli Tomac's not far from there either, you know. Right, So there's, right, some, yeah. there's some, some local guys doing well on Derek, uh, Derek Anderson also. Um, not right. far. Yeah. yeah. So you have that going for you. Um, how many hours do you put in this week? Like, is it even, is it just insane? It's insane. It's not even just this week. It's, you yeah. know, the, the months before, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of, a lot of the stuff in the month before is more like just organizing stuff, you know, not necessarily physical stuff out right. of the track or whatever, but just organizing. But then the last couple of weeks, it's just, it's crazy, you know. It's sun up to sun down, and, and then when you get home, you're returning emails and and trying to figure out how to, you know, <laughs> stay on top of everything. Yeah, yeah. I uh, it's it's definitely when you think of the the nationals, um, and I've been doing them for a long time. Your race is perfect. The the the, the tracks on the hillside, you can see it all. Uh, it's close to Denver. You don't have a far drive. You have great facilities around there, hotels and restaurants and that kind of stuff. Uh, the track's uh, a primo track, and the pits are flat. Like everything about your race, to me, is just is just what you want in a national. I just think it yeah. works out perfectly. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah. We yeah. try hard. <laughs> yeah. No. You and you can see that, and you can you can see that, no doubt. Um, and thank you for coming on the uh, for being part of our show. The last month, we've given away shit, probably uh, eight to ten tickets uh, for yeah, the race awesome. this weekend. Yeah. And, and yeah. Uh, Rockwell Watches is on board with you, so that's good. You got a title sponsor. Sweet. Right. Right, yeah, it's a very cool sponsor, and I'm excited to have those guys on board. Mm-hmm. Um, how many more years are you going to do this? Do you have a contract for a long time? Are you still, yeah, still excited? I'm going, to do it as, I'm going to do it as long as they let me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think with the, uh, with the um, like I said, with all the facilities, I think that, that you'll have it for a long time, there's no doubt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, hey, thanks for coming on the show, David. I really appreciate yeah. it. Um, uh, yeah. Good luck with everything. Rockwell Watches, Thunder Valley National uh, coming up this weekend, everybody. If you're in the area, make it out there. And uh, we're going to give away two tickets, two two more tickets. The last one's uh, right after David. Right after we got the phone here, and uh, you can win a win a pair of tickets to go, or just go there and buy them buy them yourself. Just go. Right. Um, exactly. Well, uh, thanks very much for having me on. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks again. And uh, yeah, I'll see you this weekend, man. 
All right, thanks. Bye. All right, see you. David Claybaugh, everybody, owner of uh, Thunder Valley National. God. Good good track. Like I said, yeah, it's, it's really got everything. That, that place kind of ushered in the new wave of what outdoors is headed to. I think so, yeah. New facilities like the gravel parking lot. You know what I mean? Like, yep. they're, they've been on the cutting edge of everything with the night race and everything that's going on. They've been leading the charge as far as, like, cutting-edge stuff. And, man, it's a real test, too, with the altitude and the heat when it, when it gets super hot. And it's a little earlier this year, so it won't be so bad. But whew. Yeah, remember remember the first year they had it in 05, how hot it was? Yes, and I do remember Just that. brutal. And I do remember that us at Factory Yamaha, we look like geniuses. And I got to owe it to Jimmy Perry. Uh, we ran gas pump cans in the core? No, we ran pump gas. Yeah, we did, too. Um, and, and everyone's bike at the end of the moto was sputtering. Ricky, we didn't know how Ricky finished. We're like, yeah. Listen to that thing and window. There was, uh, you know, Dane, Dane Hillary. Yeah, his buddy uh, is lives there, and uh, Dane was my mechanic that race. And he's like, "Listen, I'm going to tell you guys, you have to run pump gas." And we're like, "What?" Yeah, like my bike will, my bike's going to detonate and explode. Yeah, and like, nope. I'm telling you, you will run. And my my bike ran perfect. Right, like perfect. Yeah, we ran yeah. pump gas all day on our bikes, and uh, they ran perfect too all day. I think Reed went two two that day. Uh, the yep. first the first race, Timmy. I don't think Timmy raced. I think he was hurt. Development did all right too. So, it's a challenge. It's a tough track. Yeah, and it's supposed to be like eighty one this weekend, so not oh, gonna matter. But yeah, yeah, it'll be perfect, right? Yeah. Um. All right. Thanks for David Claybaugh for coming on. Let's give away two tickets to that race. Um. The fifth email to pulpamexshow at gmail dot com that correctly then names the number of gold medals that Mad Dog Mike Mason has won. He's won more than one gold medal at X Games, and it's up to you to, to get the right number, and pulpamexshow at gmail.com. The fifth correct answer gets two tickets to Lakewood National. So you've got to live in Colorado. You've got to be around there. Email the show, uh, and we'll get, we'll get back in touch with you. If you could correctly name the number of medals that Mike Mad Dog Mason has won. There's a lot of them. I know, but <laughs> I'm trying to throw them off. Sent. Good man. Thanks. Um, so... Uh, email the show. Thanks to David Claybaugh. Thanks to Thunder Valley. Rockwell watches Thunder Valley National uh, coming up this weekend. I, I'm excited for it. I don't. I can you see RV winning a game like that, JT? If he if he goes one one again by that margin, we could be in for a long summer. Uh, I don't think it's going to affect my summer, but <laughs> um, probably. <laughs> well, my <laughs> excitement some, level. Some my, people in orange shirts off. Oh yeah, really? Right. My excitement level could be uh, could be affected. I know, I know those guys, like, Dungy's, Dungy's gut check time. He doesn't want to do that again, guaranteed. No, I can't I've believe I've never seen anybody do that to him before. Very, very. On a 450. Yeah, very, very strange, right? Yeah. Um, email time. Uh, emails are brought to you by Race Tech Suspension. Uh, check them out on the web, racetech.com. Uh, a lot of great guys use them. I'm not going to give you some names because we're running that contest to win a free gold valve kit. But uh, Race Tech's on board with us, and they sponsor these emails. And thank you. Check them out on the line. If you need a discount on Race Tech, please check out sponsor deals on pulpmechshow.com. And you, we have sponsor deals for almost all of our guys. So um, check it out and support the show. Corndog sent an email in. Remember Corndog, Pookie? Corey Keeney? Corndog. No. no, not Corey Keeney. You don't remember Corndog? Okay. Has he been to my house? Uh, no. Uh, Mathis, I've been waiting since last show to email you to give you a Michigan native's perspective on the new Detroit Supercross, the Silver Dome sold 60,000 tickets each year. Then it dropped to less than 40,000 when they moved to Fort Field. Confusing? I don't think they even got 40,000, Corndog. 
Confusing here is why. Detroit is a crap box. Complete cesspool that is bleeding the state dry. Oh, what do you really think, Corndog? Fan of Detroit. Moto people are typically country people, and most of us are disgusted by that city. No one likes having to park a mile away to take the scariest walk of their life through the thugs, hookers, and burns and bums to watch a race. I live 45 minutes from Detroit, but likely will just keep going to Indy. It is a much nicer city. I would agree with Corndog's theory, except the baseball and the football sell out like crazy. So apparently there's a lot of people that will do that walk of death. Safe to say that Corndog is not Kid Rock. No, definitely not. On a side note, last time I emailed, I poked fun at Pookie and got chastised for it. Sorry, Pookie. I was just having fun. Now I'm going to back her up. She obviously hates when you say tits versus tits, so you may want to back off, (laughs) or there's going to be less Steve and more Bassett in your bed at night. Love the show. (laughs) Keep bringing it. Get Mason on again. Nice. Corndog. Nice. Yep. Tits versus tits is solid. Yeah, nothing wrong with that, bro. Um, a question for you, Mason. Yeah. Hello, my name is Evan. I would really appreciate some feedback and some advice on how to get a job in the business. Is there anybody that I could talk to or anyone you guys know of that is looking for somebody? I know everything about this sport, and it's my dream to be working in the industry. If you could help me out, I would appreciate it. Thank you, and God bless. That's a question for me? Sure. You know why? Because we answer it all the time, and I'm tired of answering it. I don't even... I've never gotten a job in this industry. <laughs> so you can't help Evan? Uh-uh. Jerk. <laughs> Resume, dude. I learned that in English th- in my junior the year. The one thing about Evan, though, is email. He doesn't – instead of – do you – is there anyone you guys know of or I know everything about the sport? It's spelled N-O. Yeah. He could fit in Ouch. this industry no problem. <laughs> you ever gotten a text from Watson? <laughs> yeah. There may be a job at H&H for so you, Evan. Look on more. Uh I, you know, he still claims that his phone auto-corrects. It doesn't know how to spell does. No, it's it doesn't. Dose. Dose. It's dose. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, but when you say, Kenny, will you please learn does? He says, it's my phone. It is not. It's not your phone, Kenny. Why would it fix does into does? <laughs> right, Come on, I mean. Because he wrote it wrong so many times. Yeah. That oh. it learned. It's the Watson autocorrect. Oh, funny. Uh, this guy here, Barry, uh, this is the first time I've ever been accused of this. Um I know it's a week ago you posted a 450 preview show, and I'm a little late, but I have to shed light on a subject that you media guys seem to not let go of. You all keep pinning a medal on Dungey for his heroic ride after his bike wouldn't start in the Nationals at Southwick and acting like he was faster than Villapoto that year. And had, and had that not happened, he would have been the champ. Everyone, and I mean everyone, seems to forget that Poto crashed on the first lap of a moto that season and was covered in mud and had a bent-up bike with eventually no muffler side cover falling off and almost a lap down, sure, but he had a fresh bike, clean gear, and a clear track for several laps. That was one sentence. Uh, well, Barry, first of all, uh, Ryan crashed on his own with his own mistake. Dungy's mistake was his bike not starting, so Villapoto's at fault for crashing, if you want to. You can't really compare them, right, JT? Um, uh, I think that Villapoto was better that year, but I don't think he has a real valid point there. The real hero was Poto. Hence the championship, and let's not forget Poto still had more moto wins than the Dunge, while you all seem to think Dunge is equal to Poto. The records of those two racing together clearly shows that Poto has always been a click faster than Dunge. Poto wins when everyone is there. Dungey only wins championships when Poto is out with injury. I'm not a Dungey hater. I think the guy's awesome. But you guys got to get off his nuts and accept that Poto is a legend. I've never been accused of being on Dungey's nuts, ever. <laughs> so I'm going to frame this letter. And send it to Dunge. And be like, see this Dunge? 
say this, Dunge? People think I don't I'm think you, I don't think you sending him sending him anything is a good idea. Yeah, let's <laughs> rain check that idea, please. Uh, look, uh, look, you gotta be in it. Like you gotta stay healthy. Barry and Poto Poto hasn't done that. I mean, I think he's faster too. I do think he's faster if they raced outdoors. And I just got in a big fight on Vital MX about that a couple weeks ago. And I will never try to go on Vital to. Why are you fighting everybody? <laughs> Everywhere you yeah, go, what has Vital. Lately? Well, all I did on Circle Bar. Jeez, <laughs> I ain't going out nowhere with you ever. You already told him that. Yeah. True. Uh, no, I, I I just went on Vital to like talk about the Racer X Top Thirty and just kind of explain why I thought Poto was better. Filipoto, Filipoto was better than Dungey, and I just got. I mean, you know, the people in Vital they let me know that I know nothing. Nobody likes me. They don't know how I got a job in the industry. I'm a terrible writer. And I actually took it for my new signature on there. So, um, all right. If you want to feel real bad about yourself, post on Vital. Yeah. I know, right? Um, Get on the internet, period. <laughs> okay. Let's take our last commercial break of the night here on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, x Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces. Um... Works Connection? Uh-huh. Tell us about Works Connection, Mason. What do you love about them? Their stuff's cool. Like back in the day when I was just like, my bikes were beat up, I had a cool clutch perch. Did you have the frame guards? I had all of it. Yeah. Everything. Anything okay. that I could get for free from them. Even the stickers. I was amped on the stickers. They were all over my bike because it was the only sponsor I had. Um, what else do you want me to answer? Hit FMF me Racing? Did you use FMF? Did you already ask me that. Back in the day, though? Yeah, I used FMF back uh, in the day. Good quality stuff? Yeah, it was cool. Ah, okay. Um, and Showy helmets? Yeah, they you, were good. You like Showy? Yeah, I just liked them because they had the Bradshaw replica. I had that thing. I ran oh, you did? So you ran long. it oh, yeah. with the um, – did it have the skull, flag. Flag. the skull with like – The skull the, in the back? Yeah. yeah. Um, it was kind of like multicolored like um, – yeah. Um, w wheels? You love W. Don Anderson there? Yeah. Wheels work good for you? Yeah, and he builds them for me. Yeah. Well, I just order it and – Right. Well, I think he does that for anyone, though, right? You order, like, the spokes and the hub. And the... I don't think he builds it for everybody. No, really? I think you got to be pretty special. Dang, dude. I love winning medals. <laughs> we love you, love, love, Spit love, it out. loving medals. Uh, A10 Solutions, Black Ops Moto, Brat Bar. Speaking of Brat Bar, our own David Pingree will be back in a couple weeks, we think. Rest, busy rescuing uh, cats from trees. Uh, Tech One Designs. Tech One Designs has some cool stuff coming out. They're from Minden, Nevada. Are you serious? Yeah. That's where I lived. I know. My whole life. I know. You guys are bros. No. Well, town bros. I don't even know them. Do I know them? I don't town know bros. who you know. I don't know who you know, Mason. <laughs> You're supposed to know this kind of stuff. Oh, I don't know. We're tight. Town right. bros. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's go to Evan. Evan, what's up, man? Hey, hey guys. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, I just want to say I'm not the Evan from the email before, so... Uh, what about Evan, the quad announcer? No, that's not me. Do you remember no, him? No, no. Do you remember him? That guy was. No. That guy no. was hoping JT. Do you remember that guy? Uh. Evan, no. the quad announcer. He was calling in for a while. We started mocking him. Well, Kenny started mocking him. Now this is Evan Reimer. Okay. Not not Can- not Canadian either. Like you said one other time. Do you like uh, quads? Do you like quads? Um. No. Okay. They're okay, but no, I'm dirt bikes. Um. What's up, Evan? Um, uh, not much. Um, I just wanted to ask Mason a question. 
uh, about the X Games, I guess. I know. I mean, I know you guys have been talking about it a little bit during the night. Lame. Um, um, I, I know the freestyle guys. What you guys do is is crazy, and I've been watching it. You know, watching the X Games all these years, and I think the European rounds are pretty cool. You know, uh, uh, I just want to know what what you thought about. The, did you watch any of the Mega Ramp guys, like the BMX guys on the on the big air on the Mega Ramp? Yeah, for sure. I watched that stuff. The, uh, the the skate was right after us, and then I watched Mega Ramp on TV yesterday. Actually, yeah, yeah. I, those guys, I can't believe what they can do on bicycles. You know, over that ramp, those guys are a little nutty. Yeah, dude. yeah. It's like um, the jump that they're jumping to start with is the same exact gap that we're hitting, and then they're just airing out of a quarter pipe that's like forty feet tall. Yeah, that's too that's too much. Yeah, that's no, wild. No, thank you. There, I'll rain check that yeah, all day long. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, um, Steve. I wanted to ask. Uh, I'm here. Um, oh, uh, I know you guys bag on Unadilla how you hate it, and the track is is crap anymore. But um, what, what did you think about Broom Tioga back in back in that day? I know we, they don't go there anymore, but mm -hmm. did, you get, did you guys hate that just as much as Unadilla or not? Well, let's ask the racer, Jason Thomas here. All right, I liked it better because they brought in like you know I, people complained that it was wood and though they didn't like what they brought in. But I thought they made more effort. Like they actually tried to make it good, and uh, so yes, I did like I did like Binghamton better. I didn't. I actually raced that track. You did? Okay. I made Millville, Washougal, and Steel City, so I thought it was cool. Yeah. Binghamton, I didn't make. You didn't make Binghamton. Dude, it looked all cool. Did you cool ride Unadilla though? No, no. Okay. I'm just going off straight. You know, sucking at you know um, how slick it was. Timmy Ferry. Yeah, yeah. Timmy Ferry was good at Binghamton. First turn sucked at Binghamton. Yeah, well, you had to be on How the How do you inside. get 40 dudes in there? No, you don't. Yeah, you don't. What else? The jumps are cool. I like Super the cross section there? Yeah. yeah. Like in the little front area there? Right. What else? Timmy yeah, Ferris. that was definitely, Timmy Ferris definitely my favorite track. At Binghamton. Favorite track to go to is you could see a lot of it. It was good to watch, yeah. Yeah, yeah I always liked yeah. watching it, and then I got there, and I'm like, oh, So what happened? Do you know what happened to the guy just lose interest in holding a national? Or what was the deal? Um, from what I had heard, he sold the date to I know, um, but the free the Freestone guys. I know, but why? Like, did he just um, get tired of it, or? Well, he sold the track to Joe Hurd, oh, okay. who owns, um, who owned Hurricane Hills at the time. I don't know if he still does, but okay. And I heard that the the AMA date went to went to Freestone. You know, hmm. and and who makes the decisions on it now? Like Freestone got dropped, and obviously, you know, we got Tennessee, Muddy Creek, and yeah. And uh, and Utah coming up this year, like, like who makes the decisions, or how does how does Freestone just lose its state like that? Do they give it up, or I don't know. Good question. Uh, MX Sports makes that decision. I don't know. I don't know why they lost it. Uh, Tony Miller, they did a good job on it. Um, and Steel maybe, City too is out, right? Yeah, that's one of the Coombs' tracks who who basically uh, own MX oh, Sports. Okay. All right. So they got rid of that themselves. I don't know if Tony Miller, if that was by choice or not. I don't know what the deal was. I know. Nobody was a big fan of it. It was really hot. It was far from a major area, and it was flat land. Right. You know, he did a good job, though, with what he had, no doubt. So, um, Sounds good. All right. Hey, thanks for calling, Evan. Yes, no problem. Thank you. Thanks for taking right. my call. Yep, Bye, guys. You know, it's uh, midnight there for Evan. Yeah. So we really appreciate Evan staying up. He should be sleepy. Uh, all right, let's take our last commercial break of the night. Commercial three here on the uh, Pulp Mech Show. It's the last one of the night. We're going to come back. X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. JT is coming back on. We have questions for him. Um, we ha we can hear that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Why are you so giggly over there? Dude. She's got a gold medalist in the room. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Panties are dropped. 
Oh, nice. Um, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with the last, uh, last bit of the show with Mike Mason, Jason Thomas, and myself, Steve Mathis, four-time Manitoba champion. And Pookie. <laughs> Don't try to save it now, bro. The Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I've ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, Visit them on the web at flyracing.com. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Villopoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. 
So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand Goggles. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Pulpamec Show. And uh, one of our sponsors, Race Tech, is on board with us and we're pumped to have them. Did you know that I was a mechanic for a long, long time? You did? Have I talked about it? Summer cross? Mount Morris 2000? Anyways, don't do what I did, which was becoming a mechanic and not knowing anything and trying to learn. No, no, no. Our friends at Race Tech have made it easy for you to step right into the field of being a professional mechanic, a professional suspension tuner, anything you want. There's more and more teams all the time in the pits, and they need people like that. They don't need people like me back in the day. They need people like you that take a Race Tech class taught by Paul Feed himself. If you're a dad or a do-it-yourself or looking for your knowledge to be your own suspension tuner, this is perfect. It's taught by Paul Feed. 30 years of experience in suspension tuning. He'll show you the black art of suspension. Don't listen to me. Listen to Paul Feed. He's got these seminars. He's been doing them for a long, long time. And if you listen to my podcast I did with him on RacerX, check the archives. You can hear it for yourself. Paul's a smart guy. And his classes, his seminars will help you become a much smarter person and therefore be able to get a better job than the one I had where I was on the floor of a box van for years and years. So please check them out. Their classes each spring and fall at Race Tech headquarters in Corona, California. Log on to Racetech.com or give them a call at 951-279-6655. Get smart. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Joey's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Lessie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, Showy, Showy. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Brop, the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Brop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Brop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more, Brop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients and no preservatives and are gluten and soy-free. 
Available in four delicious flavors. Honey Graham, chocolate chip cranberry, and blueberry. Order now by going to www.bropbar.com or call toll-free at 1-855-8-BROP today. Mention Pulp MX and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Brop Nutrition now. Brop Nutrition Bars, accelerate your body and mind. bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungey, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deegan, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. Hey guys, you know what one of my favorite races of the year is? I bet you're wondering what it was. It's the Thunder Valley National, and this year, 2013, it is coming to Lakewood, Colorado on May 25th. I can hardly wait. Nine years in a row, the Rocky Mountain region has greeted the summer season with this incredible blend of horsepower and cheering. I'm pumped. Thunder Valley, first one to have lights, too. So, that's pretty cool. Track's got so many obstacles. It's going to have it all May 25th. We promise there will be no photographers running on the track this week to affect the uh, the race. And don't forget, throughout the weekend, this challenge-laden track plays host to a full lineup of races while fans follow the dirt-slinging action from the grandstands, which serve up complete views of the track from nearly every vantage point. Off the course, there's plenty to do. Memorabilia auctions, vendor row, there'll be some... Probably some burgers and fries being cooked. It's all at Thunder Valley, May 25th, for the Lucas Oil AMA National Pro. And I could not be more excited. Please join me there this summer and help the Nationals get kicked off.
Welcome back. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. JT, th- welcome back to the show. Thank you. My, the great Mad Dog Mike Mason in studio, X Games gold medalist. Thank you. Uh, don't forget, you want tickets to Thunder Valley? Be the fifth correct answer of how many gold medals Mike Mason has, and uh, you'll win. Uh, welcome to the studio, our new guest. Uh, she's in town for a week hanging out and uh, golfing and uh, cleaning up my house and cooking me dinners. My mom, Debbie Mathis. What's up, Mom? Hey, what's up? How are you? <laughs> I'm good, thanks. Welcome to the Pulp Mech Show. No problem. Um, you've met JT before, right? No. Nope. Really? That's not right. that. Not that Steve knows about anyway. Exactly. Um, and Mom, what do you think of Mike Mason here, freestyle? Oh, uh, he's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I need to get his autograph before he leaves here. Yeah, I'm part of the family. <laughs> Were you now. checking yeah. out his website? Yeah, I was actually while I was downstairs. Uh oh. Yeah, really neat. You're yeah. Really- Really what about cool his tattoos? Guy. Aren't they scary? No, they don't. No. Scary. You know why? He's really talented. That has nothing to do with what he really does. Why is your mom like so much cooler really, than you? I think he's, he's not just talented. Like, he's a failed motocrosser. Oh, my God. What? I think he's just... I think he's crazy to do what he does. Oh, he is he's crazy. He's very, like, yeah. unbelie- unbelievable. Yeah. He's marking his hands up with a pen right now, Mom. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm showing off. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, JT sounds like she likes Mason better than, like, Supercrossers. Uh, I'm not going there. Okay. <laughs> no, I am. No, that I, I I watch that on TV actually. The extreme. I think that's just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm coming over for well, Thanksgiving. And now, and now, believe me, she met Brian Deegan once in like '97. I did. He. Uh, I, and, I know. He's, and, he's nuts. So now, for the last 20 years, I've heard. You know, Brian Deegan. She watches X Games. Brian uh-huh. Deegan. Now, Mike Mason, I will now hear. Am I the new favorite? You are. I yes. will now hear all about Mike Mason at X Games for a long oh, time now. Good. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I think that's I hope neat. you get sick of it, Steve. I'm going to be like, yeah, yeah, Mason. Yeah, yeah, got <laughs> it. Um, uh, JT, let's, um, let's do the x Brown Goggle tear-off segment. Why don't, why don't we do that? we got questions for you, Mom. Okay. You enjoying your stay here? Uh, yes, I am. You are? Yeah, you're okay. a great host. Uh, I don't know he about is? that, but <laughs> well, I'm just joking. But I gotta say nice things about him, right? <laughs> yeah, she does. After all, uh, all the way from Australia. Let's take this call before we go. O'Rourke, what's up, man? Hey, Matthew, how are you? Good day, mate. Good day, mate. Hi. <laughs> hey, I just had a wanted to say I watched uh, Mason uh, on the speed and style on the weekend, and that I don't know how he does those backflips while racing in the middle of a motocross race. That was awesome. Yeah, thanks. That's a little sketchy. But Dude, that one with Rabot was so close. That was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it gets, like, I've never actually been behind him and had to do the flips. I've usually, like, get good starts, and when I was behind him and I had to, like, kind of flip sideways to miss him, it scared me a little bit. Do you have nice. your tricks planned out, or are you literally up to the ramp, like, here, I'm going to do this? No, no, I plan okay. them all. Yeah, you yeah. can't. Okay. Especially on that track with right. it being so short. Yeah. You know, like, L.A. or something, you can kind of think, like, 
improvise a little. If That's you what I mean. To. Yeah, you're like, oh shit, he's ahead of me. I got to pull something. You yeah. know what I mean? That kind of but stuff. But this one, it was like we were like, if you see Nate, he was 360 and like an inch off of Villa's tire in the one run. You know, right. but you didn't see it because he don't like freestyle. But well, I was at Hangtown. I was at this thing called Hangtown. Yeah, way cooler than what we so, do. Anyways, Steve, what's up, Rock? Hey, I had a, a question about um, weird motocross injuries. I heard on the weekend that um, Darren Durham injured his Achilles heel doing parkour, which is jumping from buildings doing acrobatics. Did you know that? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, so, so there's this thing called parkour, and they do like it's like gymnastics, and they do it on t- they jump from building to building. It's a and French is, thing. It's weird. This is what Durham's. Yeah. Do, this is what Durham does. That's what Durham did. Yeah, when he did his Achilles injury. And I remember MC slicing his ankle on a piece of glass and, and Reedy popping his shoulder out playing pool. Is there any other weird and wonderful motocross injury that you can remember? Uh, JT's ego was bruised quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I Crazy. remember that. Crazy. <laughs> Mil- Millsaps. Millsaps claiming doing jumping jacks. Oh, yeah, yeah, Millsaps, yeah. I was doing jumping jacks when actually it was jumping off a boat <laughs> or jumping from one boat to another at Havasu or something like that. Yeah. Is there any that you know of that may... Don't mention any names, but injuries that that weren't like people said may have happened on the track, but actually were dumbass injuries that they never really. Oh, about. I, I've probably forgotten. There is, there's always Millsaps doing jumping jacks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is pretty bad. Um, MC's no back in the day. MC's ankle cut was from training. That's what magazine said. Yeah, yeah, he's hammered at a party. Right. Yeah. Stepped on glass. Mm, right. Lucky. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't know. What about you, JT? Have you had any weird injuries like that? I, I've been lucky. I've I've hurt myself plenty of times racing, but I never. But I never. Uh, I never did anything stupid. I probably should have. I, I remember I was uh, I was drunk at Chad's house at my birthday, and I was dancing like he has this like big island counter in his kitchen, and I was dancing on top of it, and I was in my socks, and I slipped, and I landed like face first on the ground, like. You know, from up high, yeah, like, right. I didn't hurt myself, but I probably should have. I would have loved to see that. It's classic, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. one of those things where if I was sober, I probably would have gone to the hospital. Rookie's birthday party, I might have had a teeth injury from Chad trying to force me to throw the funnel and funnel booze. and he like, Yeah, beer bong. Yeah, beer bong. yeah, and I'm like, bang, he hits me in the mouth with the, with the funnel. You know how Chad does it when you're, oh, yeah. like, yeah. Right, so he wouldn't take it out of my mouth, and I did three in a row one time because he wouldn't like he yeah. was choking me with right. his thing. Yeah, he's he's not a nice um, inebriated guy. Sometimes he gets rather forceful. Yes. Um. Anyways, yeah. Uh, Oroka, that's all I can think of. Okay, that's cool. And I want to say I have seen JT's matching orange shirt and shoes in real life, mm-hmm. and he's just a forward fashion guy. Yeah. So, well, agreed. Oh, that chick was very unhappy. Was it a was, was it a girl? I, uh, I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah, somebody on Twitter did not like his fashion sense. All right, work. Thanks, man. See you, guys. All right, see you. All the way from Australia. See, Mom, we have people from Australia call. I know. How cool is that, eh? You're just a real celebrity, Stephen, I'll tell you. Stephen. It's like Saturday there right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, let's do the uh, X-Brand Goggle tear-off segment once and for all tonight. Let's, get, let's end this. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. Um, all right, these are, these are questions. Uh, 15 seconds or less. X-Brand goggles brought to you by xbrand.com. Uh, the goggle of choice of Michael Lessie, Les Smith, Jimmy Albertson, Jake Canada, Austin Polatelli, Josh Strang, uh, Jessica Patterson, 
you name it. Bobby Canari, the Allison brothers in Canada. Michael Essie? I said Michael Essie. Oh, okay. That started it. That started it all. Come on now. A disappointing hangtown for Michael Essie. Ooh. Yeah, I, I, I found my two letdown guys that we never came back to. Oh, and? It was Alessi and Blake Wharton. Yeah, Wharton had no surgery. That was what. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. Uh, I mean, still let down. No, nobody, nobody knew that. No, yeah, so he, he on, needs on Saturday. That was like, dang, what is he doing? He needs to fly a banner behind the bike saying, "I had no surgery." Right. Do you know because what I mean? I, I know on Saturday I was like, "What? What are you doing <laughs> out there, guy?" Like people were passing him left two, and right. Two great starts. Yeah, and just yeah. see you later. Uh, don't forget Pulp Show Thirteen saves you thirty percent off X Brand goggles on uh, xbrand.com, eksbrand.com. Perhaps we will be signing a freestyler in the near future. Negotiations. Are the are the dealers selling goggles again now for you? Negotiations are undergoing. All right, let's. Uh, Who picks these questions? These are, are submitted by check? one Corey Moser, and they are for JT, for Mike Mason, uh, for myself, and then I have questions for you, Debbie. Okay, I'm on it. So you have 15 seconds to answer. We might give you a little bit longer time because you're old. You Good better luck, make Debbie. them easy. Well, they're just more like opinionated questions. Don't oh, worry. oh, okay. I'm, I got lots of that. All right. All right, let's go, Pookie. Okay, well, to go with JT first, uh, number one, who is the best rider to ever come out of South Africa? Grant Langston. 2.4. I agree. Yep. Langston, world champion, two-time national champion. Albie was pretty good. But... Supercross champion, world champion, two-time outdoor champion. Yeah. He won, like, he won way more. Yeah, you're absolutely – I forgot about Just the Just a champion. Yeah. Period. I forgot about the, the Supercross channel, too, right, the indoor. All right, next question. Okay, uh, Mike Mason, first question. What new event would you like to see added to the X Games? Um, I probably shouldn't say that one. How long do I got? New event 15 X seconds. Games. I don't know. Riding in a G-string? I want to do a freestyle <laughs> run in a G-string. Sorry, Mom, I forgot you were here. <laughs> 14, 14 seconds. G-string, motorcycle vert ramp. Yeah. I'd like – hey, how's your Siggy, by I the way? I think I'd like to see that. Siggy's dialed. Siggy. You Siggy? Siggy, yeah, I ended my run with it. It was perfect. You did? Yeah. Oh. You missed it. Yeah. I'm showing did. off for you. I need to go back and watch. I want to see the Siggy. Yeah, watch it. Right. Been working on it? I don't need to work on it. It's, it's my Siggy. It's, yeah, it's just it's Siggy, right? What I do every show. Right. Oh, man. JT, what was your Siggy? Uh, coming in and throwing my helmet against something. Yeah. <laughs> Cursing out fans. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Steve Mathis, if Irv Braun is not Brock back next year, will you feel any guilt, and who would you like to see hired for that position? I will not feel any guilt at all. The man is terrible at his job. I hate this. I mean, I'm sorry. It's, he's, just, wow. he's terrible. Dang. And wow. I'd, like, I'd like to see Rocket Rob bite us back. Seven seconds. That's that's harsh. No. What? What? For I, Irv? I, I, what? I mean, look. <laughs> what? If. if, <laughs> if <laughs> I hope if, he dies. What? No. If an airline... <laughs> If, the, if an airline performed as poorly as its job as Irv, they would be grounded by the FAA. No, U.S. Air does every day, and they fly every if, day. If a doctor did his job as bad as Irv, you would have malt so many dead people. It would be ridiculous. Like, he, he's just too old. It's okay, Irv. You had your time. These things happen. It's time to go. All right, Rocket Rob Bidas, terrific, though. You're harsh, dude. I don't know how long that was, but it was a long time. Yeah. Right. Uh, Debbie, Yeah. question for you. I'm on it. You ready? Yeah, yeah. All right, you have two sons. One named Steven, one named Jason. Yeah. Who was the better racer? Well, that's not very fair, you know. Who was the better racer? Okay, you were. 
You were more into it than he was. Yes, six point yes. seven seconds. Okay, I Good win. Good job, Deb. How's <laughs> a better racer? Suck it, Jason. Um, all right, next question. That's your that's your question to your mom. Who's a better racer, uh, me I, or my brother? I'm going to pay for that. You know. All right, let's let's yeah. just not right. Deb okay. just spraying the field with pumps. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, JT. Second question. Everything seems to be clicking for RV, but what is his biggest flaw? Jeez. Biggest flaw. Uh, he could break the his throttle. The only thing I would say <laughs> that he could have a flaw is that he hasn't finished enough. Ser- like he could be making, he could be making an argument to be the greatest racer of all time if he would have less injuries. Seventeen seconds. That was yeah, long. yeah. We we we're supposed to come off of fifty. Long-winded. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, or maybe his biggest flaw would be like he could possibly break a throttle cable from stretching it. You know. Um, yeah. All right, next question. Okay, uh, Mike Mason, what is the? Hey, lab- bro, bro, talk more into your mic. Like yeah. you're, you're. Okay, get in like there. Okay. Well, just yeah. Right up on it. You got a filter on that thing. Don't be afraid <laughs> to spray it. Uh, Mike Mason, what is the lamest event in X Games history? Don't, Street lose. Don't biker Sherlock will fight you. I oh like, my god. I like biker, but dude, come on. Tear off sound. Oh. Street luge? Yeah. Dude, you're, you're a dick. Why? Biker Sherlock you know was a legend. You know people tell me FMX is the lamest sport? Dude, <laughs> FMX put X Games on the map if you ask me. Well, not actual FMX, but I hear about, like, best trick, best whip, speed style, all of it's just stupid. Best way. Best, best trick was epic. I'm, I'm I thought it that was, one yeah. Best whip is lame. Super lame. But best whip? Yeah. I, the only thing lame about best whip is the way they vote about it. Step up's lame, too. You think step up's lame? Step up has been... It's over. Like, huh. jump the shark. I don't, the only thing that, best whip I think is awesome. I just, I don't like that it's a popularity contest. That's right, all. that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Best whip's okay, but the, the way they do it is just ridiculous. Especially when, uh, I, you know, Mike, Mason just told us he wants 60K. These athletes, uh, Hanson and Torn Terrace and these guys in best whip, it's $60,000 on the line and it's just strictly uh, a text and vote. Really, guys? Yeah. Like, you know, that's, that's lame. Yeah, so, but yeah. it's not lame if you understand it, man. It's just meant All to right. be fun. It's meant to be fan interaction, okay? Cause uh, the fans... I don't know. Why you got to yell at me right in the middle of my talking? That's why I never say nothing questions. on this show. <laughs> huh, Deb? Hey, yeah. buddy! See, she knows. <laughs> All right. Next question. Steve, whose bike setup looked the best and the worst at Hangtown? Mm. RV's bike looked pretty good, obviously. Uh, as far as it being the best, I know that's not saying much. The worst, man, he's gonna get mad at me. Fifteen seconds is up though. So, Done. Never mind. Can't say. Ah, uh, that would be the outro. That's just not. It's not over yet. You tried. Yeah. Dear tits. Where's please, Peter? Please come home. Where's Peter? We miss you. All right. Next question, Debbie. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. I know I did not meet your career choice of being a long-haul truck driver but are you happy you do like driving but are you happy with what i'm doing uh no actually i thought a truck driver would be better because then you could get me cheap smokes at the border every yeah time you went across <laughs> <Cheap> <laughs> she's hanging for some smokes dude <laughs> cheap smokes everybody if, well, you I, know, if he... I was still racing i would have cheap smokes in my pants this weekend <laughs> You know, you got to just knock it off about that truck driver crap. If I hear that one more time, I'm not kidding. My mom sat me down when I was, oh, like, in my oh, early 20s, oh, Mason, geez. and said, you know, hey, son, I'm still living with her, and we were living with my grandma because my mom and dad got divorced, and it was a rough time, and 
I wasn't old. I was only 18, 18 maybe. Maybe I was younger. Mom sat me down and just said, hey, you know, you really need to get your shit straight. I graduated from high school, but I didn't have much going on. Racing wasn't working out. A lot of injuries. You know, that yeah. wasn't going to do it. Not that it was no speed and injuries. Okay. okay. Gotcha. Um, it wasn't like I'm trying to make paint myself as Robbie Bernard here. Uh, so mom said to me, hey, you need to really get a career. You need to get a career. You like to drive. Go be a long-haul truck driver. Or you're, you have a great personality. Go be a waiter. Thank you, Mom. Good job, Dad. <laughs> yeah, I know. Obviously, he's a great personality. Obviously, he was yeah. rebelling. Be a waiter. She, she said, you have a great personality. You, you like to talk. You're a funny guy. Go be a waiter. They make great money. You would have messed that up so bad. Dude, I would have ate all food. You would have yelled at every person that you were serving. Right. Lately, I've been very angry. And then he went and got a job pumping gas at the co-op. So, like, really? Great personality. Reach <laughs> for the stars. Uh, and then I left home uh, shortly after that to be a mechanic for, like, a couple months. And I never really came back. So no, no fixed address after that. Yeah, not for many years. Yeah. So sorry, Debbie. Sorry, Deb. I did. I, I. I know you really disappointed. Cheap me, smokes. Know? Cheap smokes, and Annie stuck with retards like us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next question, Poogie. All right. Uh, third question for JT. Name a rider in each class that will have the biggest rebound and improvement in results at Colorado. Wow. Um... <laughs> Josh Grant, 450. You sound so positive over that. I don't know. It's tough. All right, time. Time. Done. Yeah, I don't know. Josh Grant, rebound. He does. Has one of them I mean, he got, like, he, did, he got like no points, I don't think. I don't know what he got. No. Wasn't good. He got one point. I think he got 20th. Um, okay. Uh, he did win a moto, passing Ryan Dungey, and won a moto at Colorado. So, goes well there. All right. Okay. Um, White, I'll say Seeley. You can't. Time's up. Two, all right, I just did. No, you can't say it. Just strike the record. Just, I'm going to edit did. that out. I'm editing that out. Strike the record. Yeah. Uh, Mike Mason, what do you consider the gnarliest freestyle trick ever landed? Oh. Probably a front flip. That's scary. Looks pretty Who scary. landed it? A couple guys have. Jack Paget, right? Huh? Yeah, Charles Paget landed it. Mm-hmm. Jacko. There's been more than one guy. Two guys, yeah. Okay. I think it's only two. The third guy never. Well, yeah, actually, that Paris Rosen did. He landed at Praxin, but never like at X Games or something. Okay. Ajay was the guy I was thinking of that landed. I didn't know the. Other, I don't know who the other guy is. All right. Okay, Steve. Third question: What can Tomac do to improve his starts consistently? Starts. I've long been a believer in my career. Starts are mental. You have to be in the right frame of mind mentally. Doesn't matter how many you practice. I think it's a big thing to do with mental. Look at. Michael Lessie, Vince Freeze, and these guys like that. And Timmy. Timmy was a terrible starter, Mom, but thanks. I know. Nice try, oh, Dad. Oh. oh, okay. Did uh. I? Okay. Well, he was good on his Cowie because you know why? Because he felt like he was liked his bike and was in a good place mentally, and then all of a sudden his starts were good. And then guess what? When, when James Stewart went out of the title hunt in 07 and Timmy was now the points leader, his starts went to shit yes, because now he was you know in the points lead, and now it was pressure. And now he just didn't, yeah, perform. Are you with me, JT, on that? Mentally? Uh, yeah, I think there's more to it, but right, mental is mental's a part of it. I think it's a big part of it. I think it's bigger than people think. You know, you go and you burn a, a two packs of clutches at the test track doing starts, and but I, but I don't think Alessi is in a good place at all in Supercross mentally, and he still hole shots all the damn time. So yeah, because I just think he doesn't care. Sometimes when you're nervous, you get good starts. Uh. Yeah, sense? I don't think he's nervous. I just don't think he really believes in himself that much in Supercross, but he still kills a start. Yeah. I don't know. I think some people are just really good 
at starts, like their reaction time and their mm-hmm. hand-eye coordination and all that stuff right. is just better than others. Debbie? That shoots your theory down, doesn't it, Mathis? No. Oh, okay. oh, dude, you just no, no, no I think mental is part of it. That. Like there's races where I feel like I should win the race, and I tend to whole shot for right. some reason. Go get some cheap smokes. Cheap, cheap smokes. <laughs> Shut up. Cheap smokes, Deb. Uh, that's what you should do. That should be your next sponsor, cheapsmokes.com. Okay. We should we should uh, right. we should get that domain name and then hire boxers to like tattoo it on their like stomachs. Right. Yeah, yeah. Cheapsmokes.com. Yeah. Right. Deb would be get on the back of robes and stuff. Yeah. All right, Debbie. Last question. Okay. All right. Was that him? Yeah. Oh, Bad dream. dream. No, his eyes are open. He wants you to ask him that's, a question. That's freaky. If he's that's really, cardiac arrest. Yeah. If he's really dreaming, that's freaky because his eyes are wide open. The dog we're talking about, our dog. It's like The Shining. He's making some. <laughs> I feel weird. He's mumble. He's mumbling Christine. something. It's 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 red rum. He's mumbling red rum. Uh, all right, Debbie. Yes. Last question. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite co-host here on the Pulp Mech Show? Well, I, I like David Pingree. I thought he was really good. Uh, Kenny Watson would be a no. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Who else have you had here? Tony Berluti? Oh, yeah. Villaman? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Villaman, yeah. I like him, yeah. Mason? Mason, yeah. come oh, on. Oh, yeah. You need to have him more often. Thanks, Deb. Okay. Cheap smokes. So did yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you come to Canada, eh? Yeah. Don't forget. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Have you ever been to Canada? Yeah. Have you? What did you do? What'd you do? Rotarina Cross. Where? Toronto, Toronto and Van. Oh, that Toronto one. Oh. No one went. That was in the Sky Dome, right? It was so big, yeah. Yeah. It was like it was, the there. track was just in the corner. Yeah. I know. We made weird. a supermoto track for our mini bike, so out in the pits. Oh, did you? Because it was all indoors. Uh, Mom, you named everybody but Kenny. As your favorite. Oh, well, I wonder why. <laughs> no, I'm just saying you had no opinion. You just. Yeah, well, I don't want to get into that. I think we went there one time. What? Talking about Kenny, didn't we? Oh, yeah, I read that email that you wrote about Kenny being rude to me. I know. Yeah. He wasn't very nice. I was going to ask Mike what, what was one of his worst injuries. Me? Yeah, did anybody ask you tonight? His name is Mad Dog. Mad Dog. Question. Yeah, yeah, he looks mad. <laughs> worst injury. Probably a broken heart. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Aww. Aww. Yeah. Valentine's Day. <laughs> How good was that answer, though? Oh, that no. thing came out nice. That was very nice. Wow. Are you, re- dripper. are you really going to tell us a, a real one or no? Well, I've, like, actually been pretty fortunate. I mean, I've had, like, ACLs and some shoulder problems, but. Right. Nothing serious? Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Good for you. I know. Keep it up. I'm trying. <laughs> did you check out his website, Mom? I did. I told you. I was done. You didn't come across any. Weird pictures of me, did you? Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't. Okay, good. No. If you see his iPhone laying around, do not grab it. Don't oh, grab okay. it. <laughs> do, do not grab his iPhone. Okay, I had to okay. get a folder that locked on this dang thing. <laughs> For mothers. Yeah. Um, so did I win anything? Or this was just cheap a- smokes. You want some oh. smokes? Something. <laughs> okay. Did I win a pair of goggles? You're gonna just take pulp shit when you leave, anyways. Oh, okay. Right? Oh, I know. You always check my suitcase before I leave, anyway. Making sure I didn't take any sweatshirts or hoodies or anything like that. Contraband. You know? No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> He's bad. Uh, all right. Let's get to Michael. Michael, what's going on, man? Hi, Steve. Hey, man, you jinxed us tonight. Why? Hey, your, your love for hockey. <laughs> Why? What do you mean? Uh, NBC is supposed to be showing the second motos as of now till one thirty our time. Mm-hmm. Or for hours. Well, the damn hockey game's live, and it's going over. <laughs> 
No way. Playoffs, bro. I, I don't even want to go on Vital MX right now. I do not even want to go. You can't. Stay off it. That, that domain's shut down right now. <laughs> it's melted. Server overload. Right. Dear and David I'll Coombs. Uh, I would do what they what I've read. That's unreal. <laughs> yeah, that's too bad. I mean, again, like we said on our Racer X podcast, like, hockey is mocked by the sports people for how little people watch it on TV, but it kills motocross. You know what I mean? We're such a small yeah. niche sport. Like, yeah. Uh, I'm a diehard. I'm 55, and I've been in the moto since I was in the fifth grade, sixth grade, whatever. (laughs) Uh, When we'd get on ESPN or whatever, half the time they would show some kind of poker game or or something else. Yeah, I know. People people pine for the days of ESPN, but that wasn't great either. That was a week delay, and it wasn't always on, and hockey held that up too because it was on ESPN too. If you're a long-haul trucker, that Tuesday at 3 a.m. would be perfect though. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Sorry, Mom. Oh, yeah. You could have a CB, too, right? You do have a great personality, though. You do have an excellent personality. Thank you. Thank you. I, I asked Dirt Shark, and he agreed. He yeah. Now go make him moves over Miami. I think He gets that from his mother, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> now go make moves uh. over Miami. Hello. Welcome to the, welcome to the restaurant. Uh, uh, hey, um, well, Michael, I'm sorry, man. Sorry about the hockey going over. That's all right. I just, uh, I just had, uh, like I said, Vital's probably going nuts. I don't even want to click on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I went in the house. Uh, hey, you were talking about uh, the, you had some the help with uh, Elmer last week, Elmer, uh, where he was giving the pipes out. Elmer, yeah. Yep. I am, I've got a KX, a 1987 KX500. Oh, and, my God. I'm uh, sorry. Well, I used to race it in the pro class, not national, but the local pro. Mm-hmm. And I should say. <laughs> uh, I need a pipe, and I don't know if uh, I've got a PSI pipe on it, but it's damaged. And I didn't know if you could give me a hookup to help me get a discount or something. Yes, um, I can. I can give you one. Uh, you need to get rid of that PSI. They're not even in business anymore. Well, they are. I they have, are? They, well, they don't build pipes. Uh, oh. <laughs> they, they build a carburetor. I had the option, uh, the luxury, I should say. I put a... Uh, a PSI carburetor, and all the jetting was uh, on dials on the outside, and it had three dials, uh, the low jet, the main jet, and a power jet, the top end. And this guy bought it for a 2002 CR250, and he bought one of them heads that has adjustable dome, and we put the high-compression dome and put BPR in it, and I put the carburetor on it, and I got the luxury of going out and setting it up for him. Man, <laughs> it was pretty cool. But it took a little while to get it all figured out. It is, it was, I, I think, better than the original. So yeah, they still are in business, but what they do other than that carburetor, I don't know. <laughs> okay, uh, you know what? I'm gonna put you on hold. My my lovely assistant Pookie is gonna get your uh, address, and I'll hook you up with with Donnie Little D. I'm sure he'll hook you up for something for your '87 KX500 if they have it. I think they do. They they have a lot of old pipes, so. Uh, right, thanks, Michael. Take him off hold. You know that's very difficult. Follow the directions, bro. Okay. Uh-huh. If if you get cut off, please call back. Evan, what's up, man? Hey guys, I called before. I'm just uh, laughing about the the hockey game here, which isn't even an NHL game. It's a IIHF. Yeah, it's a world world hockey championship. Oh yeah, gold yep. medal match between Sweden and uh, Switzerland. Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah, but yeah, it's already but... taken place. Like Sweden won, so. Yeah, yeah, it was already. Yeah, it already happened. This is a re-air right, of it, right? Right, right. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, because the Blackhawk and Red Wing game went late, so now they're 
So now this is behind, you know. Right. I, I'm not complaining about the TV because I remember the days i watching watching anything and everything, you know, motocross since the Moto World days of TNN, you know, where you where they had five minutes or three minutes of uh, coverage. From yeah, the I know. Yeah, I mean, hey, you know what? It, In it, it, American Sports Cavalcade uh, with the Golden State Nationals at Carlsbad, you know. Right. Times like that. So um, um, the other question I had was uh, with the DMX GPs, they're on um, BN, yeah. BN Sport, and that's pretty cool. And I know the GPs got a lot of problems over there, but do you ever see the GPs getting back to a level that would attract uh, a high, uh, like a high dollar, or I mean, um, a real fast American guy to go over there to really compete in, say, the MX1 title? No. You ever think they could get back to that level? No, I don't think so. I mean, I know they got a lot of problems right now. No, I just don't think uh, this is where it's at. You know, everyone wants to come here. Yeah. You'll get. Yeah, I know, the- I, yeah, I know guys come over here a lot. You know. Yeah. Um, but I was wondering, but let's say let's say a guy for a fast American guy. I mean, a fast guy. Let's say in the top five, like a guy like Alessi. If he wanted to go over to Europe, do you think he could make good money over there and be competitive? Yeah. Yeah, those guys, those top guys, uh, I know for a fact uh, Caroli's making uh, six, 700000 a year. Oh, and, uh, that's all, really? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, wow. unless he can make a couple hundred thousand. So, yeah, so a top-level rider, like, let's say... I think Jimmy Albertson's um, contract, although he didn't get it all, I believe Jimmy Albertson's contract was for one seventy-five. Yeah. Oh, all right. And, but he didn't I mean, have, a, top, he, he a didn't, top American guy, like the top three, I mean, they would never go over there, but they wouldn't, no. they wouldn't be able to make the money they're, no. they're making here. No, 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 they wouldn't. Oh, it's, right. it's, it's less, less oh. races, too, so... Yeah, and Zach brought up that double-decker thing and the, that whole podium thing that they got going on over there. I mean, that's humongous to take that thing down week in, yeah. week out, and travel out. I mean, that's pretty crazy. But yeah. I know they got a lot of problems with rider turnout and stuff like that. But, um, yep, we're working on all. it. I'm going to do a uh, podcast later on with Adam Wheeler. He's a follows the series. And yeah, look, yeah, I've listened to Look for that on, uh, on Racer X. Uh, maybe, maybe later this week we're trying to hook it up. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. That sounds all right. good. Thanks, Evan. Thanks, guys. Thanks, bud. That's your guy, but the but that buzzing yep. noise. That's your guy. Yep. Um. All right. Uh. Oh, voicemails. Let's do voicemails. We gotta do that. Debbie. Yeah. You gonna hang out or? I will. What do you gotta do? No, we're good. You make right. it, Deb. Yeah, I'm you thinking. sleeping I, over there? Yeah, just about. Yeah, she's falling asleep. What time is it in Canada now? Hey, uh, break. Debbie. What's your? F- you know, we all know that your ex-husband, my father, Tom, uh, was a little out there, um, in terms of being a mini dad. No, uh, yeah, he was. What's your favorite crazy Tom story? Oh, wow. I have quite a few of them. Where do you want to start? Well, which one Which one? Like, do you think, can you remember where he was just absolutely bonkers over racing? Okay, I guess probably when Jason lost that 80s. Remember, he was racing in the Manitoba Championship with Fawcett's. Okay. Came in second. Re- rode really well. Yep. But then all the way home, I think we were in St. Jean that time. Mm-hmm. It was just screaming and yelling. Dad was screaming and yelling at him. For about an hour and a half, yeah. Yeah. About how he took the wrong line. I think that was pretty much the last race I went to. <laughs> really? He drove you? Yeah, that was yeah. it? No, okay. no, not really. But you know what? That was really hard to take. I, I, I right. couldn't handle that. As long yeah. as you, got, you know, as long as you guys didn't get hurt during the race and you had a good race, like, you know what? That was okay with me. We were born to be champions, Debbie. Yeah, I know. You didn't mind that criticism, but I didn't like it. So right. Easily, easily, my favorite is when Jason didn't ride well, and then Steve, you had to race for him. Yes. Oh my God, that was the funniest thing. Yeah, no yeah. kidding, eh? That, yep. was, that was hilarious. Yeah, my brother came back uh, from California. <laughs> he didn't perform to Tom's standards. They got into a fight, 
And my dad said uh, I had to race 250 Pro for him the next day in Arena Cross, uh, despite me having still being on an 80 and never having ridden a big bike, big bike ever. I rode 250 Pro against Rollerball and Jim Holly and everybody. And, and that, you stood for the anthem with uh, the helmet on so nobody would recognize you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with my, yeah, with the goggles on because I was oh a kid, my. you know. So my dad said, you put your goggles on, put your helmet on. You don't take it off for anybody because, you know, you're, you're, you're young. And the goggles all fogged up. Uh, and I couldn't. I had, to, I had to like put my head back and look down to like walk down the starting line. And then the best part too, heat number one, I draw number one clothespin, and I got Holly on one side and Rollerball on the other, and I'm shitting my pants. I'm 15. Just like Saturday. <laughs> uh, hey, what's what was the new technology that Michael Leslie was working on, JT? Uh, I don't. You, I thought you. I thought we got to the bottom of it. I don't know. I was told it was a throttle tube. Please tell me that it's not a throttle tube. I don't know. Please tell me there was more to it than a throttle tube. Uh, you, you said you were going to get to the bottom of it. You said you were going to talk to Tony. Yeah, yeah. I need to. All right. Well, we had some people asking. Uh, all right, voicemails. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five. Debbie, you got to go. What? What? Deb, what's the deal? What's the deal, Deb? You're sinking in that chair over there. <laughs> Cheap smokes? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'll just listen. You want me to turn your mic off? No. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. That's no fun. Yeah, I'll turn it off. We'll talk later. You sure, Deb? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Need some cheap smokes? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. When are you going back home? Not soon enough. After I kick your ass in golf. Uh-oh. Yeah. Probably tomorrow, eh? Oh, uh, yeah. i got to go her golfing tomorrow. every time she comes to beat Steve. She never does. We tie, no, well, we tied last I time. I golf one time a year. Yeah, but, but. She golfs all the time. But I golf from the men's tees with you. No, you don't. I d- what do you mean I don't? Those aren't the men's. Those are the middle ones. Well, like, I golf with the same. I golf where you golf. There's chick ones, and then there's Juniors. like a middle, and then there's the men's. But t- we we tee off at the same tees. Yeah, but Debbie, it's a par three course. Let's, what are we it doesn't talking? matter. I could still go to the ladies then, and then I would have a better Well, go score. to the ladies. I'll still beat you down tomorrow. No, you will not. Go. No. Go. I'll still beat you. Steve, what's going on? That's your mom. Sorry, bro. Yeah, tell him to be nice, eh? It's the abuse I take from him. Very competitive. This is why I'm her favorite. I'm very competitive. <laughs> no kidding, eh? I can't cheat. There is no way I can miss one stroke when I'm golfing with Steven. He watches she, every no. single stroke Listen, that I take. She kicks the ball like uh, to get a better Dad, line. You can't be doing that. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No Caddyshack rules. She just kicks the ball. I'm like, Mom, seriously. Like, if you're in the bush... You can take it out and put it there. No stroke penalty. Like it's okay. I have never been in the bush. <laughs> I bet you haven't. <laughs> Deb, we need to turn your mic off. Yeah, it's real getting soon. late. I know. It's getting raunchy. <laughs> <laughs> Bird in the hand beats two in the bush. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, tomorrow's the day, Steve. That's your that's your yeah. sister daughter in law over there. Uh, that is okay. It's... Voicemails five eight six seven two five eight six seventy five seven. Call anytime. Leave a message. Um, what are you doing, Deb? Okay. Um, call anytime, leave a message. Uh, we were off last week, so we had a bunch of messages. These are the best of the best. Uh, at least I think so. Dedicated to Greg McCreary, as always. He's in, he's in Oklahoma. Tornadoes. Scary. What are you doing, Pookie? Well, I'm waiting for the signal. Oh, yeah, play. Okay, uh-huh. go. Hey, Matt, this is Thor from Houston, and I'm listening to the Vegas show, and I just want to know what SEO means, the SEOs you guys are talking about. Boogie. Stop okay. it, Boogie. Uh, okay, all right. SEOs. Uh, do you know what that means, Mason? SEO. 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 Yeah. Isn't that like the head dude of a company? No, that's CEO. That's all I know. Uh, search engine optimization. 
I don't know why we were talking about JT. Do you remember that? No, I don't. I don't either. But basically, it just means that your articles, your stories, your websites shows up um, on an internet uh, uh, search. So it's a very big deal. Hey, Matt, this is Thor from Houston, and I'm listening to the Vegas show, and I just want to know what SEO means. Okay, we got the a problem here. You guys are talking about. Hey, Matt, this is Thor from Houston. Sorry, I know I'm... No, you... Uh, don't stop it. I don't know how to pause it and then start it from where it was I know. again. Okay. I know. Now I've got to listen to Thor again about SEO. Just let it run. But what about when it comes time for you to talk? Uh-huh. There, uh, we, there won't be. We can't make it happen. Okay. Clearly. Hey, Matt, this is Thor from Houston, and I'm listening Stupid to the Vegas cookie. show, and I just want to know what SEO means. The SEOs you guys are talking Real about. Hold on. Hold on. Mason, talk hey, to Matt, JT. this is Thor from Houston. Hey, JT. Sorry, I know I'm not supposed to call multiple times. Stop it. <laughs> what? What's going on? Okay, you guys We're have having technical now. difficulties. Oh, okay. All right. So is it Tweet you. at Tits time again? It's just you and me. Yeah, it's... Something about <laughs> SEOs and Thors and stuff. Mace, did you fly business over there? No, dude. Come on. Dude, I was back of the pack. Oh, so I guess, yeah, I guess if you have to buy your own ticket. Yeah, we had to buy our own stuff, and then I'm, like, just short of, like, the whatever it's called, status stuff to get, like, the free upgrades for overseas. What do you fly? Do you fly United? Delta. I flew United, like, the past couple years, but when they merged with Continental, I was over it. Yeah, but Delta, you just got to straight up pay. Yeah. Like, overseas, there's no, like, upgrade, no nothing. You just got to pay. It's a damn shame. My legs were so Super sore. Super lame. All right, uh, I don't have that it. problem. <laughs> Dang. Tell him it was your fault. My fault. I loaded it okay. into the wrong program. All right, let's do it. Okay. Hey, Matt, this is Thor from Houston. Sorry, I know I'm not supposed to call multiple times, but... You got it perfect. Blazer is easily your best employee. That poll is all fucked up. Um, hey, guys, this is Christian. It's Chris from San Diego again. Yeah, I was just wondering, wasn't it last year that Steve was at the Circle Bar and some other guy, like, in the media or something, like, threatened to kick his ass or something last year, too? What's up with that? Two years in a row at the Circle Bar? Maybe you need to stay away from that. People seem to get hostile with you there. All right, see you. Well, uh, yeah, that was uh, Mark Valcor, who couldn't have been a bigger douche on the show, leaving messages on the show. And then, yeah, he saw me at the Circle Bar, and then I thought we were going to throw down. I thought it was on, uh, but I I was telling him to swing at me first because I didn't want to fight, but he seemed very angry. about. But he didn't know what he was angry about. So uh, this shit, Weston was not going to beat me up. but JT, No, definitely not. He was not going to beat me up. It was, no. but, but you said, hey, this guy's here to kick, kick, kick the shit out of you. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was right. laughing and drunk. Right. Right. I mean, yeah, it was a, it was a joke. The funniest part of the circle bar, I think, even did you see my quote on um, Fifty Beaks Instagram? Um, the nerds with Bradshaw. Yeah, but I, I didn't know what that meant. That was what Beaker said to Bradshaw. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right, that's right. right. That yeah, was, I, didn't, I didn't get it at the time. That was funny with Bradshaw. Yeah, and Noof yeah. Noof was so pumped to meet him <laughs> with no shirt on. How did he not get kicked out? He did eventually, but yeah. Usually they're all over that in Vegas. I guess 5 a.m. probably yeah. helped. Uh, you met Bradshaw before, Mace? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good, cool dude. Yeah, yeah, super cool. Yeah. Um, all right, let's do this, Boogie. Hey, Mathis, this is Joseph. Uh, I have a question for the show, if you guys wouldn't mind answering it. I was listening to your post-Vegas 
Monday night Pulpamex show, and you're talking about the East-West shootout losing its luster. I totally agree with all, uh, with all of the points uh, you and your two guests or co-hosts brought up. Uh, my idea, I know you're always talking about uh, ways to make the series new and better, like the Joker lane, uh, which would have been nice to have there in Vegas. Um, what about uh, changing up the format again instead of the, the dual main events uh, in substitution of the heat races and then the East-West shootout where guys like Will Hahn, who now has a hurt hand, so F it, I don't want to ride it. What about... Uh, your two heat races, um, and then simply a combined main event, East-West shootout, uh, like they always used to be, except double points. You got an East-West shootout, uh, the best of the best from both sides of racing, and double points. The winner gets 50, uh, the second place gets 44, so on and so forth. Uh, your thoughts, comments, concerns, opinions. Thanks a lot, Bye. I think that some of that stuff is good, but if you're a team manager, JT, back me up on this, or even Mason, if you're still awake. Um, if you're a team manager and you're your KTM factory team, let's say, and your rider is winning all year, winning the most races, going into Vegas, loses because it's a double points race, you're pretty pissed. JT? Um, yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think it's really necessary. I don't. I mean, Vegas is kind of a unique race, too. Um, conditions are, you know, different. I don't know. I don't think you should put double emphasis on Vegas. That's not really fair. Mason? I agree. All right. That's, that'd be pretty gnarly. It would be, yeah, because you could. Like 50 points to win. And yeah. Say you're like, you had like a 16 or 17 tire point or lead something. or something, you know. Yeah, yeah something weird yeah. happened. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Yeah, it's kind of like, I mean, I like it's. It the thought is cool. I just don't it's know It's exciting, the but like, yeah, I think people would be. Um, pretty pissed you know like well we worked so hard all year and we lose it in this one gimmick race so anyways all right pookie hey steve uh love the pulp mx show but i've got a request from you to help improve your show for us listeners um when you're doing an interview with one of the riders and the phone reception on their end is like shit could you please uh speak up right away and try to have them guys get in a position where the uh the phone comes in a little bit better like uh, your Will Hahn interview on your last show, a lot of the beginning of that uh, interview was really jacked up. It was all shitty sounding and hard to understand some of the things that Will was saying. And I know that's not something you can really control too easily, but if you could just mention to those guys, hey, hey, dude, your, uh, your phone is sucking right now. Could you try to uh, get the place where I'll come in or call me on a landline or something? That would make it better for us listeners because sometimes it's pretty hard to understand what those guys are saying other than that dude you're doing a great job appreciate all the work you put in and uh too bad your hockey team sucked it up this year that's a bummer for you all right later yeah i probably should have told will Hahn to call back it wasn't very good but i like this caller's uh he wants to make the show better some very constructive criticism left in a nice manner i will take that up with the uh, hr department we will try to make improvements and i like that instead of just calling up and being like mathis you suck balls but you shouldn't have mentioned the Leafs, though. That was painful. It's too soon. Too you soon, should have yeah. seen how many people this weekend, probably eight to ten people this weekend, were like, was that your team? Something about it. Was that your team? And then, Or they knew it was my oh. team and they just mocked me? Right. Yeah. Like that, I guess that was really big on SportsCenter. I don't even know. But uh, Howard was talking about it. Oh. Right. Well, if Howard was talking about it, yeah, he... then it was a big deal. 
It was. Yes, thank you once again. Toronto Maple Leafs, for all you do for me. Thank you. Hello, Mathis, JT, Tits. It's Zach from Syracuse, New York. Hey, Zach. Just wondering why there's no home for Derek Anderson this summer. Uh, for the National Dirk, it seems like there's a lot of satellite teams running Yamahas and Hondas. Why nobody would want to pick him up and leave him on his Kawasaki. Seems like there's no satellite teams carrying Cowies. Uh, have a good night, guys. JT, you want to answer that? Uh, My theory is, like, if Weston Pike's not getting help. Yeah, I don't know that he, you can really just say that he 100% deserves a full deal yet. Also, too, Anderson, he's, I mean, he's got motorsport on him. Uh, like yeah. He looks like he does okay. I mean, he's not getting rich, but he's got I mean, some he, had a, he had some flashes of brilliance, but uh, unless, you're, unless you're killing it in Supercross, too, you really gotta, you really got to kind of stand out outdoors to make anything happen. Yeah. If he had gotten the results he was getting outdoors in Supercross, it may be a different story. Right. All right, let's go, Pook. Hey, Steve, I was wondering if you could comment on tonight's show for us listeners. Um, Durham, before the races started, I saw him on the TV broadcast, and it looked like he had two black eyes. And I was just curious uh, if you had the story on what happened to that guy, how did he get, uh, how'd he get beat up, what happened to him. And um, when he had a crash in the second moto, do you know his condition? Is he hurt again, or is he going to be all right? And uh, other than that, that chick uh, killing it on the 125-2 stroke in the women's class, you got to admit that was pretty damn cool, hearing that thing out there screaming. All right, buddy, keep up the good work. See you later. I'm surprised that chick won by as much as she did. Wow. She's hauling ass. Uh, Darren Durham's black eyes, JT? Uh, maybe you should have listened to Mitch the first time. Good point. Not sure. Um, oh, did you hang up on that caller? He's gone? Okay. Well, that's it. He missed out. Uh, that's it. That's that's a wrap on the uh, Pulp of Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Uh, Good game, boys. Good game. Pre- Mike Mason. Yes. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. I cannot believe that we had a, two, uh, a gold X game gold medalist in the studio. Talking about poop. That literally two days ago you were in Barcelona and you won. And that's here cool you are huh? in our studio. I'm a real-life person. You never thought that, huh? No, no. I always thought you were just in my dreams. Dude, but, no, dude. here you are. Um... Cheap smokes. Cheap smokes. I got this. <laughs> um, uh, thanks for coming in. Uh, lots of calls tonight for you. So, good. That's cool. Um, come back in for please, sure, please. Anytime. Another time. Yeah. Um, and uh, JT, thank you as always. Great job. Uh, no worries. Enjoy. Congrats, your... Mace. Pumped for you. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Uh, enjoy your day at uh, Western Power Sports. Yep. Fly Tell Cliffy I said what up. You got it. And His mechanic was my mechanic, bro. Uh-huh. Cliff, Cliff was a moto mechanic. Yeah. Oh, I oh, didn't yeah. know that. What was it? Subway? Or the subway. Yep. Wasn't subway, Cliffy yeah. a video guy? No. At one point. No. Never was. No, he's been my mechanic since he was like sixteen. I didn't know that. And then he got all big time with JT. Left me. Didn't oh yeah. Because freestyle yeah. sucked. Was huge. He, was he not? <laughs> was Cliffy not um, on the Nitro tour for a bit? Mm. Oh, that MGM didn't he? Was I thought I saw him at that Nitro tour. Well, he might have been there, but not actually. Oh, working not the working. Tour. Okay, all right. Yeah. yeah, that that when I didn't know you, then when I went to. Yeah. Right. I interviewed Travis down on the floor before the the thing, and then yeah. Are you name dropping right now? No, but that's where I saw him. Oh, cool. And I was like, hey, is that Cliff? So, um, yeah. Thanks, JT. I'm sure we'll be in touch. All right. All right see you. See you guys. See you. Uh, yeah, Mason. Thank you for coming in. I appreciate it. Congratulations on your gold medal. For thank real. you. Great job on that, and uh, we look forward to seeing you get Mexico City in a month. 
Uh, Munich. Munich in a month. In a month, and then LA beginning of August. Right. Yeah, pressure. Pressure's on for that. Who's doing speed style in LA? Do you know yet? Um, I don't know. No, don't know. They we they're right. kind of using these as like who they'll pick, you know. Right, right. But you're in. Hopefully, you're in. Yeah. Um, Weston Pike, Ivan Tedesco, David Claybaugh, and Zach Osborne. Remember Zach Osborne? He was all the way back then. Uh, thanks for our guests. Uh, thank you everybody for listening. We added up our stats for our first four months this year. We're doing terrific, fantastic. Uh, numbers are up. Sponsors are pumped. Could have done it without all of you people, and we really appreciate it. Uh, well, you people and our partners slash sponsors. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension. Don't forget, tweet at Race Tech Suspend. Uh, name three racers that ran Race Tech Suspend. Su- suspension. Uh, this weekend at Hangtown. And uh, there's uh, a bunch of them, but name three of them. Random draw out of the correct answers will win a free Race Tech Gold Valve kit. When privateers have a choice for suspension, they choose Race Tech. Remember that, folks. Uh, X Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces. Atlas is giving away free braces to any pro motocrossers who ride five or more nationals. Free neck brace for you. Can't go wrong. NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars. Uh, NFAB, thank you. Um, Nicoletti, Blows, Canari, Patterson, Super Team. Showy Helmets. Uh, what more can you say about Showy? They've been around for a long time. Some of the greatest helmets out there. Free gun underwear. Uh, look who's rocking free gun. Are you rocking your free gun, Spooky? Nope. But you were. <laughs> um, oh, you I mean like you're not I rocking would. any undies? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Uh, Works Connection, a special sponsor of Mike Mason for years and years. Eric down there, great start device. Tech One Designs, they got some cool shit coming. We're going to talk more about that in a little bit. Uh, but Tech One Designs will make Pulpamex graphics for your bike. Saw someone in Sweden. Really cool. Uh, someone in Sweden bought them. How, how, how rad is that? Uh, FMF Racing, thank you, Donnie Emler, for all that you do for the team show. You've been on a long time and uh, sponsor. We appreciate it. Brop Bar, guys at Brop Bar are great. We're going to see them this weekend in, in Colorado, their home state. And uh, thank you for Brop Bar for the new boxes. We just got some fresh blueberry. You ever had Brop Bars, Mason? What? Brop Bars, you ever had any? No. should give you some. They're good. What are they? They're Brop Bars, bro. Nutrition bars. Well, you know I ain't messing with no nutrition. Well, uh, no, but they're tasty and they f- they fill a job. They they fill a need. Okay, I'll take your word for it. W Wheels, the official wheels of Mike Mason mm-hmm. and his freestyle antics. What? I have a thank you I would like to give out. Oh, uh, well, hold on. Black Ops Moto, uh, thank you guys. The extra 15%, blackopsmoto.com. Check out, uh, check out them on the web and type in Pulp MX to save some money. They uh, they will make your bike run better. And 810 Solutions are on board with us. They sell Brop Bars as well as the Rhino Global products. Uh, and they're going to be uh, – they sent Tits a little nutrition supplement, and he's going to be reviewing it for us probably the next show. He'll be back the next show. Don't forget, Thursday, Fly Racing Moto 60 show. Uh, one hour of moto information live this Thursday at noon Pacific, episode number two this weekend. And, uh, yeah, thanks again to everybody for all you do for us. We appreciate it. Pookie, what what can we do for you? Thank you, Debbie. Debbie Mathis. Cheap smokes. <laughs> Classic. I wanted to thank Ben Santiago for flying the flag for us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got a f- – no, he didn't fly it. Well, just a buddy of his. Us, yeah, right? yeah. No, he, let's just calm down on the – Come on. He flew it American for American hero. Thank you, Benny, for that. That's awesome. We got a flag that was actually flown – in Afghanistan. Really? And then in our name. In our name and hey. got a certificate. And... That's pretty nice. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, heck yeah. I mean, I'm Canadian, but I'll still run it. You know? Yeah. Canadian didn't do nothing. 
So uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Mike Mason, again, thank you very much. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Thank you, Pookie. Great job. Can't wait till Tits gets back. Not too great. Dude, I am sicker than sick, bro. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Concho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. <laughs>